Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. It is the Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing coming at you. It's Monday, January 30th, 6.02 Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Star-studded studio show tonight. Very, very pumped to have our guests that we have. Very, very pumped to have Davey Millsaps of the Rocky Mountain ATV MCKTM team on. Strong ride for him in Glendale. Stronger ride by Eli Tomac and Monster Energy Kawasaki rider will join us. Eli Tomac will be on later tonight. Looking forward to having those two guests. Some great racing in Glendale. Probably the race of the year. Probably the track of the year. And uh, it's awesome to uh, to have that kind of racing. And maybe this thing's not over yet, folks. Maybe this thing's just not over yet. And uh, we'll see. We'll check it out. BTOsports.com fly racing. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, KTMPartsExpress.com, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, and new to the show is Get, Get Data. The technology that makes Get Riders world champions is finally available on the market. The LC-GPA is the new launch control system developed by Get Engineers together with top teams all over the world. Chad Reed used Get this weekend, and uh, you can see that little orange box on the front fender of Wilson and uh, the JGR guys and uh, Chad Reed and many others. That's Get. Thanks to the new Get ECU generation, the RX-1 processor, this LC GPA is extremely precise and works totally different compared to the common OE systems. Perfect RPM range to get the best start of your machine. Reed, Webb, Wilson, the JGR Suzuki guys all use GET, and if you need a discount on GET, been waiting to get some GET, get some GET, email the show at uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com and we will pass that on and you get a discount for listening. And uh, we thank everybody for coming on the show. Email of the day from uh, Green MX. Your show is full of ads, and you mention your sponsors constantly throughout the show. It is complete bullshit and has been so, so for long, a long time. You must be so greedy to make money, but you are shooting yourself in the foot because the show is now just a lot of blah blah blah. I hope you're happy. Thank you, Green MX, for that constructive criticism. By blah, the way, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts. Ah, I'm kidding. Race Texas mentioned. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Looking forward to a great show. 702-586-PULP. If you have a question, comment about Glendale, what a race it was. What a phenomenal race it was. Uh, get everything on Amazon. Uh, get it through the Pulp MX Amazon banner on pulpmx.com. We got a small slice of that. Thank you very much for that. Also, the Patreon. If you want to sign up for Patreon, you get a little sneak preview of some podcasts. I may or may not have sent uh, my Patreon people a couple of preview podcasts that are coming up in the coming weeks. So sign up on that. Get the Pulp MX app. Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah, there'll be an update soon. I'll get you some info from uh, from Travis on that. And, uh, again, thanks for your support, pulpamexshow.com. All right. In studio, it's been a long time since he's been in, from Dirt Rider, Dirt Rider Magazine. Is he Honda guy? Is he Yamaha guy? What is he? The Chris Kiefer. It's been a while. It's a good song. Welcome back. Good to be back, You Steve. collected your pulpies? 
Got my pulpies. A two-time pulpy award winner. Feel really confident about tonight. Yeah, you feel like this could be the step to... Fresh off the 16 co-hosts of the year. Yeah. I got to live up to the hype. Yeah, it's going to be great to have you in. Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com. What's happening with that? What's what's new with you? Super busy. Just completed our off-road shootout and wrote the behemoth of all articles. Mm-hmm. Sat down in the house for about two days straight and typed that out. Have you told Yamaha that you're cheating on them with Honda? Yeah, a lot of people think I work for Yamaha still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I haven't you, did that in 10 years or so. Now you work for Honda, apparently? I work for Honda, Yamaha. People don't... You work for Showa, I saw. Showa. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of mixed messages going out there right now uh chris kiefer and uh we're we're not going to talk too much about this marty davalos thing that sort of blew up last week but we got to touch on it we have to touch on it and i feel there's no better expert in this field than you so stay tuned everybody not now later on yes for kiefer's opinion on uh, on that whole situation because there's nobody i would want more Right. And I'm unbiased. You are. I'm an unbiased Marty guy. Also in studio, maybe one of the fastest guys to ever set foot in here. I apologize for that. Oh, that's fine. One of the fastest. Not, not, no, not. it could be the. Arvey's been in. It's all right. He's, he's in the mix. Level. He's I, in the I know. Mix. I know. I'm just saying one of the fastest. Yes. Uh, world champion, Supercross champion, national champion. He's got a DVD out, Ride Like a Champion, from Grant Langston. He is Grant Langston. What's up, GL? No, it's good to finally be here. I know. It's fun, fantastic to have you. You're... I, I like the intro, though. Thank you. I, 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 even I started getting pumped up. I'm like, man, this guy well, sounds awesome. Hey, Ferry hasn't been in I here. was just going to so... say, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm like, Red Dog obviously hasn't been in this studio. No, he is the fastest ever. Yeah, but he has not without been a in. doubt. Um, thanks for coming in. I really appreciate it. Uh, your yeah. DVD, we're going to talk about that. Uh, you're the voice, of course, of the Nationals alongside Jason Wygant, color analyst on that. And uh, uh, Eli Tomac Millsaps coming up. You were in Glendale. You saw the race, so you can offer up some expertise on, on what we saw happen and everything else. Uh, yeah. Also in studio, uh, he works for uh, well, a variety of companies in the industry. Donnie Bales. What's up, Donnie? Hey. Oh, wait. Wrong guy. Uh, finally, I'm here. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad to be uh, here. We're going to talk about the DVD you, you and Grant did together. I think that's going to be interesting. Uh, uh, something that's been kind of in the works for a while for you, and hopefully it works out, and uh, people people love it. Yeah, hopefully. Um, definitely one of those things where Donnie was the one that came to me and said, hey, you know, with you doing the, the TV and your, your insight and your credentials, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this could be a pretty cool thing, to a project to work on. And um, I said to him, you know, it'd be something actually I'd be interested in. And yeah. one thing led to another. And, uh, yeah, we just ended up starting a film and come out with ideas. And we just worked on it together. And, uh, yeah, it was a little different. Uh, almost like doing TV. Like, you get a little self-conscious when you watch yourself. And you're like, here I am telling people how to ride. I'm watching myself. I'm like, oh, I look like right. crap through there. And, oh, now we got to re-record that. And, <laughs> oh, my gut's hanging out of my pants. Like, no, this ain't good. <laughs> So there were a lot of little things that, and he's like, no, I think it looks good. He he got oh, serious, yeah. though. No, Uh-oh. GL got serious. He uh, yeah. went on a diet for this yeah, the video. Yeah, fir- the first couple of... Uh, the it was more of a hunger strike. <laughs> the, the first month or so, it was like, uh, I don't know about this footage right now. We might want to cut back on the LBs before uh, we kind of finish filming a little bit. Uh, yeah. But in also, in all fairness, I, I really only approached uh, Grant because he only lives a couple streets over from me, and I just wanted somebody close enough that I didn't have to travel to uh, you know shoot this. Right. I can just be lazy and basically almost shoot it from my house. No, you gave me that simple. DVD a while yeah. back, and... Uh, you know, I got to watch it a little bit, and, and, of course, my son, he's 11 years old, so he's just learning how to ride. And I was telling GL the story on the way up here is, you know, I try to teach my son the same, you know, techniques as GL says in the DVD. But, of course, me being the dad, 
And my son being 11, dad doesn't know shit, and GL knows all. So now he's accepted the ways of GL. So <laughs> It's the same words, just out of a different mouth. Yeah. So I went to that with my dad. He's like, that's what I've been saying the whole time. I'm like... <laughs> Well, you know, but you're just dad, yeah. you know, yeah. like, yeah. what do you know? Right. Like, um, well, looking forward to, uh, to talking about that a little bit and talk about this Glendale race. That was insane. Tomac's in, uh, or Tomac's going to be on the line. Millsap's going to be on the line. We've got some phone calls already. 702-586-7857. We are going to do the BTOsports.com tweeted Travis segment, the X-Brand goggle tear-offs, the NFAB JGR question of the day, and the NFAB Suzuki JGR check-in. We've got that coming on. Uh, race tech emails as well. And uh, the Gear Alloy cold call. I was supposed to talk to you about that. I don't know. Well, I had an call. idea for it. So maybe I'll okay. take a break. Maybe we can try on that. Yeah. Uh, and call, cold call somebody and see what's up with that. Producing the show, holding it down over there, trying to work on the uh, live stream, uh, or live stream, I should say, on Facebook is uh, our producer, the Travis Marks. What's up? Hi. What's happening? <laughs> I'm busy. We got this camera, new camera, but I'm, it doesn't work. I'm sweating over here, literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we're trying to set up the camera, but the the audio line in is is causing a bunch of static. Okay. I'm trying to figure out why. So. All right. I think it's in the camera settings, bro. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Uh, how, what's the latest on the app update for everybody? Uh, I tweeted out today that I'm not going to rush it. It'll be uh-huh. done when it's done. Okay. Um, I've got some other things to take care of. He's on it right sort now. Sort of pertaining the app. Yeah, he's all. But uh, he's rattled. He's flustered right he's now. He's rattled right now. He's rattled right now. Got a lot he's going chewing on. his gum in the mic too. Uh, yeah. All right, thanks, Travis. Get okay, back to work. Uh, all right, uh, so we got more coming up here on the on the show. Uh, I guess I'll start with GL because you're you know you were there in Glendale and Kiefer was not. So either I feel like you see less though when you watch it live. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't even see the not according to Steve the Anderson and. Uh, and and web and web thing. deal because right. everyone was like, oh, do you see that? I'm like, I was there. Yeah. I was trying to watch a race, but we didn't well, see. That's it. why you have to go there. Then you have to go on and watch, put on the DVD, DVR and watch it. True. Um, Langston, what? Look, I know the Cali guys did some testing in Arizona all week with Tomac. They came up with some new parts, and I know that uh, um, you know they got to ride all week in Arizona. What in the hell happened to Eli Tomac from the first three weeks <laughs> to this week? He was unbelievable. You know. If he had won the race, it wouldn't have shocked me, but the way he did it kind of did because I didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he looked like a guy that, you know, wasn't even going to be – wouldn't even have a sniff at the podium at no. best. Yeah. At best, he might yeah. have seen it. But then he just came out and was like, whoa. Dude, 17 I mean, seconds at one I point. was watching his lead just grow rapidly real quick. And I was trying to figure out, you know, when you're watching live, I'm like, what is he doing that no one else is? And it just seemed like – he was just good everywhere. Like, you know, some spots more than the other. But, yeah, it was a huge turnaround. I, I, you know, they say different things make different riders click, and maybe they found that click that he needed because that was a pretty drastic turnaround. Has that ever happened to you? Just suck balls and then win a race? <laughs> pretty darn close. Okay. Yes. yes. So, and, and so what, like, what happened? I don't feel like, for me, it was literally a matter of days. I felt like it was a bit of a build-up where I'm like, people are like, oh, you look good last week. You're going to win one of these. I'm like, no, I am going to win it. Like, I know I'm going to put those couple pieces together. Uh-huh. But with Eli, you almost had that feeling like, oh, they're lost. They're in no man's land. Like, where's the old E.T., the guy that just dominated the outdoors first five motos a few years ago? And you just saw me just looked like a guy that just couldn't find his place or find himself. Um or, meaning, like, you knew that he was better than what he was right. showing. And everyone has a theory 
Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, whatever they figured out, it, it, I'm, you know what's crazy? It probably wasn't even a huge change. It was probably a couple little things that gave him a feel that he liked. I think like you a placebo and I were talking effect, about yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, there was, I wasn't there, So, but was he jumping after the, the, the start straight? Was he jumping that rhythm, triple, 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 every lap? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So he's going outside after the finish well, and then jumping. You, you guys he was know even squaring from, it up a little bit. You guys know from racing, like... He got the whole shot. He commanded the whole track. He could do whatever well, he wanted. Well, that's what I'm saying. So right. if he could go outside every lap and jump that, that's a second, you know, and times how many laps, you yeah. know, there, there it is. Because I guys agree second, with that. Second, I mean, you third, saw fourth. what happened with, with when Reed was able to. The next turn, go three, four. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then hold uh, hold that, you know. So if you have a clear track, then, then there's your outside line. You can take the outside and be, be able to free to go wherever you want. Great track. It was fun to watch. Fun track. Sand section. I, is I agree. I, when I was there, I enjoyed it. I, even the stadium shape, the way it's got that little, uh, where they had the sand section, yep. it's kind of yep. tucked in. But we battled to see a little, just that little piece. Yeah. But we were seated kind of, hard to explain, but it was the only part we couldn't quite see very well. Mm-hmm. But I liked the layout. I thought it was cool having the tunnel a little off to the side. Yeah. Not, not your finish line, but right. it was a little. Yep. I don't know. Just, and even the sand section worked. Just making it was it two cool. lines around. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just. I feel like with Supercross, and I totally understand for these guys, it's tough. You've got a football or a baseball side field, and you've got to put in whoops, rhythms, triples. Mm-hmm. How do you reinvent yourself? You know, And I really felt like they did a good job this weekend of coming up with something cool that was different enough to create some great racing. And yeah. look what happened. And yeah. we got that. And the whoops so, were big. So I'm of the theory... Like, I don't know if Tomac's going to win this weekend in Oakland. I don't know about that. But I'm, I'm with the- you on that one. Like, I don't know what to expect no, right now. But my theory is, is he's fixed. Like, he, he is, yes. He's got the mental game you back. You guys are Guaranteed. fragile little flowers. And so, <laughs> We're snowflakes. <laughs> yeah. I think he's fixed. Like, I think Je- that ride does it. And, again, maybe he doesn't win, but now he's He's in the mix. Back to I tell you what, that was probably one of the biggest wins in his career because I remember his first win, I think it was a curse because then he suffered after that. Like it's, oh, he yeah, shot yeah. his bolt. You mean Hangtown? His very first right, win right, right, ever. Right. I think this win was probably the arguably the biggest win, whether he admits it or not. I just mm-hmm. think deep down, this is huge. He's got the spotlight on him. He's walked into a team that had dominance for years and years, and he was expected to win, and it just didn't happen. And it, we're on a traditional Supercross track. We're not at Daytona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If he wins Daytona, yeah. everyone's like, oh, it's a right. bit of an outdoor track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, when I saw the ruts in that kind of track and I saw him pretty quick in practice, I still thought, oh, well, if you're going to suffer from maybe some arm pump or tightening up, this track's going to exaggerate that. Yeah. So that's why I said all the things put together. Yeah. It blew my mind. It was amazing. and but That uh, doesn't happen that often. I mean, you've yeah. been around long enough. Right. You don't see those shockers no, that often. No. You know, if you had said, hey, Tomac's going to win in Glendale, I'd be like, I don't think so. But if he does, it'll be some close battle. Dungey yeah. will go down. Yeah, and, somebody and, went know. down yeah, as a pile-up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just one of those random. Dude, he was gone. See you later. Chad was telling me in the press conference, like, ah. I'm bombing it. By the time I got into second, I, I couldn't see. I'm like, yeah. I couldn't see Eli. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to see him anyways. You know what I mean? Like, nobody was going to see that kid. Yeah, don't that be night. bummed. Yeah. That was a great ride. Uh, and. and speaking of which, so the old man, Reed, does it. Um, comes up, passes Sealy, passes Dungey, gets second. Good track for him with big whoops, technical rhythms, all that, right? I think that's what it was, too. We were talking about that. Reed's got such incredible just timing, balance. And when those things get, like, 
technical, not only just the gaps and the sizes, mm-hmm. but the transitions, the ruts. You know, if you saw, I mean, it was pretty moist and rutted, and you know, yeah. and Chad just. He's so good at that stuff. He just yeah. makes it look so You brought so up a good simple. point when we were driving up here. You said he's good at landing in, in ruts where you kind of have to pick. Balance yeah. Your, yeah. And, you, and use your legs and like he does in the whoops. Yeah. And he just looks solid. And then all of a sudden I was watching the race and it's like it – like I tell everyone, if you want to make a fool of yourself, bet against Chad Reed. <laughs> I'm <laughs> right, not telling you right. to put all your money on Chad Reed to win this weekend, but yeah. don't bet against him yeah. because he'll prove you wrong. Yeah. And when I watched him this weekend, I was just like, man, this guy's ageless. Yeah. He's like a spring chicken out there. To be fair, the first three weeks haven't been his types of tracks, and his starts have been – they haven't been garbage, but they haven't been good. He's not fast enough at this age to catch those guys. He can run with them. He's got to be up there. And then I feel like with Chad, if he gets in that good rhythm with the fast guys in the beginning, he'll put it together. And he's got all the pieces, the mental, the fitness, where he'll he'll, he'll get it done. And mentally, he's so strong. Like you said, mentally, he's so strong. He does not want to admit – that like in Chad's mind, if you put him on a on a polygraph, he would admit one hundred percent truthful that he can win the Supercross Championship. Right? Yeah, like yeah. like that, and and he does believe it. Yeah, some people just say it. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's, yeah. Oh, I'm, my goal's to win. I'm like, you don't believe in yourself. Don't. I, you know, people told me I was mentally strong, which was I think one of my strengths in, in racing. But Chad's like like another level. Is like, it now when we say mentally strong? Is it like I'm mentally strong and I tell myself I'm going to do it, or is it more like I don't give a fuck, and I'm just going to ride. Like maybe a bit of both. I think you have to have a bit of you have to have a bit of a uh, that attitude. Like I don't give a fuck. Right. To have the attitude that I'm good enough to do this, because if you're worried about everyone else or what they think of you, then you don't have. I don't know. The mental side is one of those things. I think we could all debate all night long on how to be confident. What I've learned when I went to the team, I thought I could win on and did the testing and knew I was healthy and I did everything I could. That was the best mental side. And you did the work. And you know, when you come in and you just like, things are clicking and it can help and hurt you Mm -hmm. because sometimes you come in with so much confidence and you end up getting hurt because, you know, just the little things you slip and I've had it where you're behind the eight ball, but you're so focused on trying to, you know, band-aid the problem and get stronger that actually start developing and, I'm, I'm I'm trying to, uh, and we'll have Eli on later. I'm trying to figure out with Eli, like, how much of it was the bike change? How much was it was mental? How much was it the track? I think you yeah. put it all together. Yeah. yeah. The fact that they, they, that they work together like a family yeah. at a different track in Arizona, yeah. trying to fix the problem just for him to make him happy and comfortable. I, mean, I remember dealing with that, you know, in my career a couple times. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because people are like, whoa, what happened? And I'm like, even I'm like, surprised yeah yeah. (laughs) you know what i mean because you're like i expected this earlier but now that it's happening uh you guys are confused i'm not confused i felt like i put the work in a long time ago but it's literally like i swear i mean i relate to football sometimes because in america i feel like you you know people follow football Mm -hmm. so you can have all the best players on the team if if it just doesn't gel i mean yeah. The, see the, Panthers, the, Cowboys. the Panthers should have won the Super Bowl or could have won the Super yeah. Bowl, and then they were horrible starting this. You know, and you're going, wait a minute, it's a lot of the same players. Sorry, oh, a Denver oh, fan oh, over oh, here, oh, oh. easy. Oh yeah, <laughs> I used to be a Charger fan. I'm not sure anymore. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, well, that's a whole other story. We were talking about a feeling, and riding is a feeling. If you have oh, it, oh god, here we go with feelings. Yes, how are you feeling? Keith? <laughs> <laughs> so if you have that feeling on the bike and it feels 
good and you know you can do the things yeah. that you want to do, then you're going to do really good. You know, yeah. even if it's not the perfect setup, if it doesn't fade or change or do something, some guys will go, "I'd prefer that because I know what I'm dealing yeah. with. I can yeah. I can adjust to ride that way." Right. And I don't know what it is, and and. Probably only Eli kind of maybe he doesn't even really know because right. it, it might have been a small change in reality, but it was just enough to get someone going. Oh, yeah. this is what I've been looking for, and then yep. the mental side comes and hmm. the pace comes. I mean, he just he even looked just like that's the guy we remembered, right? Uh, Villeman writes a David Villeman, of course, writes a column on Pulp MX every every uh, Monday about the race, and Villeman's theory was on Tomac and Chad, the Anaheim's tight. Lots of braking, not couldn't yeah. let the bike go. These were long straightaways. Uh, this was a long football stadium, almost and, your Georgia type track, yeah. just long straightaways. And you get into rhythm, you flow your turn, your turns right. You need lots of speed, big track, and that's why it's. And you got to nail the guys. rhythms, so, the whoops, like you said. Right. That it was more technical. Yeah. Just as far as the timing standpoint, yeah. but. But I mean, so that's not been Eli's, you know, yeah. stronghold. No, you yeah. know, like you Nationals, said before, Daytona, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. That makes that win come back back to it like more all the more incredible. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see from here. I mean, what's funny is like so Eli didn't have Eli had a really rough start to the year, and with that win, Dungey's third. I'm like, he's only twenty points out now. Twenty's a lot, but that's not. It's more. It's less than I thought it would be. Do it's, you know what I mean? It's it's, like, it's nothing when you got that amount of racing left. Yeah, exactly. It, it really is nothing. Right. right. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, Kenny Roxon. Uh, you guys have all been following his. Story That's on Instagram. <laughs> it's not a good time that he's hurt, but it's a good time following his uh, drug-induced Instagram take his stories. phone away, maybe? No. <laughs> it's great. Making angels, laying naked in the snow, I'm right. in. Oh, it's awesome. But <laughs> I, I think just, it's great. I just My favorite one was when he said, I'm finally off the pain meds. I was like, really? Because <laughs> you look high as a kite. Man, I want to be what you, I want yeah. to live like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, bummer for Kenny. Hopefully get well soon, man. That's a serious, serious injury. I'm... Honestly concerned long-term for him because I, I had some injuries with my throttle hand and wrist and that. And, you know, to this day, I get numbness, tingling, and issues. Donnie knows that. When we did videos, like I told him, I'm a show pony. I'm going to grenade the corner a few times, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. I'm not got. putting laps together. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to teach you how you should train, like, long-term. We'll yeah. leave that to yeah. someone else. Yeah. But, you know, I've dealt with that, too. And when you think about it, I, from what I've learned, you're right wrist and forearm is probably your most delicate part mm -hmm. of yeah. it's your connection to the bike. Yep. And when I saw some of those pictures, I was like, Lord all I could think of is scar tissue mm -hmm. and potential arm pump in the future and restricted motion yeah. and weak. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong, right. but I think that this is not just a broken arm. This thing's pretty darn serious. Um, and I hope that it's not going to be as big as I think it could be. Yeah. But yeah, yeah you said it. It's yeah. it's it's a big deal. Yeah. If he doesn't come back this year at all, it wouldn't surprise me. No, I agree. So we talked about great jobs by Tomac and Reed, incredible races and all that, and we all agree with that. Dungey has an off night and gets third. I know. That's Do what you know said. what I mean? Like that is just. I, I wish I could have that. Right. Like he was not good. Getting passed by Chad is not good for him. Not able. Not able to uh, to let Eli go and everything else. Uh, but third place is third place. He'll take the points. He'll move on. That's what he does on an off night. And he doesn't. Doesn't we were talking about this? We does, he doesn't complain about the bike. He just says, "Hey, had an off night." He blames himself yep. and he's like, you "We know, move on." He couldn't do that three four. Yeah, and he clunked it one time behind Chad. Never did it again. He was just like, "Okay, like, not gonna he lead goes, up. Not gonna yeah. like, gonna take my third. 
and move on. And I th- that's just what he does. He, he's the closest person that I, resembles Chad Reed. I mean, yeah. the guy's always there and could get a podium, not win a race, and you go to the final round, and it's like, oh, there's a three-way battle for the championship. And you're like, whoa, he's in there? He's yeah. five points behind? Right. And, you know, as much as I'm bummed for Kenny going down and this and that, you know, I also feel bad for Ryan because people immediately take credibility away for, oh, well, Ryan's got this, so lucky him. And it's like, well. There's still a lot of other guys that are going fast. Obviously, we saw it, so. Well, I mean, but, but you know, if Kenny was out front leading, I don't think he would have crashed. I don't think he would have tried to yeah. do that rhythm. But it comes back to when you're behind, you're trying to push and catch up and try and win because that's what you're used to. Those things kind of happen, and, and it sucks. I mean, you know, people have a million theories what happened, but yeah. I think it was a couple little things that created a big problem. I had a yeah. very similar thing in Daytona 2010, Okay, I think. Yeah. You remember that one, I think? No. On I the don't. Yamaha, when yeah. I went over the bars with no. that. I was probably watching Timmy. No, he, <laughs> that he, is true. He was tired. You by were. Then. He was, was it like over that wall. You were thing? still watching him. He was in the stands. <laughs> you are fucking the shit out of him. I, I, was, saw I, was, I was. You're right. Totally. Um, no. Uh, yeah. I just soft. And I mean, I, I heard someone yes. said on my Twitter yes. it was it was the sensor in the shock. That what? That went bad. <laughs> Fuck. These people, dude. There's the thing. You look. You can rewind it all you want. The bike itself. Okay. Was it in an endo? It was pretty flat. It was his bot. The way he went into that jump, it rebounded. His body positioning wasn't ready for the kick. The bike and it's, was. It's, I think his heels touch the ground, which also whips him into okay, that. Right. So it kind of springs him yes, out. Yes, exactly. And then by which the gave time, him the extra height, which is why he landed in the face of that fourth. Right. So I mean, I think it has nothing to do with the bike. I just think he was a little bit aggressive towards that jump, and his technique wasn't ready for it. I. Put in a nutshell, I, th- I think he, it was a minor boo-boo that became a massive problem. Yes. Right. Like, I've done that where you didn't quite hit the pocket clean, and you just go for it. Those guys. Serious stuff, Tony. That is true. Um, <laughs> so the Webb-Anderson move, you, you saw it on DVR? No, I haven't seen it. Okay. That's the thing. I, I haven't had a chance to watch okay. the race on TV, so I've never seen it. I just heard, oh, we're going to pull it up? Nice. I'm gonna, while, while, while we talk. Uh, Kiefer, what did you think well, okay. of it? I think that Like, would... Anderson obviously has been a, a little bit of a vocal point here with, uh, right. so with everything that's been going the on. The Anderson but... deal, I thought, obviously, it's the last transfer in the heat race. I mean, I know you're going to go for it. It's the sand section. He kind of... What I don't like about Anderson is he can dish it out. He always does, which is fine. You can ride aggressive. But when it's done to him, he flips out. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to the Freezy thing. Yeah, we all know what Freezy does. We know how he rides. But honestly, when Freezy gets what's smashed, that guy doesn't bitch, doesn't complain. He just goes on his way and, and moves forward. With the with the Anderson Webb thing, he says he got a little whiskey throttle and went straight into to Webb. I think that's BS. I think he was going for the last transfer, and mm-hmm. and he took himself out, which is, is super lame. And I thought it was funny that Cooper had the AMA official out there showing him exactly how he was going across right, the track. Right. Although I don't know if that was – I don't know if Webb going to the AMA uh, – John Gallagher at FIM, I don't think that that's like a cause for – 
it wasn't that dirty, you know. No, but I, yeah. I didn't understand why he had him out there. What, what's he showing him? Like, what, yeah. are, you, what yeah. are you doing? Like, here's exactly where he was. Right, you know? right, yeah. right, right. So I was here, so and then he hit me right there. Here, here it's coming up right here, GL. So I, I kind of agree with you. It was a little bit. Uh, was this? Uh, no, it's uh, the last lap. So you got one more lap to go. Damn it! I knew that putting this DVR in the studio was going to be a bad idea. And then that, that so the sand section, oh, the inside berm, everybody kind of flowed out to the to the outside too, which kind of made it one line towards the end, like right. Yeah, That's so not whiskey throttle, bro. <laughs> Hold on, back that up one more time. I kind of. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, and it's 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 not really a racing incident. It's kind of you know a little bit. It's aggressive. You I know, mean, Webb makes a mistake, and Anderson goes for it, and yeah, it's not the worst move in history. No, but I mean, it's no. just standard issue. What happens with this kid? He's fast as shit, but right. sometimes the the mental errors that he makes are are big. Well, right. the thing though, too, was when he gasses to go for the block pass. He stands the bike up so much, up. Right, and right. it's almost like they start tangling arms. If you were just committed to passing, like I would, I typically would keep the bike lent over, knowing I've got the inside, I've got the premier line, I yeah. can, and the finish line's yeah, up there. Yeah. So just keep going. I, and I've said this before. I, I don't. I mean, I was aggressive, but I also think you got to pick your battles. You were aggressive. You were not scared. Yeah. No. No. Not at all. But if that was the last lap of the main event, would I have done that? Of oh, course. yeah. yeah. I, I probably would have gone in a little what about, harder. What about for the heat, though? How important is it as a rider to do that? You want to, but my theory is, especially in this day and age with so many talented guys, pick your battles. Like, if you're going to go to war with everyone over any position, you'll never win a championship because you don't have any allies on yep. the track. When it comes down around 13, 14, yeah. People don't slam Dungeon into the grandstands yep. because he rides in with respect. some respect. And yep. some people go, why? Wow, he should force the issue. I think if Anderson and Dungey could have a conversation and Dungey could tone down Anderson and Anderson could get Dungey a little fired yeah. up, then you got like a, meet a, good, in the middle. a, a yeah. good a good combo. <laughs> right, but right, right. I just think Anderson sometimes just needs to think is it worth it like right. like look at the big picture yeah because this guy if you take him out in the heat race if it was me and i had a chance in the main event i would so now the main event's where it really counts mm -hmm. like if you're going to smash someone and he said i got whiskey throttle or i missed my brake pedal use that bullshit excuse after the race when someone's calmed down and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then you know what i mean yeah. and then hope that they buy it so that you get away with it a couple more rounds yeah and then do them nice the next time yeah <laughs> but anderson has been aggressive it's been his style i'm not anyone that's going to say it's wrong or you shouldn't but when i hear him say in an interview like my goal is to, to win a championship it's gonna to be tough to I do i feel like saying to him you're gonna have a big problem right if you continue to ride basically everybody pretty aggressively on the aggressive side do you see anybody else like as far as what he does? Do you see anybody else similar to him that rides like that? Like that's in that level besides you know Freezy. Uh, you know some guys kind of have been known a little more aggressive, whether it's maybe a Western Pike too. or yeah. yeah, and we've seen that with Cooper and and but I think with Cooper his aggression level's not. In my opinion, I don't think it's been over the top. Like if someone stuffed him, he went straight off them and made a point. Right and. Uh, maybe because it's the way I rode too. It's like I feel like, oh, that's what you do. You know, this is not elementary school. If someone pushes you in motocross, you're gonna push back. You body slam him to the ground. Right. You know, you don't push him. You pick him up over his feet and you throw him on the ground. You say, you don't ever do that again, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, you leave it at that. <laughs> and then, and then we'll later on, one day you just walk up, smile, and shake his hand. They're really confused. Yeah, it seems like also too nowadays. It seems like when you race. <clears throat> 
when things like that happened, it wasn't such a big deal. No. Everyone kind of like did their thing and they went their separate ways and it was okay the next week. Now it seems like there's there's grudges all the time and then you see that. Everyone's worried about losing Instagram followers or Twitter followers. You know what I mean? Like It's like no one wants to say, even when someone smashes someone, they deny it. Right. They, oh, it was an accident. I, I got whiskey throttle. So why don't you just why why is it why is social media you think changed all that just because because everyone gets self conscious if you say what you really your intentions were there's a lot of people that can't handle it and I've said if you're gonna sign up for Supercross I mean guys are gonna smash you with bikes and stuff whether it's intentional or unintentional you've got to learn how to handle some of these issues you know like. You get cut off on the freeway. People, some people lose their mind. Right. <laughs> I mean, motocross, that's literally happening 24-7. Like, that's part of the game. So, uh, it's definitely one of those things, like, even like someone like with so, Dungey, I'm surprised he's never had one of those meltdowns where we're like, oh, there we go. He's human. Not since J-Law. Yeah. <laughs> J-Law was, J-Law was <laughs> really good at getting under certain guys' skins. <laughs> yeah. If your name was Ryan, he could piss you off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to uh, some phone calls here. We got the lines are packed. Uh, first up is Jeff. Jeff, what's up? Welcome to the show. What's happening? Hi, how's it going, guys? Good. What's going on? Uh, I was curious. I was listening to the post race interviews, and uh, Chad Reed said that he did some testing, but I was curious. He never really mentioned what they changed or you know what they were working on on the bike. I was yeah. wondering if you knew anything more about that. If he actually changed anything, or if that was just you no. know kind of a typical he- interview answer. No, he kind of threw Yamaha um, under the bus. Um, he said, yeah, you know, his results have been me. so bad that they wouldn't let him do some stuff. And then the checkbook opened up, he said, or something after doing some res- doing so crappy mm. and saying it, let's do this, whatever this is. And I can't, Jeff, I can't find out from anybody exactly what it is. But he kind of threw Yamaha under the bus. I don't know if you guys saw I, that. I kind of did, but I didn't really take it as or, that. But Right. Um, why, here's another question. Why doesn't anyone tell us exactly what they changed? Why is it such a big secret? Yeah, Eli wouldn't either on the, in the press conference. He just said, yeah, change some things. You know, I mean, I mean, in NASCAR, not to do yeah, the NASCAR the round, we know what they're doing. We yeah. did this, we did Went, that. Went round up in the track bar and uh, yeah. got all the yeah, I mean, <laughs> loose in, tied off. Can you fix that? But have you talked to riders of why they don't discuss what they changed? Is it because they don't want other riders to know what they're um, doing? Or? Sometimes I don't think they know. Um, you know, they're smart enough to articulate what it was. Okay. Like if they just say, try this link and they don't know. Yay, nay. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Some guys are. Um, and other times I, I, cause I follow up with that. Me being a mechanic and having some so you talk to mechanics. knowledge, I'll follow up with riders and be like, Hey, you know what, uh, what was it or whatever? And they'll just be like, yeah, they'll kind of they play it off a little bit. So it's different with every guy, but GL, you know, you know, Chad, well, He's a tinkerer with his bike. He is a tester. He is Chad, a tinkerer. Chad, sometimes I feel like he's talented enough that he doesn't need to do as much as he does. Mm-hmm. But he's a thinker, so he'll try everything. And I think the only thing that he eventually figures out is <laughs> even when he thinks that works, and then one day he goes, the bike sucks, I'm going this route. Yep. The guy's so talented, he can change his setup 180 degrees yep. and still look right. phenomenal. So. I think with Chad, a lot of it is he's always trying stuff, and that's not a problem, too. I, I've said in the past, testing, not everything's going to be better, but you're going to learn what you like and what you don't like, yeah. and you're like, that feeling I don't like and that setup. Right. I, I learned I didn't like the feeling of a tight rear spring. Yeah. And when I was a pro circuit, I mean, I f- 
fought with bones about it. He's like, everyone else runs it. Everyone except you. And I'm like, who's leading the points? And I'm like, yeah. I knew it sounded cocky, but right. I just said, I like that feel. I I like the sting, uh, sting, S- the spring, steel spring. What did that feeling differ? Like, what was the difference? The tie to me just in the whoops felt like it was one kick away from hitting me in my ass with my short legs and throwing me over the bars. I had the over the back style, but my bike was set up that way. So with a tie spring, it would pack, 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 but it always wanted to come back. And I didn't like feeling like I was about to get just bucked like, off. Anal fisted, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, Jeff. Uh, uh, thanks for thanks yeah. for the question, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Our right, question for Kiefer from Noah. Noah, what's up? Welcome to the show. What's your question for the Chris Kiefer? What's up? What's going on, boys? What's happening, um, Kiefer? Yes. So, I've got a 2011 KTM 450. I hate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just throwing and, it out uh, there. <laughs> just, okay. Just throwing it out there. Um, and I'm looking to get a new bike here in the next month or two. And uh, I rode uh, my buddy. He's got a 315 Yamaha. I've ridden that, really liked it. That motor was something else, man. It was yeah. sick. And I rode a 2012 Cali a while back. And uh, my problem with the KCM is I just feel like the cockpit is really small. You know, I feel like it's just it's super tight. Um, I really like how it corners, but that's about it. So I just kind of wanted to know, like, how tall are you? I'm six foot, about 185. Makes sense. Yeah, like for me, I'm I'm six. We foot. had the same conversation. Sorry, yeah. Keep yeah. It out about the KTM Yamaha. I'll, I'll let him carry on. Yeah, um, six foot tall. I mean, for me, I like the feel of a Yamaha. Always like larger guys, like you know, yeah. around five eleven up. Six foot seem to like the overall feel of the Yamaha because it's a little bit bigger and a little wider and. Um, right. Cowie is like that as well, but as far as engine going back from you know the Cowie to the Yamaha, it's hard to beat. The, the Yamaha it, crushes it. Yeah, it's, it's just so, so easy to yeah. ride and torquey and so much power. Yeah, and, it, and obviously it's not going to corner as good, but I mean you can make them corner decent. They're not going to be yeah. you know horrible, but uh, for me that's that's the better route. And I think reliability is another thing you got to worry about, and and Yamaha's a proven. They don't break down. Yeah, hey, uh, Yamaha's are good. Yeah, they bulletproof. Noah, you want to uh, you want to set a Michelin star cross fives? Fuck yeah, I do. There you All go. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> MichelinMotorcycle.com, brand new tire Michelin star cross five can be purchased wherever the tires are sold from Michelin. Excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain. Unlike competitor brands, expanded offering of 21 sizes ensure fitments for all bikes. And a new casing, new tire. Chris Kiefer tested a little bit of this Mission Starcross 5. And uh, we thank those guys for coming on board. Stay on hold, man. And uh, Travis will get your info, and uh, you get a set. Kiefer, real quick. Yes, sir. Um, do you remember? Do you happen to remember Matt Elliott? I'm better with faces than I am with names. So, no, I don't remember. Okay, he's a high desk guy. He raced uh, amateurs on the factory Suzuki team. I don't know if he's my cousin. I was wondering if you remembered him from back in the day. If I saw a picture of him or something like that, I'm racing, I probably would, but I don't remember the name. All right, for sure. Have All right, night, buddy. Boys. See you, man. Stay on hold. We'll, uh, we'll get your information. Congrats to the tires. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Want to win some tires. All right, Rainy Yellow, what's up, buddy? How are you? Bro, hold on. Let me finish sending these nudes real quick. Oh, <laughs> oh, stop What's it. that all about? I didn't even know about that, but, uh, <laughs> but I hear about it, so I'll, I'll listen later on. But uh, it's great to have uh, Grant in there. I, I got a nickname for uh, for Cooper Webb. Oh, yeah. And I want to hear it. it to, I'm going to throw it out to Grant because this is the guy who threw out 
chatty daddy. Uh, and and the same guy who talked about going over the bars going to Indonesia. Uh, <laughs> I know we got on here. What's so up, if, Daniel? If, if you're familiar with, uh, you know, the Mario Brothers, you know, and uh, Mario Kart, why not Koopa Troopa? Koopa Troopa, yeah. That, that used to be my no guy, idea actually. What talking about. Thanks, Randy Yellow. Thanks for that awesome contribution for the show. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, uh, another caller here. We have uh, Shaq. Are you, Shaq? Are you always that What's rude? up? I thought What's I was up, man? Good. What's your question for Kiefer? Uh, I was wondering, I made that meme on Twitter about uh, and I was wondering how I liked it. About a what? I'm sorry, you broke know. up. See you later. Got to get about your phone a coxman. Working. Is that what he said? Paul, what's up, man? Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. What's happening? Hey, just wanted to get your guys' opinion. My uh, kid got accepted to the junior challenge. Nice. And one of my buddies told me to not worry about the track and just go find the riders you like and meet them out there. Would that be cool or would it not? No, that's not. No, don't, don't do, do that. that they're walking the, they're with yeah. their teams and, and mechanics and. Man friends and trainers and buddies and everything else and they don't have they don't wanna yeah. you know, really talk to you or, or like I don't We talk about during the track walk yeah when they're down. Yeah. It, when the guy if you if you can see the guys are not busy and they're just chatting, go say hi. But yeah, most of the time, um, even I know as as a racer, like you're dissecting the track, so you're in the zone, kind of like trying to figure out every op possible option. Yep, going through your mind, what you're going to do. There is a there is a little bit of a break between track walk and chapel, so maybe oh, right, meeting. Yeah, yeah, maybe they're just hanging yeah, out or something. I just, uh, that's when I bug them, so don't bug them, Paul, because I'll be bugging them. So um, <laughs> no. Steve's that. Let Steve be that guy. Yeah. Um, or you know what they were doing for a while is guys were bugging these riders during the chapel service. I, you don't know if you ever happened to you, oh, but see, that's so fans bad. were going up to these guys on on chapel service and bugging them then. And um, I know for a fact they've cracked down on the track walk the last two years. You got to have a hard card now to walk the track. You never yeah. used to. You should just be able to be kind of have a pass for the day and be able to do it. And um, so they are cracking down a little bit because I think these riders and teams are like, hey man, we're trying to. Do I sound like a bitch? I don't want to go down there because I don't want to get my shoes muddy. <laughs> yeah, you got to have two separate shoes, man. Yeah, exactly. So there you go, Paul. Uh, sorry. Okay, well, most people do because for your left foot and your right foot, there two yeah. separate shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Uh, it looks like the Facebook streaming is not going to work. Travis has been sweating it out, trying to figure it out. But we may have a cable difficulty. It's a special cable I bought for like $70, $75. Oh, my gosh. And uh, it ain't working. A little, we work would be freaking week. out right now. Right? What the what are you doing? We're trying. We're trying, bro. <laughs> give, us, give us a shot. Hey, by the way, Kiefer tonight from Dirt Rider and DirtRider.com brought to you by Roost MX, the uh, same team and graphics that the Cycle Trader Roost Rock River guys depend on. Pulp Nation saves you 20%. They got a whole Pulp MX section on their site. T-shirts, stickers, gra graphic kicks, that kind of stuff. If you don't like Pulp and you hate Pulp, that's fine. They got a whole line of stuff that's for normal bikes or normal graphics for bikes. Uh, helmet kits, trailer graphics, T-shirts, sticker kits. They have a 48-hour turnaround, so that means you get your stuff on time. RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation saves you money. Kiss Chris Kiefer brought to you by the folks at Roost Woo. MX. And uh, looks like Keith Harrison will be with them uh, for the rest of the West Coast rounds and replacing Bradley Taft. So, Heath Harrison, who killed my fantasy this week by um, not qualifying. I was going to say, I was looking for it. He's not there. No, he did not make it. But I like Heath Harrison. I think he's a good rider. He should get in there soon. Uh, um, so, they're gonna, he's going to do the, um, the deal with uh, uh, Bradley Taft replacing him. Um, Weston Pike out for a long time, I think. This Dislocated. Yeah, broken I, I missed wrist. the crash. Yeah. We just walked in after that, yeah. but I heard, yeah, it was. Broken wrist. Uh, he'll be out for a while. 
Tyler Bowers broke his femur. Oh, my God. Contacted me today. He's got some time on his hands to come into the studio. So we'll work on that. I broke his femur again. Like, I, I don't think it was like a snap of a femur, but, you know, when you the got same, a rod in there. Same leg? Yeah, when you get the rod in there and it breaks around that rod. Ugh, then, so bad. he's out for a while. And then his flipping bike hit Jeremy Martin in the head. Right. And J-Mart got hit in the head, crashed, <coughs> pulled in the mechanics area, made a setting change, went out, laid down a fast lap, then got all sketchy in the didn't know where to go and back in the pits to drive back to the truck. So you got concussed. Yeah. So, but after you lay down a fast lap. Damn. Well, so, yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. There's that old saying: turn off your brain, you probably is go that, fast. Uh, is that believable for you, GL? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I believe it. Yeah. Because subconsciously no, he did too, it. But, but right. Yeah, it's like. But automatic. I've had that too. I remember uh, when I was younger, big first turn pile up, got up, jumped on my bike. And uh, the medics are like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. And uh, got on my bike and then started heading the wrong way on the track. Yeah. And I had like just like parents like jumping yeah. on the track, waving <laughs> me down. And I pulled over. They're like, you're going the wrong way. And I'm like, no, I'm not. They're like, yes, you are. Yeah. And then I just started crying. Right. Oh, jeez. I was 15. But I, I, right. I, then I realized that I you didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. It's not a fun feeling, but no, yeah. it's not. Um, no. So that's a couple of updates from Glendale, um, and uh, of course uh, the 250 race with McElrath and Hill Kiefer. That was awesome. That was good. Um, man. Justin Hill is trailing in the points, but he's coming on. I, I think mean, he looks the strongest out of dude, all. Dude, McElrath had him by like <coughs> four or five, five, seconds. five seconds, something yep. like that. When I was watching the race, we were watching. I'm like, oh well, McElrath looks good. Yeah. Hill second again, and yeah. all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. Right there. I, th- I mean, I think I can add to this a little bit because... What do you know? You just won two, two of the Supercross championships. Do you even ride? Yeah, you, you can add no, anything to this. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, the reason I say I can add is um, I, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but I know at one point uh, Justin kind of left Pro Circuit because there was, I think, a little conflict on a few there things. There was, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, I what? know there was some conflict. Right. Okay. And then I, he wanted, I think, to go over to KTM and, and the Troy Lee team. And then I think even there, he didn't quite find his home. No, I think there was problems over there, too, a little they bit. They were. Yeah. And because um, at one point I said to him, like, is it not you? Yeah. Like, like, let's take a look at the mirror. Like, yeah. if you move around and you're saying yeah. it's always. And, and you know, riding for Mitch, like. He don't care too much about it if you just perform and and. Well, I be- think the thing is with Mitch and 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 just being in that organization, if you go against the grain sometimes, maybe there might be a little bit of resistance because I feel like they've done it so long with so many young superstars that they have their idea of how a, how a mold goes, and some people don't fit the mold. Like I didn't really fit Mitch Payton's mold. No, but he realized quick that. He didn't hire someone that he's got to make sure he's yeah. doing his thing. Like, Dude, well, I knew you from KTM days a little bit, right? We were teammates for that one yeah, year. Yeah. And, one, and I honestly was like, I don't know how this is going to go. Because you were pretty outspoken about the KTM 250, telling everybody Suck that's balls. a pile of shit. Right. That, that bike sucks balls. And you were proven right, I think, in the end with MC and, and, and other guys. And no one else winning on it. Right. right. And no one close. else even really Getting coming hurt. close. Never no mind. one even yeah. riding it. <laughs> And when you went to G- when we went to Pro Circuit, I know Mitch well, and I'm like, "Oh, GL's not scared, not scared to come in and be like, that's a piece of shit. We need to do this, you know, whatever." A little bit of the Reedy, but a lot attitude. of time, yeah. But a lot, but the thing about you and Reed is, you guys back it up. When you say, "Fix me the bike and fix it the way I want," and I do it, and you do it, then you go, "Ah, watch this." 
So you back it up. But I remember thinking, this isn't going to go that well. I had a few people tell me, you may have just made the biggest mistake of your life. <laughs> yeah. And I said, it's going to be one way or the other. I said, I want to win. I said, so, you know, I didn't sign for Mitch Payton for a big paycheck. Yeah. I went there because I wanted to get back to winning ways and loving racing again. And the two years for Mitch were arguably some of the two best years. Besides being an amateur when you did it with your family, because in South Africa, it's not as intense as it is here. It was a family. It was, yeah. you know, we're all in it together type thing. Everyone helped out. And... um but, but even with Mitch, it's it's kind of so a back family. To Hill. Yeah, talk to Back to Hill about. So go. Justin came back, and I think he kind of went back to the drawing board. In fact, him and Johnny Louch got back together. They had worked together. They had also parted ways. Right. And I think, not on bad terms, but I think both of them were kind of like, yeah. yeah. I'm over you. You're, you're over yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and now I... I see these guys and I'm like, wow, it's like this happy marriage. Right. And that's the only thing I can say is like, Justin's happy. Mitch is happy. Bones is happy. Johnny's happy. And I just see these guys and Hill's got the talent. Both, both Hills had a yeah, shit, shit ton. ton of talent. Right. I mean, there's not too many people I've seen just run down Stewart on the same bike and yeah. beat him at Anaheim yeah. in his element, you know? Yeah. So give a lot of credit to that. And, um, so for Justin, I just see a kid right now that just just feels it. He's 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 in a happy place. All he's right. smiling nonstop. Yeah. Um, Grant Langston in studio. Uh, Chris Kiefer in studio from Dirt, Dirt Rider. Uh, Davey Millsaps coming up. Uh, Eli Tomac coming up as well, and uh, lots more to, to uh, talk about as we go forward from here. Let's get into our about phone call about. about. Hey, uh, it's still a little Canadian. Still in there. In there. Uh, Josh, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? How are y'all? Good. What's going on? Hey, uh, I know we're not allowed to talk about it tonight. I already heard the warning. And although, it is about, yeah, although it is about the Davalos thing, before you hang up, I guess my question is, like, what are the dynamics of who decides to pull those threads from the message boards? Well, because guy, luckily the, enough, right. I was sitting there when it broke off, and I got to see all the beautiful memes and some of the great videos that people made. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, but, it's, look, the, dude, no guy, one, guy B on Vital makes a living going to the races right. and talking to rock star Husky riders like Anderson and the owner or Bobby Hewitt who used to own it and Marty and Osborne, Porcel, and that's how he makes his living. And this has nothing to do with racing. So I don't I can understand him pulling it down. I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. You know? I totally get him pulling it down. I just don't understand the timeline behind it because I was there for like nine or ten pages of it. So here's what happens. Well, just somebody's not. Sudden, somebody's boom. not. Well, yeah, but yeah, some, somebody's not, not watching. You're not living on Vital MX forums, so right, they have their own life, and then all of a sudden they're going to check the forum or they hear about it and they see the nine pages. And like, well, that's not cool to put up right now. Um, so they they clip it right, and uh, and I know for a fact that you know they. They don't get everybody's like, oh, they must have got paid money to get it taken down. There's no money no, exchange, no. they just take it down. He's just a good dude, and he's like, hey, that's bullshit. Let's just take it down. It doesn't need to be up, you know? Yeah, I just it's uh, you know, I don't know, Josh. <laughs> I know everyone loves TMZ and everybody, you know, loves everything <laughs> about it, but I understand it. And you know what? People want me to make fun of Marty and laugh at Marty. I'm not going to. <laughs> I, I, it's got nothing to do with racing, and <laughs> if I bring it up. People, I, I, everything I've talked about Marty with lights class and, and not being a winner and you know stealing money and all this. That's nothing to do with personal life. Nothing to do personally yeah. with Marty. So he's got his own issues yeah, and with like, his marriage and stuff. You know. I guess my only hang up about it is like I think it's complete bullshit. I think he was set up. Nonetheless, I think everybody that first heard about it 
like just heard that story, and then they were starting to see some of the truth come out in the in the message board, and then it was zapped. Yeah, well, all that's just, know is, just well, he got caught sending nudes, you know. Well, that's just because like, guy well, being it wasn't around. Just and, stand by for my analysis later on. I'll, I'll break it down. Yeah, basically, right, well, this thanks, conversation thank is you. gonna go on for a long time. Right. Yeah, and you know what? That's his fault. He have to live with it. You know what yeah. I mean? Everything else. Uh, all right, Shaq is back. What's up, Shaq? You sound better here. What's up, man? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. No worries. Back next. What's your question for, for Kiefer? Um, no, I just want to bring up, uh, I wonder how he liked that meme that I tweeted at him, the uh, one with the picture of rocks. And- oh, that was a good one, man. Me and my wife got a kick out of it. I thought that was uh, that was classic. What pic? Uh, it was a picture of rocks when he was talking about making snow angels, and he made this weird face and uh, a little after dark uh, yeah. little piece. In okay. There. So, yeah, it was good, man. You'll have to show me later. I want to see yeah. it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, thank you, yeah. Shaq. Uh, yeah, just wanted to say that I've been a long-time listener, first-time listening live with my boy. We're driving out to Cali from Jersey right now, and I uh, just want to give a shout-out to Nash. We love him. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. We'll yeah, I appreciate safe. it. So are you listening on the app? Uh, right now we're listening off the uh, just Safari. Okay. Oh, okay, on the phone. Okay. And, like, right. through, through the website. And yeah, yeah. Anna. Okay. All right, just checking. We're just checking things out because some people say the app is just garbage and doesn't work for them, but they, they would be wrong. Uh, so. No, it, it works, but all you got to do is just, you just got to delete it and re-download it before you go to listen live. And well, it works. our guy Marks has a fix for it coming for it. Thanks, Shaq. Appreciate it, man. Later, Shaq. No problem. Cheers, man. Thank you. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing uh, with Grant Langston and Chris Kiefer in studio. Um, so... I've been saying the whole time that I think Plessinger or Hill, or Plessinger or Forkner were going to win this title. Then I dropped Forkner. He's been good, just not that great as a rookie. Now I'm still, I'm not sure. Like the last two races, McElrath and Hill have come on. Hills look great. McElrath, what an else, what a ride from the LCQ, right? I mean, what a what a clutch, a start. clutch ride. <laughs> that was stressful. Do I? Am I still going with Plessinger? He can't start right now. He's only 10 back, right? What do you mean yeah. right now? Well, you, okay, I told yeah, AP all right. last year, I right. said, you you self-sabotage yourself because yeah. you're always in the back. You're coming through, but it's does he get second, third, or fourth? Like, that's, that's your ammo. Yeah. Right. I said, you like, it's too short of a series and too short of a race. Same thing for Hill. I said, you've looked great the first few rounds, but coming from 10th is tough. If you can come around the top five, yep. makes life a lot easier. Yep. So, I know it doesn't sound a big difference, but it no. really is. I say if Plessinger gets starts, you know, it's a big if. I think he's he's the guy, him and Hill are the guys to win the championship. I still Milk don't Al- think you caught, yeah, McElrath is. He's awesome. He's solid enough where I'd put money on him to say, like, hey, I believe in that guy. Because in the beginning, some people said, okay, is he going to choke? I'm like, no, he's been around some pressure situations, and he's a momentum guy. And I th- I don't think he's the flashiest rider in the world, but he's a very solid, good rider. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take for the other guys to do the little things like the starts or whatever to beat him just on pure pace or something like that. Right. He's going to be like a dunge on the podium. He's Every he's weekend, shape, yeah. He's fast. He, you know, he's got a good team and slash bike. Everything else is going to be tough to beat. All right, let's get into uh, Derek's got a question that is kind of relevant. Derek, what's up, man? How are you? Good, you? We're good. What's going on? You want to talk a little bit? So I'll fill in, um, I'll fill in Kiefer and uh, Langston here. No 250 LCQ on the TV show. Yeah, I complained about and, this. And, and uh, Wygan, about that. Wygan and I and JT were going back and forth in our um, uh, review pod. So what do you got to say, uh, Derek, about it? Uh, I just want to call in because obviously I hear them bicker back and forth forever on the review podcast. Yeah. For your retaining. 
But um, I like to consider myself a hardcore fan of the sport. I buy a new dirt bike every other year. I watch every Supercross, every Motocross. I mean, I, I support the sport <coughs> like crazy. And um, Life to hear me that. and my friends, I don't think this is a two-fifty at all being part of the, the live show, honestly. Um, I look at it as, from Weezy's perspective, a little bit of, I think if an average person flicking channels found a 250 LTQ as they were surfing, they wouldn't stick around to watch Supercross because it's sort of a little bit of an amateur out. Versus watching like the, the, the top riders ride, and it's a little bit more like... I disagree. Well, know, they're, they're, they're challenging each other, they're battling, it's not just people racing for that final spot. Given, I would rather see more racing, but I think to pull more people in, a little bit of a, a spotlight on a, a rider or something like that might be a little more beneficial for that, that average person. Well, I'll give you my two cents. I, I kind of disagree with you because uh, if I was just a guy surfing the channels and I came across the 250 LCQ, and I may not be the guy that knows a lot about dirt bikes and supercross, and I see these guys which you don't know any different. They, you know, doing all the jumps, you know, going for broke, hitting the whoops. Yeah. There's more action packed in the 250 LCQ, even though sometimes it looks like amateur hour. Those guys are still good riders, and they're going for it so gnarly that sometimes the 250 LCQ is the best race of the night because these these kids are hanging it out to get to the main. Uh, do, uh, do we need NASCAR interviews or any interviews instead? I don't know. Uh, I think what... what Oh, what's going on is obviously Monster has <laughs> has to run the 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 war radio. the war veteran piece, and obviously that runs over into the L two fifty LCQ. So I think yeah, is that going to be an every weekend thing? I think it is. So I think, I think that's so. what's blocking it off. Which I'm not here to say that's bad. Uh, once you right, say right, right once you wrong. say it's bad, then you're gonna yeah you're gonna. right. So but here's my other thing: they have so many breaks, you know, to prep the track, and I know the track prep is longer than the three minute. TV commercial break, so why can't they? I don't know. Even just show some highlights because let's they be do honest, show highlights. They yeah. in LCQ, Ralph, everyone smashes Ralph each said other. this week that look at the guys in the background warming up, and it was the LCQ race. Like, come on, Ralph, come on. Ralph. Well, they showed the LCQ the first round of Anaheim. Yeah, and then yeah, it was gone. Right. Uh, all right, Josh. Yeah. Good points, man. And uh, or Derek, I should say sorry. And uh, <laughs> uh, thanks, man. Oh, I agree. I don't. I'd rather see it. Wygant's explaining why we're not seeing it, and screw Wygant. That's the bottom line. <laughs> so, thanks, buddy. Yeah, yep. who wants to work with that guy? Right. No, nobody does. All right, we're streaming live on Facebook right now on RacerX Facebook. Travis, nice work in figuring it out. Thank you for are that. We, are we live? Hey, thanks. Where are yeah, we live at? We're, oh, we're I just told my chick Facebook. not to bother. Oh, yeah. Fa- we, we, Travis fixed it. Tell her Travis. So she goes, you're not on air? And I'm like, no. If I drove to Vegas. We're on air, baby. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. One way or another. You'll see me on TV, if nothing else, <laughs> dangling are, from somewhere. We are going to take a commercial break here, the first one of the night. Come back with Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac and uh, much more. Chris Kiefer, Grant Langston, Donnie Bales, uh, Janky Ryan, Heather, uh, Janky, Travis, everybody else in the studio. Thanks, everybody, for sticking around. We'll be right back after this. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. 
Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyraising.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB, get your truck in gear. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. 
Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. I'm on a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? I call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559. Or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust us. 
No job is too big or too small. USA, everybody. We thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P.S. Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented ProLaunch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique Tack Hour Meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild, whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks.
E.K. Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D Chain by E.K. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D Chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. and Chris Kiefer in studio. Attention KTM riders. You need a little orange bling for your KTM, maybe some cool new KTM power wear, or just a few parts to freshen up your ride. Use Pulp MX code to save 15% off on KTMPartsExpress.com, the number one online source for all KTM needs. 40 years of experience. Alex Ray texted me. He's going out with DV tomorrow for some riding lessons, and he needed the code for KTMPartsExpress.com, which Kiefer is, seems really weird. So he's going with DV tomorrow? Yeah. Nice. I'm uh, I'm paying for... DV gave me a reduced rate. What is that? Do you know? Can we say? <laughs> I don't know if I can say. Can I say? I would. 200 bucks. Oh, okay. For the day at Milestone. Yeah. Probably not the day. With DV, it's probably like four hours. Yeah. If that. Right. GL, you having fun? I w- absolutely. Thanks for coming in. How do, hey, by the way, we did some RaceRex podcasts on your career. Two-parter. Uh, did them uh, in November or something? I don't know. Whatever. They were the number one and the number three ranked podcasts, not including the Pulp Show, but the Racer X ones, that I did all go. year long. GL lives. I don't know why people would just listen to one part and not the other part, but it was number one and number three. Oh, nice. When I went to uh, Australia, funny enough, I was, uh, I think I told you earlier, you got a big following down there. When I went down there um, for the AusX Open last yeah. year, I did the TV announcing. Right. Fun trip. Always fun to hang out with, you know. Some of the guys, when you're away from the big crowds and whatever, yeah. and just, you know, it was good times. But so many people said, man, 
I really enjoyed it. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's awesome. I didn't know my story was entertaining. And they're yeah. like, oh, man, I had like an eight-hour car drive. You really <laughs> passed the time. I'm like, thanks, guys. <laughs> I knew we couldn't cover your career in one show. Exactly. It's not possible. Everyone that had a long road trip across country yeah. said they loved it. Yeah, no. Uh, so Grant, Grant Langston in studio, national champion, world champion, 250 Supercross champion, and Dirt Rider, DirtRider.com, champion of, of something. Chris nothing. Kiefer. Champion something? Of nothing. I mean, I'm four-time Manitoba champion. But. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, kind of a big deal. Hey, uh, get, let's get into our next guest, our first guest of the evening, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Same uh, sprockets that uh, Chad Reed and Cooper Webb use. Bars and sprockets Babbitt's Kawasaki guys uses uh, in Arena Cross. Uh, email Jake at Vortex Racing for a hell of a deal on uh, cycle straps, oil filters, brake lines, bars, sprockets, that kind of stuff. Uh, VortexRacing.com bringing you the Glendale Supercross winner. Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac. What's up, Eli? How are you? Hey, I'm good. Uh, shoot, I don't know. I'm in a lot better spirits this week. Dude, um, I don't know who's been riding your bike for three weeks, but I'm glad they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's long gone. He's thinking, <laughs> I don't even know what. Dude, how f- country. Let's, we'll talk about Glendale and stuff, but I, I've been riding this. We've been, you've been a big source of you know talking all my, all my janky shows and everything. How frustrating was this for you, though? I mean, this had to be just unbearable for you, the team, everybody, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, it was weird because, it, well, for one, it felt like I was reliving last year again, you know, mm-hmm. which was just like struggling at the beginning and getting whatever it was, you know, fifth or sixth or freaking eighth at San Diego. And then, uh, and and it was, it was also weird because, you know, we, I, thought we were in a pretty good spot at monster cup and mm-hmm. i honestly left the motorcycle alone from that time till till anaheim one i was like i just want to ride you know because right. year before i was just rushing 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 trying to find trying to find you know my my speed for for the whole 20 minutes and then find a good decent bike setup and get used to the cowie so i was like you know what? i'm just gonna leave it i don't want to do a bunch of testing Anyway, I did that, and obviously it was a massive fail. <laughs> and luckily, we went to Arizona last week, rode some different tracks, and found something I was more comfy on. Yeah, um, I'd say uh, definitely worked out pretty well. Uh, GL, have you? I mean, oh, go ahead. I'll, 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 I'll say that after we after we back it up, you know, with a couple more results. But I'm like, you know, a lot more confident that I'm at least going to be just there on the you know battling for that podium every weekend and, and at least yeah. getting another win or two you know yeah we were saying like maybe you don't yeah. win this weekend in oakland but you're back you know what i mean this 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 is a big big deal yeah. for you you know it's still normal you know right yeah um gl though yeah. you know you you've you've won races at every level langston have you gone through something like eli's been through i know we touched on it but have you yeah, I mean, I'm not sure, Eli uh, Grant here, just listening to you, but um, yep. ah, man, your win didn't shock us, but the way you won, I feel, gave me even a surprise, and um, we talk about it, we hear riders say we made some changes, did this and that, and, you know, I'm just going to cut to the chase. Is it something that was bigger <sighs> than you're leading off to be, or is it something that was just small enough, but gave you that feel you wanted? Like, there was something that just really change things around overnight yeah i don't know how much i want to say but yeah i can imagine it was like yeah it's tough because it's um i guess it 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 was pretty big um but and it was changes on both ends of Mm -hmm. the motorcycle also okay 
Um, it wasn't just one, but um, I will say I can I can hold on to my bike a lot easier now, you know, and I feel like I can turn it. So you got that feel that you wanted, like you got the feeling you can exactly, feel what it's like, doing. Yeah, yeah, and that's huge. And yep. I've said that before. I, yeah. Um, I got another question the week for past, you. I was, I was, yep. Go ahead. No, finish your finish your comment there. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I was just, I was just gonna say, uh, in the weeks past, I was just, you know, I would feel okay in practice, but when I had to do the, yep. you know, the the twenty minutes when the track was beat up, I couldn't, I couldn't hang on that whole time, you know. So that was gonna lead me to my next question. So in two thousand and one, I tore tendons and stuff off the bone on my one shoulder, and then I had a massive separation and torn rotator cuff on the other side, I ended up having double shoulder surgery. And when I came back in 2002, um, and, and, and Chad would even vouch for this, there were races I was beating Chad in the opening laps, but I just got arm pump from like almost my shoulders into my biceps down to my forearms. And looking back, I felt like just after double shoulder surgery, I struggled with arm pump, and that's the only thing I could link it back to mm-hmm. do you feel like after having both shoulders done maybe that was part of this as well um i think last year i would say yes for sure this year no i feel like i'm i'm back you know to to doing everything that i've done in the past i mean yeah. it's not totally i don't have the exact range of motion i used to have but pure strength it's I wouldn't put it on, on my shoulders anymore, you know. Right. Um, um, that's uh, hey, but but yes, last, last year they were they they were crazy weak for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I wanted to ask, just because someone that felt like they went through that, I just wanted to hear your opinion as well. Yeah, we know you can't go into the, all the changes, yeah. you know, very much, but uh, you know, obviously, we all know just from you know people that look at your bike and follow you. You know, we you went to an extrig, you know, clamp. Um, it just seems like everything's kind of mm-hmm. well. You're going to like a softer feel of a chassis feeling versus maybe having too too stiff of a setup, obviously causing your arm pump. Is that that's like a direction you're going with that bike? Yeah, it's just like it's more front end biased, you know, is the direction I'm going. So I had the yep. exact same thing in '07. Yeah. That's um, exactly what I try to accomplish. Yep. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. When you cheated to beat Ferry for the championship. Oh. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> hey, Eli, um, the uh, the race in Glendale, though, so you get the start. Um, did you officially get the whole start or did Webb yeah. get it? No, he got it. Okay, all right. I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, when you got the start and you took off, at some point you had like a 17-second lead. Did you did you ever tell yourself, like, hey, hey, I don't know, again, I don't know if this is possible, did you say, hey, back it down a bit, like I'm good, but maybe the last five, were you like, hey, let's just, because I saw you still doing that triple quad thing, and I'm just like, what's he, you know, yeah. I'm kind of thinking, like, what's he doing? But I guess it was, you were feeling it and flowing, but 17 seconds, I mean, you, you had this thing wrapped up by lap lap eight. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't even look at my pit board for the first, you know, I don't even know, 12 minutes. I didn't even want to look at it or see anything. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then I looked at it once, and it and it showed whatever it was. It was 16 seconds, you know. And then after I saw that, I was like, all right, you know. I went into a, a little bit of okay. cruiser mode. I and saw it, and that. Hit, we could see that. Some traffic, too. Yeah. It's conservation. Um, it's hard to push with that kind yeah, of lead. But, but, yeah, but, yeah, I just, I, I went out 
just just pinning it. I was like, man, I need to go right now. <laughs> that, that you did. Because uh, <laughs> I was like, man, if I'm going to blow up like I did the weeks before, I might as well try to go out and go hard for the first yeah. half. Yeah, <laughs> really, I right? Did. But uh, I, I felt really good to the whole main, so... Yeah, we'll it was a it was an amazing ride. One of those rides that I mean, your Hangtown ride comes to mind. Daytona ride comes to mind. Where you, I don't care who's out there, you're beating them. You know what I mean? It was one of those rides, and and I, I imagine in your helmet, you're just which like, Hangtown? The first time yeah, or yeah. last year? Well, no, or two, two years ago. Two years ago. Oh, Hangtown. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, one of those rides where you're just like, I'm going to show these guys. Like, oh, shut up, everybody, shut up. Watch this. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, hey, hey and it well, was, exactly yeah. like I would, dude. I mean, I had people at the. At the signings, me like, man, you're messing up my fantasy series. I'm like, you know, that's I don't my even goal. Care about your fantasy series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope I mess it up this week because you probably put me as eighth again. So guess what? I got first. So there exactly. You go. <laughs> yeah, you were probably like, hey, man, like I'm, uh, I'm losing millions of dollars, and and my everyone, like I got my own problems, bro. Than your fantasy league, like, yeah. I got a lot going on. Don't make on. your problems my problems. Okay. Right. I said to the Cowie guys, why didn't you just start with that setup at Anaheim one? And they basically told me to fuck off. They basically just, yeah, yeah they didn't want to hear. They didn't want to hear from me. Uh, I'm just like, you guys should have put that in before a one. That setting, so uh, well, yeah. you just you never know till you go racing. Yeah, and, right. And what was crazy is, is is last year I thought I ended with a pretty good base, mm-hmm. and then so we took that in the Monster Cup, you know, like Monster Cup pre pre testing, you know, and I thought I made it even better than that. And then I take that stuff from Monster Cup, and I just I don't touch it till Anaheim one, and I'm freaking a mile off, you know. So <laughs> take us through your thought kind of process. Take us through your thought process when you're at Anaheim 1, you're in the main, you're up front, and then you start creeping backwards. Are you inside your helmet going, oh, shit, I'm just screwed. We went the wrong way? I mean, no, I'm not, like, thinking, well, I mean, it's like, holy crap, you know, because that was just really, really bad arm pump, and you're just kind of managing and trying to hold on, you know? And then at the end of the race, you're like, man, you know, is it me or is it? The motorcycle or yeah or whatever you know so um but when it happened three weeks in a row i was like this there's i don't believe it it is all you know <laughs> me or or there's something wasn't gelling you know yeah, yeah. and that's easy so. i mean that that, that happens uh, i think you know we've said it before Kiefer and eli you're here it's like you go to the test track and you're like a bike's good don't touch it yep. we're going to anaheim one we're solid yep. and i've had the arm pump I remember 2006, I was so confident, didn't get a start, went down with Metcalf, he swapped in the whoops, came through, I was flying, and then just halfway through, just my arms blew up, and I couldn't hit the front brakes, I couldn't hit the clutch, I felt like a goon, and then same (laughs) thing like you said, Eli, I start thinking, you know, is it me? Like, what's going on? What... But I figured out yeah. it was just me. I was so overexcited it was yeah. me because a couple of weeks later I was fine. But I've had it the other way where it's like, okay, it's not me now. Like we need to change something to make me feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli, great track yeah. in Glendale, huh? Like fantastic track for racing. Behind you, I don't know. I'm sure you watched it. Behind <laughs> you there was some really good racing going on. Yeah. Uh, uh, great track. I I thought it was a really good track. And they, you know, they, they used the floor like, to the max Mm -hmm. they used it well yeah Yeah. exactly a lot of those a lot of the big football stadium floors they'll they'll jack up i don't like it when they do the the start on the end zones you know because it and then they do like a 90 or something and then it takes away like a quarter of the stadium with that end zone start but 
when they go straight down the middle, it's good because then their lanes come all the way back across, you know. So yeah, um, it was a good track. Yeah. Seven zero two five eight six. Pulp. We got a question for Monster Energy Kawasaki Eli Tomac, the winner at Glendale uh, Supercross this past weekend. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Uh, Scott's got a question. Scott, welcome to the show. What's your question for Eli Tomac? Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. Uh, just wanted to ask um, Eli. Uh, kind of, what's your opinion on? Um, you know, I guess how does the track, I guess, become? Uh, become like a good track i mean i'm sure you know the derbers guys don't go in and be like hmm i'm gonna make sure that only you know that everybody does one line through all these sections right so what do you think is like the the difference you know is there like a uh, how they shape some of the jumps or, or something like that of what makes a good track compared to a, a you know like a bad track yeah i mean i just i don't like it when the the lanes get chopped up or if they don't use the full length of the stadium mm-hmm. um I think a good comparison would be, you know, Anaheim 2 to where when there's shorter lanes, you can get next to a guy, but a lot of times you can't finish that pass, you know, is where, yeah. like, um, Arizona, you have the long lanes. You know, you saw where Seeley and Dungey were battling, and then Reed was able to go outside, triple, 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 and was able to get him by the end of the corner, you know, because he, he did the big line and made the pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so long, long lanes – and not too many 90-degree corners, 90s jack it up. You know, it's hardly ever passing in the 90s. And I am I hate 90-degree 90 starts, period. So yeah. 180 starts are good in long lanes. Um, hey, who builds your soupy track, Bomber? Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Don't you feel like, and this isn't a slam on the Dirtworks guys, but I know Jason Baker pretty well, and obviously Bomber builds Chad stuff, and I've seen a ton of that done as well. Uh, Jason Baker built yep. very stuff when I was there. These Dirtworks guys, they're trying. They're good guys. They try hard. I think in the rush to put things into a stadium, that the quality and care that the Bomber can take and Jason Baker can take isn't there. I don't know how you fix that, but I do wish the Dirtworks guys would be a little – like the jump at Phoenix that was obviously uneven that took a bunch of dudes out. They didn't do it on purpose. It's, it's you know, not their fault. But a little bit when you have Bomber or somebody Jason Baker come over, you can really do a great job with it. You know, they have more time. Yeah, I mean, it might be a little bit of time. You know, I just – the racetracks aren't as, as finished as what those guys do, you know. Like yeah. they – you know, I think, you know, the, the Dirtworks guys, they do a lot of dozer work, and, and, you know, that's fine. Their lanes are good. And then the difference between, I would say, them and a Bomber or Baker is, is Bomber or Baker goes through with the skid steer and, mm-hmm. and really, Finishes like, grooms it. it. Okay. You know, I've – Do you think – you, know, I, you can go either way with that. Yeah. You know, they, they can say, oh, it's too smooth or too mellow or maybe the steeper right. transitions are better. I don't, yeah. I don't know. You I, know, it's just, I think it might be time. I, I don't know. I know. Uh, yeah, I don't that's a big part of it, I think. No, yeah, I know Glendale. Whatever they do in Glendale, do that more. That's that's exactly it. Uh, thanks, Scott. Thanks for your question, man. Hey, do you think, real quick, sorry, uh, do you think the timing events are kind of helping with the uh, tracks a little bit of where they don't have to nope. focus on, you know, making longer lap times and all that stuff? Um, I don't, what do you think, Eli? Are they are they helping what? Well, like, okay, so they don't got to worry about lap times, right? You know, we used to have 54 minute, 54 oh, second lap times. Stuff. So are the longer times affecting the track designs through four weeks? I don't really think so. So, uh I don't, well, we haven't had any stupid walls yet, so <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks, Scott. Thanks for the call, man. So, thanks, guys. For... Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the walls don't usually come up till the East Coast, though, right? 
I think the walls are just like, hey, this short, this track is too short. We got to stop everyone. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Um, stop everyone. Yeah. I wish they used. We're more. gonna go from three lanes to one lane just to create a bottleneck right here. <laughs> if I could do anything for the tracks, I would put bull turns in the corners with nets. I've always often said, if they're scared of lawsuits, put some nets because the bull turns, watching guys <laughs> creep around the inside is not racing. And and then the freeze I freeze fence. And then I yeah like a, a freeze fence a net. Vince freeze fence. Oh, a freeze fence. Got freeze it. fence. Um, and then also I would put I buy more dirt. Someone told me that's the most expensive cost they have. Well, they needed to spend more money because all these tracks could use more dirt. So that's just me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac, the winner from uh, from Glendale, and uh, and the guy looking forward to uh, this weekend in Oakland. What do you think of the day race, Eli? Does it matter to you? Do you care? Do you like them? I I enjoy them. Um, I don't really I don't really mind you know either either one, but I, I enjoy the days. Yeah, I like finishing and be able to have like a, a normal evening afterward. You know, right? Yeah, to go party. And, and honestly, there's a, for me, I feel like there's a lot <laughs> a lot of sitting around. Yep. Yeah. For the normal ones. Mm-hmm. I kind of sit around in the morning and then kind of sit around in the afternoon. I feel like. The day ones, we just kind of knock it out. Yeah, I'm know? with you on that one. Once I get going, I want to just keep going. Yeah. Uh, Eli, your teammate, yeah. JG, yep. has been off to a good start this year. He's been riding well. He's got some speed, you know. And he, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had that. He had a good ride at, uh, at San, I mean, Anaheim, too. Yep. And shoot, that crash. He's, he's lucky. He's Dude, somewhat right. okay, you know. Yeah. That was gnarly. Yeah, it was crazy that uh, that yep. he was fine. Well, you know, look like he was fine. I assume. I don't know. He looked like he, you know, walked <laughs> yeah. away from it. But gee whiz, that was that was pretty gnarly. And then Brayton said, Brayton told me that quad was even harder for the press day. It was all steeper and peak more well, peaky. Yeah, suppose it was steeper and and the landing was even taller. So yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, seven zero two five eight six. Pulp, you got a question for Eli Tomac from Monster Energy Kawasaki. Eli, did you get to watch the race when you got back home or no? Yeah, yep, I did. So I didn't know if you I didn't know if you noticed it, but like when I was watching at home, they didn't show a lot of you, and I was kind of like bummed out because I wanted to see. I saw the ticker on top, and I'm like, okay, it's it's growing, leads growing, leads growing. I want to watch this guy ride, you know, see what he's doing to make, you know, to see how he's stretching the lead. And I just thought it was kind of kind of bullshit that they didn't show much Tomac at all. Well, I mean, it's all they just go to where the battle is at, right? I mean, I yeah. Know. I mean, I think they couldn't capture yeah. Eli properly on film, Kiefer. Like, couldn't capture his speed. Was it blurry? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a lot. He of kept going, looking blurry. Wasn't a lot going on the, from the beginning to the middle, and then I was like, man, let's see what's going on up front. And there was nothing until maybe four laps left. And I was like, wow. Yeah, it, it was. A, yeah, it was a great ride, man. And uh, yeah, glad to see that. Just leave the bike alone now, and we're all good, and, and you'll be a, f- a factor each and every week into, the, into this championship. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope so. We can keep it rolling. Yeah, no doubt. Um, thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Great work in Glendale, and uh, yeah, I think I think you're back. I think you're back. I wrote that today in my column. I think so. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no pressure. And by the way, hey, g- good job showing up at the press <laughs> conference at A1 after your arms pump up and you went backwards. <laughs> Um, I'm, you showed up, you talked to the media. Um, I know they've asked some guys since then to come in and and if the guys have bad races, they do not want to come in at a one. You did. So I think you deserve some, some credit for that, yeah. you know? So I'll give you a boy. Right. Nice one. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Eli. Cheers, ET. All right. Yeah. Right. Eli Tomac, everybody, the Glendale Supercross winner brought you by Vortex Racing. 
Vortex.com. Uh, Email uh, Jake at Vortex Racing. All right, so uh, every week we do a uh, Gear Alloy cold call. Uh, brought to you by the folks at Gear Alloy, uh, who've been in the sport and supporting the sport for a long time. Those folks, uh, w since introduced in 2004, uh, they are the light truck and SUV uh, wheel maker that dominates that uh, that segment. Uh, they support the sport as well with the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team. Uh, Jessica Patterson had a big sponsor from uh, Gear Alloy for uh, for years. GearAlloy.com, get your truck in gear, whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, and soon, Ridgeline. Mm. Oh, Gear Alloy gosh. is the ones to uh, to choose from. So, uh, this cold call. I heard was about this before we came here. The uh, cold call that uh, we thought about was Chris Kiefer's idea. Yeah, and uh, tell anybody who you think we should call. Thought we should try uh, Mr. Osborne since we haven't heard from him in a while, and then East Coast is getting ready to crank up. So, but now is he on the crank East Coast? up? Crank it up. What is he on the East Coast? Because it's really late where he is. No, he's here still. Pretty sure he's back here. So what the hell did the East Coast thing have to do with this? Well, because East Coast rounds are starting up and, and Zach's riding oh, okay. Yeah. thought you were talking about time zones. Oh, no, no, no. Well, we may so. be if he's East and he's super sleepy. Yeah. So, hey, maybe you could touch your mic some more. Yeah, just just keep touching that thing. Caress, caress the crap out of it. F you, dude. I was joking. <laughs> Gear Alloy, everybody. GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. Hello. Zach Osborne? What's up? It's Steve Mathis from the Pulp Mech Show. How's it going? Are you on the East Coast or West Coast? West Coast. Oh, thank God. Yeah, nailed Hey, you're it. our Gear Alloy Cold Call. Chris Kiefer here in studio. Great. Grant, Grant Langston as well. Maybe you heard of Grant Langston. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Good. How are you, buddy? Zach O. Good. Um... So, Chris, Chris Kiefer thought we'd call you and check in and see how your preparation is going for the East Coast that starts in two weeks in Minneapolis. Yeah, so far so good. Um, I was supposed to go home uh, to Florida on Saturday, but I ended up staying a couple extra days for a little bit of extra testing and okay. um, paid off. So, we're, we're pumped. I mean, uh, all... Everything's been smooth the whole off season, so I'm looking forward to it. Did you want to? Did maybe did you, have you squeezed any off road races in at all between this break? I mean, I don't. know. Maybe did you do any? No, I did a little, or, uh, Okay, a little um, off road photo shoot with Simon the other day for his new. Of course yeah. you did. Of course you did. Handguard life. Yeah, handguard, big tank. Hey, yeah, everything. Literally, it was like at the test track. We did it like down the road, down that up in the hills, dirt road. Mm -hmm. Uh, we didn't even get in the hills because there's a bunch of signs and we were both freaking out. Oh, about the yeah. Top, so Nowadays, we, yeah. We literally shot in this one little puddle <laughs> right there, but it ended up being pretty cool. So Of course, Osborne had to get some off-road yeah, stuff in there. He has good stuff. To. Um, it's been, a, it's been an interesting uh, West Coast series for sure uh, to see, and uh, the East Coast kicks off. So you have Adamson Cirillo, Joey Savacci, Christian Craig, yourself, Amart, uh, RJ Hampshire. Yeah, it's good. I think, Zacho, that the East Coast could be deeper than the West for the first time in years. Uh, I mean, there's there's always going to be good guys on both coasts. I mean, last year, West Coast, there was, you know, Cooper, Joey, uh, Christian. Just there's always going to be four or five good guys. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, there's going to be some, some, a couple guys at the front that are kind of separated. So, um, looking to be in that group for sure. Yeah, I think I think you will be. I think it'll be exciting. 
you know, just to watch. Yeah. I think. Um, hey, so how's everything going in the Baker's factory? All good, man. It's been uh, been a productive winter, and um, just riding with those guys every day has been been good, and um, just some some new stuff in my training and that. Oh, okay. I mean, it's been been a good uh, good change. My family enjoys Florida, um, and yeah, no, no complaints really at all. Have you been following uh, Filthy Phil's progress on the West? It's been it's been great for us media guys. <laughs> It's been great. I have. Um, I felt bad for him a couple times. He's had some just unfortunate events, which is kind of typical. But <laughs> I haven't talked to him, and I might hit him up. Uh, dislocated his knuckle in Glendale. Ow. Came up, he had his finger out on the clutch, came up on the short on the triple, and popped it out. Oh, Filthy Phil, everybody. Who Ow, dislocates a knuckle? Painful. Casing a jump. Anyone? Wow. Has anyone ever heard of that? No. GL? Never. No. 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 Just Phil. Just Phil. When I dislocated. Dislocated my ankle. People were like, "What the heck? Who does that?" I said, "I thought it was broken." Oh. Like it's a, when you T-bone Alessi, no when you T-bone Alessi, not intentionally. Oh, okay, just checking. Last lap, last corner. <laughs> yeah, I know. Got to do it, right? Yep. Got to do it. Uh, what is going on? Um, so, uh, Zacho, you're you're in you're embedded in the Baker's factory, guys, right? Anderson, Dunge, and uh, and Marty and Marvin, right? Marty, um, yeah. So <laughs> you got Marty I, on the brain, don't you? <laughs> I uh, so. I've texted Dunge three weeks in a row to come on the show. Never got one reply. Uh, I even texted, and Anderson hates my guts, so I'm not texting him. And Marvin. Actually, we, we were talking about it at the test track today because you t- someone tweeted something about um, Jason being the new freeze, and you were like, this is the dumbest tweet ever, and I read it to him, and he was like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, well, I, I got a lot more to, to go before he actually talks to me. But listen, <laughs> but let, never mind. Anderson hates me. Dungy, no reply in three straight weeks for coming on the show. And he's normally been fine and good. And I never thought there was an issue. So I went to Marvin for today's show. GL and I talk, and, and GL, you brought up Marvin. Marvin is the nicest guy in the pits. No offense to you, Osborne. Um, <clears throat> what? Not you. I'm in the pits every now and then, no, too. No, no, GL. Oh, I'm not you don't nice. count. Okay, You're retired. Cool. And Marvin didn't get back to me, Osborne. So what is going on? Like, did Marvin get infected by he Anderson? Probably knew, he probably and, knew I was co-hosting. He didn't want to come on. Oh, maybe you did. Yeah, I did. So, like, Osborne, can you just please, when everybody's talking shit on me, can you at least say, hey, he's not that bad? I actually do take up for you quite often, but it's kind of hard. Like, I feel like <laughs> every day that I'm just like, dude, he's not that bad. Like, dude, it's easy. No. I, I don't know. I, I can't really uh, answer that question. Yeah, I, no, will, uh, I, I know. I maybe just, ask around and see what happens. But uh, yeah, no. I'm just when Marvin doesn't get back to you, like I said, there's there, maybe there's a problem. You know, they're, Ma- they're deep inside the Supercross series, man. Is that it? I think so. And I well, think I think you're taking you're holding it too close to you. Are Osborne picked up? You know? Yeah, but I'm not racing right now. Yeah. The Monday night. What else am I he doing? Didn't, he didn't even yeah. know it was you. That's why he picked up. I'm actually surprised you picked up any 702 number. <laughs> Dude, I. I well, you're going to get him in trouble every now. Number, I've had the same number since I was like 12, and everyone on the planet has it, so I just answer. You just, yeah, forget it, right? It's over with. Uh, yeah, whatever. Just if, if you got my number, just <laughs> whatever. How, how sweet was that 250 race this weekend, Zacho? The track was great. The was, race was great. Yeah, I was bummed that they didn't show more of, like, the front because, like, it was like they panned away and Shane had, like, a three-second lead, and then right. uh, Hill goes by him in the whoops. It was kind of strange, I felt like. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, that happened. 
Um, and and I see a bunch of tweets about no 250 last chance on the TV, and I think that's ridiculous. Like, it's one of the best races of the thank night you. every weekend. Thank you. So who do, who do you see winning the title? Who's your pick? Don't pick your Husky guy. He, yeah, don't pick Marty. He's out of it, bro. That's a schlong shot. Oh, man. <sighs> um, I don't know. I mean, Shane's been solid so far. Um, it's just going to be whoever has the chink in their armor first. You know, I think it's mm-hmm. going to be the 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 loser. Um, as hard as that is to say, I mean, it's going to be if it continues like it is, it's going to be fun in Vegas. Let yeah. me ask you this: um, Are you are you surprised at McElrath? Like, we, look, all of us experts, quote unquote. <laughs> Experts uh, t- previewed the series, and, and we talked about Plessinger and Forkner and Hill and Jmart and this and that. And I honestly, I don't think we spent more than twenty seconds on uh, on McElrath and his title chances. I really don't. And here he is. So, no, not really. Um, I've been around Shane for a long time, probably shoot going on six or eight years now and um he's a hard worker he's always going to be prepared and you know he's a little bit of a confidence guy and mm-hmm. comfort guy so and he's got a, a group of people around him that he's been around for a while now that are comfortable with him and he's comfortable with them and um i think it's all just kind of clicking for him you know i think it's just one of those deals where a guy gets in in his zone and mm-hmm. finds his little niche you know and uh and makes it happen, and you know, as soon as he got the start at Anaheim one, I was like, "Oh, this is over!" Like, really? They're not going to catch him? Yeah, yeah. for really? sure. After I saw him make an aggressive move on Jmart in the heat race, uh-huh. like they went down into the first turn, and and Shane kind of muffled him out of the way. I was like, oh, "Yep, this this is done." Oh, okay. Oh yeah. well, look we'll at you. You kind of started. Yeah, you like that? He started impressing me too. Like into last year, it's even before he got hurt at mm-hmm. Southwick. Man, he was yep. just yeah. on fire. I love the. Uh, it's, I, I've told him this. It was it, it was really no bit difference in points, money, and who cares about the points? But he's he was trying so hard. Just Amar's not going to beat me. They're dead tired, both of them. I yeah. love that. That's what motocross is, yeah. right there. Like, I like Shane a lot. Like just just from someone that's gotten to know him, yeah. like. I was pumped to see him do well this year, and and I think he's done a fantastic job so far. And there's a lot of good guys, so it's going to be interesting. We, we always see it, whether it's west or east. Who doesn't make that big? You know, the big. Sorry, mm-hmm. but fuck Ooh. up. You know, yeah. who doesn't yeah. do the big one? Right. Um, Osborne, are you worried about Craig just because he has DV in his corner and tire pressure, lever position, that kind of stuff will be very key. <laughs> no. I'm not worried about anyone, to be honest. I'm just yeah. trying to be there every day, ride with Dungeon and Jason and Marv, and um, put my faith in the fact that I've, you know, done the work. I'm training with the best guys that I can train with. Um, I've put my best foot forward, and, and it'll be what it's going to be. I feel like I'm prepared. I feel like I couldn't have done anything else any better um, to be more prepared. So for me, it's just going to be going there and doing what I know how to do and what I've been practicing the last couple of months. And you got a badass mechanic. Yeah. I yeah. I, I was pumped because I, I wrenched for A-Ray, at, uh, at, as you know, probably you, you heard. And yeah, I, saw. I was thinking that I'm the oldest mechanic around and then Feeney walked by. And I'm like, yes. Dave? Dave, yeah. he's older than me. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm like, yeah. sweet. Oh, hey, yeah. Dude, I'm with these mechanics in the tunnel. 
and they're talking lit fam and rap and and this girl's doing this with that guy and i'm like just going like wow i'm out of the loop bro i i, I like van halen and like, <laughs> yeah, out of your element. like dude i'm out of my element and then i'm like how old am i seriously i was thinking about that and feeny Two minutes later, walks by, and I'm like, yes, someone older than me. I can relate. <laughs> so, anyways. All right, Osborne, thank you for picking up. Good luck. Uh, you're a friend of the show, as you know. Thank you for picking up the Gear Alloy Cold Call, and uh, good luck on the East Coast. I can't wait to uh, walk the track with good you. Good luck, Zach. Point everything out. Thanks, guys. It'll be great. And uh, stay off the Enjoyed it. no handguards, no big tanks. Just focus on Supercross, please. Yep, we're done with that. All right. Th- thanks, buddy. All right, later, guys. See you. Cheers. Gear Alloy Cold Call, Zacco, Wacko Zacco Osborne. He picks up. He did pick up. Maybe we should uh, rethink the Will Hahn Award. <laughs> no, Hahn, Hahn, Hahn has, has it. Hahn has it. He always has it. Um, Wilbur's great. You see that video we made of him? Yes, that yeah, was great. Farewell video that of Wilbur. Good. I couldn't get anybody so, in the industry to say, one time we killed a hooker and put her in the trunk. <laughs> I was like, can you say that? They're like, no. Did uh. Did they come up with all that stuff on their own? I did. No, I did. Oh, okay. I, fed it I thought they were actually. Did anyone come up with their own? Yes, Big B did. Okay. That was Big B's own because he, he does always talk about Wilbur's mom. Yes. And how hot she is. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Race Tech, Race Tech uh, engine and suspension. The Race Tech guys, uh, the MCR, Kyle Chisholm, Michael Lessie, Vince Freeze, they use Race Tech, racetech.com. From, your fa- from the factory, your bike setup has to work okay for riders from 100 pounds through the grassy fields to nearly 300 pounds, jumping massive jumps. It's an impossible feat for the OEMs. Kiefer knows this. Racetech specializes in providing premium, personalized suspension setups specific to you and your type of riding. Gold valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. Kiefer, mm-hmm. suspension is more than just jumps and whoops, and a proper setup will also improve balance, cornering, and traction. Correct. Racetech.com. Just get your suspension service. Bring conversion kits. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Right. Product of the year, Dirt Rider. It was? Yes. The Race Tech Spring Conversion? Yes. Oh, and I imagine you had nothing to do with that vote? I had all of it to do with that vote. <laughs> uh, a GL, you ride mostly KTMs now? What do you ride? Yeah, KTM. Yeah. But I ride other stuff, whether it's testing or... Okay. I don't want to whack the mic and piss you off, but... Um, You've been just really grabby with it. Like, I know. Like it's... You're at a club, and that mic is a chick. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, possibly. Right. But I've been coughing, so I, I yeah. push it away, and yeah, then I pull no. it back. But just grab the it. wire. Don't grab the, the okay, foam thing. Okay, okay. You hear it more than I do. Sorry. Um, what was the question now? Spring fork. Spring forks. Air um, forks. I, I I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the fork he's probably riding is pretty good because the AER fork is not bad. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And, and, and the thing is that I've said before was I've had my suspension just valved or done. And over time, they do fade and get soft and do all that stuff. So I do believe in just getting your suspension freshened up, whether it's spring. Even if you don't change anything, just new oil. Uh, nitrogen, just redo yeah, it. It feels a lot better. Pulpermex anyway. 17 is the code to save at Racetech. Racetech.com. Thanks to those guys. Let's get to some emails of the week here uh, from the folks at Racetech. Um, Matt said, uh, oh, he's a question for Kiefer and JT. Mm. Let's wait for JT. Can oh, you, can yeah. you, is he going to be here? Or is no, he coming let's on? Wait. on the I'll phone. remember. Here, give but it it's me. a question about gear and colors. So okay. you two guys oh, can argue about that. that. All right, Roger says, I was thinking about uh, the blows that have rained down on Freeze. Pike last year, after cutting loose on him, got suspended for three races. 
the night of the incident, plus two more races. Anderson was laying hands on him near the podium, and then again in the tunnel is only disqualified for the night. To me, Pike's incident might not be as bad, although more fun to watch, in my opinion. It happened in the heat of the moment on the track where Anderson waiting until the race hunted him down is more aggressive. Is this another example of Feld being inconsistent? Thanks, Roger. I don't think so. Anderson, like, poked and yeah, he was, sort of, like, yeah. slapped. P Pike was haymakers. Right, he was on and it. And then Pike stopped for, like, you know, 0.5 seconds and decided, I'm going to keep throwing haymakers. Zero Fs. Don't you think Pike's suspension was, was more deserved than, than Anderson's GL? I don't think either should have been suspended, but that's just me. I mean, I know you're a hockey fan. Yeah. Here's my thing. If you're going to, you know, .com. Paul, it's almost like Paul just Hockey. body checking someone, um, you're going to get it back. Uh, my feeling is if you're going to use you, you and your bike and smash somebody, like whether you just hit them, but we could get real deep and go, oh, that's, that's you know, assault with a deadly weapon. So here's my thing. If you make people accountable, meaning someone can go after you after the race yeah. if they're not happy, maybe certain people would think twice before being a dick on the track. Kind of like being a resident of Texas. You don't want to rob a house. You know you can get shot. Exactly. Can I uh, read that email about you? Yeah, go for oh, it. Email for Kiefer. I thought you got rid of that creepy Kiefer guy. He is, an, <laughs> he is an embarrassment to the motocross community. Kiefer tries to come across as some kind of expert on kinky sex acts, but I think he should just keep that shit to himself. He looks like it's he no has fun. spent too much time in the California sun as his skin looks like dried out leather and his tan lines look ridiculous. How old is that guy anyways? Apart from that, I have no other complaints. I think that's kind of, I think that's a kind of a compliment because I look tan. That's awesome. <laughs> so you're okay with that? Because when I'm naked, I'm awful pasty. We got another one from about JT from another guy that's not very good. I really like the Kiefer guy. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> fuck you. Why a bad one for JT? I got a bad one for JT. He's gonna freak out if I read it though. That's what that's what he does. I want to hear it. Um, uh, Nash, what's up? How are you, gentlemen? What's happening, gentlemen? Oh, nice. Hey, What's up, Keith? What's yeah, up, buddy? Awesome to have all you guys back in. Uh, Steve, all the talk in the tunnel sparked a, a, a memory for me from the podcast show two weeks ago. What, what did Weimer, what did you even walk up to Weimer? What did Weimer say? Or what made Weimer die laughing at you? Oh, I had my, I had my clear Oakleys on. And I think and that, that was it. I had my clear Oakley glasses on, and he just could not stop laughing. He just... You embraced it with the fanny pack and, and everything. I, well, I said to him, like, what's up? Like, smiling, and then that was it. That was... He just couldn't stop laughing and really literally barely got any words out, so... Any, and any odds of you... I know, I know that you won't mechanic again, but let's just say, hypothetically, I mean, Keith, think about this, going with Filthy Phil to be Filthy's like practice mechanic no. one day or that would end bad. You know, I think it'd be so good. You want me to do this or Kiefer? I missed that. Sorry. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just bringing Kiefer into like, just oh. envision this Kiefer, Steve being like the heat race pit board guy. You know? I, I'm over it, man. It sucked. It wasn't much fun. A Ray's a great dude. He made the main the week before I worked for him. And then I worked for him. He doesn't make the main. So, Go figure. And then he hey, I'll get, get this. So, so he, we banned him. He tells me this week, he's like, hey, man, I figured out why I didn't get any starts last week. And I'm like, okay. My clutch was shot. 35 oh, hours on the stock clutch. Oh, my God. And gosh. I'm like, you're such an idiot, A-Ray. Like, you're racing at the highest level against guys that put in a clutch after eight minutes. Like, Dude, wait. do you need a clutch? 
Like, I, wait, wait till, not a good test rider. Like, give yourself a chance is what I was saying. Give yourself a chance to compete by getting a new clutch. Is that hey, so tough? The thing is, I, I, don't, I don't think you're being, DV working with AOA, brilliant. Any DV, Christian uh, uh, Craig updates. DV getting angry. Yes. DV. Yeah. No, I'm going to work on that for sure. It's you know what? Oh. He's been calm. I talked to Paige Craig a little bit. He's been calm. It's not been. He's he's in Florida though, so he can't really. No, hey. but when he was when he was, oh, okay. it's not been as, as eventful as we all hoped that DV would explode all over, you know, and freak out, but. And DV is paid. going back east. Yeah, he's going every race. He hates it. The jump rope and a Walmart parking lot. Yep, and we're there. That's it, Nash. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, GL, do you have any factory Phil Lawrence stories for Nash? Yeah, yeah, GL. Factory Just Phil? Yeah. No, that was before my time. I know, but maybe Marietta Temecula. I don't know. Well, he he became very religious. So yeah, everything I heard when right. I met him, yeah. I was like, this is not the same guy. So. It, yeah, no. So yeah, I was two, like, I, was, I'm lost. I'm was, confused. There was two factory fills. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, apparently it was factory and then it was Phil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Nash, thanks, buddy. Hey, cheers, guys. Keep it going. Have, Have a good Thank one. you. Uh, Michelin Star Cross 5, Papa Mix Ride Day. Uh, Kiefer was there and so was Kate. Kate, what's going on? How are you? Hello, how is everybody? We're good, man. Thank you, girl. I should say. Thanks I was going to say. Thanks for calling. So used to saying, man. I, I was. Know. I was like, cool. Well, it's hard to believe we have girls who listen to the show. It just freaks me out. But um, yeah, we love it. Three, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, what's going on? You got Christopher. You got a question for Kiefer? Um, yeah. Well, first, I just wanted to thank you guys again for putting on the ride day. It was really fun, and it was nice to meet all you guys. And um, yeah, I had a question. I was actually down in SoCal again uh, just this last weekend at the. Uh, at LACR, and they had the Yamaha demo day for the 2017s down there. And um, I know you guys have talked about, obviously, the handling feels a lot better. And when I talked to one of the Yamaha guys down there, he said that basically one of the main differences between my bike, which is a 14, and the 17, which helps, I guess, incredibly with the handling, was the engine mounts. And I wasn't sure if you guys... Yeah, the motor mounts. I'm sorry. No, that's Um, fine. No, no. yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know if I'd missed you guys talking about that before, but he essentially said if I ordered the 17 motor mounts for my bike, it would improve the handling, like, astronomically. Yep. And I wasn't... Is that... That's true, I'm guessing, then? Yeah. So, one of the biggest things, obviously, people don't realize when you have you know, set up for chassis, engine mounts are a huge thing. So, yeah, they did change engine mounts, and that will make your chassis, you know. I mean, GL, it was one of the, sorry, GL, one of the things that you did in that 07 season was yeah. you started, you guys started working with engine mounts, right. thickness of aluminum. We loosened everything up. We put rubber mounts and everything. We yeah. got more flex. Right. We almost did what Eli was talking about. We went to stock clamps because yep. we didn't have anything else. So we just loosened the bike up to make sense. So I think with the mounts, um, yeah, they change the mount, yeah. the shape. So, so you get a little, Kate, little more. Can Kate just order them flex. up? Yeah, it'll, it should go right on. Nice. So. Yeah, I just thought that would be an, an easy fix because, I mean, obviously I'd love to that's buy a brand exactly new bike. But I don't know if that's going to happen right away. And, um, I mean, I love how my bike feels right now, but definitely, I mean, the handling is noticeably better on the new bikes. And, um, yeah, thing. I mean, if, if someone can go out and buy the new motor mounts and they fit perfectly and that helps, then, hey, you know, that's yeah. The uh, yeah. thing I'd recommend too is like just don't put them on in the garage at home and then go ride the next day. Like bring, leave the mounts on, change the mounts to the track so you actually you actually can feel them. You know. Right. Okay. So cool. All right. Thank you for coming. That out. was a great question. Yeah. Yeah. First, yeah well, first time I mean, I've had a lady who comes in with a great question like right. that. She can like ride. That. She was yeah. at our ride day. Gio. Yeah. She motos down. Yeah. So, I like that. I was doing all right. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for calling, Kate. Thank yeah. you again. See you, Kate. Yeah, thank you guys. Have a good night. All right, you. thank you. Uh, last question for commercial from Bailey. Bailey, what's up, man? You you're the guy that brought me the Starbucks in uh, in Glendale. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, that's I awesome. Was asking, I was gonna asking, uh, what happened to Phil in the main? He dislocated his knuckle coming up short on the triple, and then that set his whole main event backwards. He did that on a triple? Yeah, only Phil. That only happens to Phil. Doesn't hit by a rock or nothing. It was else. his moose knuckle. <laughs> his moose knuckle. <laughs> he wants to wear moose gear. Yeah, that's what I said. It was um, his moose knuckle. Bailey, so Bailey said <laughs> Bailey said to me on Twitter, can I bring you a Starbucks? And if you want one, my only request is I want to meet Phil. And I said, sure. Like, I would love a Starbucks right now, halfway through the day. So he brings a Starbucks, him and his chick. He has to sneak it in. I don't tell Phil any of this, right? Yeah. He brings me to Starbucks. I'm like, hey, Phil. I told this person out there that they can meet you for the Starbucks. Yeah. And, uh, and so Phil's like, ah, God. And, uh, but he invites Bailey and his girlfriend, girlfriend, wife, what, what yeah. Bailey? Girlfriend? No, girlfriend. Girlfriend, girlfriend into the truck. Uh-huh. His gives, wife wasn't available yeah. that night. <laughs> gives him a jersey. Gives him a, Phil gives him a jersey. Wow. Gives him a sign, number plate, background sign, poster. Nice. Yeah. What a guy That's Phil That's the pillow you have, Mathis. Part. Well, I didn't even pay for the coffee. My dad did. No, oh, even better. Oh, even yeah. better. On, bro. Did you oh, sound like a on his business way. partner once? Didn't pay for jack crap um, and got into everywhere. Yeah. I like that. Got free jersey. Yeah. That's all. And how was it hanging out in the JGR truck? See how many times was, his own team busts on him? On bust on Phil? That's awesome, honestly. <laughs> where, what are you doing with the jersey? Where's it going? He's uh, wearing it right I'm now. sitting in my truck right now. But okay. I think I'm gonna put it inside somewhere. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I don't know if I'm gonna frame it or what. But do gotta, something cool with yeah, it. Maybe hang it in the garage. Do something cool with it. I, I honestly mm-hmm. just wanted Phil to say hi to you to get my free Starbucks, you know, and everything. But he went above <laughs> and beyond it, so it was it was pretty good. But he oh, well, felt bad. Now the worst part is Mathis has to buy him a Starbucks well, for the next race. And then get this. So then uh, Bailey and his chick they sat down in the JGR tent and ate Buca de Peppo. From JGR? Free food, too. Free food. Phil sat down with us. JT came over. Well, you swooped in at the right time. Ligand was there. I paid yeah. nothing for this. Yes, nothing. I love I'm that like story. Subscribers. Do you have the app? <laughs> I do have the app. Okay, you're there good. you go. Does yeah. it work? Yeah, it works perfect for me. Oh, it works good All for right. him, Travis. There you go. So, yeah, thank uh, you, Travis. Hey, he's our poster child. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, thanks, buddy. Thanks for the Starbucks. I really appreciate no it. And uh, thanks to Phil. Uh, Phil felt bad because he added the soup onto our dinner last week in, uh, in, in Anaheim. So. All right. Uh, thanks, All buddy. Right, thank you, Steve. Thank you. See ya. Cheers. Making dreams happen, people, for, for guys like Bailey, just for a Starbucks. Wow. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to take a commercial break of the night, come back uh, with uh, Davey Millsaps from the Rocky Mountain ATV team. He's riding well, too. Very good. Um, one of those guys that we're all talking about Webb and, and Tomac struggling before the last couple of weeks, and we're talking about Dungy and Roxon's crash, and uh, Seeley's riding great, and Marvin's been on the podium. Like Millsaps and Baggett and, and Pike, unfortunately, until he got hurt. Not a lot of press, but right there, like yeah. top tens in heat this field. Heat race winning, yeah. top five. Davey's, Davey's won three heat races, I think. Well, go look at what I think Davey was also like three times runner-up in the series behind like Stewart yeah. and Villapoto yeah. and Dungy. like. Yeah. Three people, legends. I, so he's the silent assassin. People forget That's about good. that a little bit, right? Very good. The guy behind the guy. Uh, we are streaming on Facebook, Trav, right? Still? Or no? Yeah. Okay. Yep. On Racer X Facebook. We're streaming <laughs> on there. Uh, we'll keep that right going for a little yeah, bit. Okay. We are going to go to a commercial break. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Davey Millsaps, Jason Thomas. Uh, more about GL's new DVD and uh, much more. Uh, Janky Ryan also in studio. Maybe we'll get him on it sometime. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and fly racing. 
FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps Light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what Race Tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose Race Tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil, change the bushings, change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available on the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear. Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride. Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. 
Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stash. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800 800- 4403559 extension 222 and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out vortexracing.com and see you at the track. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you will notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for riders support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. Grant Langston. Grant Langston. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer 
for Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. Pivotworks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, Pivotworks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, Pivotworks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And Pivotworks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride, hard, ride, ride fast, fast, ride PivotWorks. Pivot Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. 
Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica JPS Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer.
BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Chris Keeper in studio. Hey. Is your ACDC song of choice? Yeah, I've been rocking out some old school rock lately. It's been good. Highway to Hell is just... Uh, it's, it's A lot of it's really good. Yeah. I always tell this about ACDC. Like, don't you think... Like, in 30 years, 40 years... Still gonna sound good. They'll be dead. We'll be old. Kids will listen to ACDC. Yep. I make my son get in the truck and we listen to old rock just so he can appreciate it. Like Halen? A little bit. Not much. Sammy Halen or? Both. Okay, thank you. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, new for the show is Get Data. And uh, Kiefer, you use these guys. And half the teams in the pits use these guys for their. I used him. You yeah. use Get Stuff? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, Chad Reed used it this weekend, of course. And it's a little orange box in the front fender and state of the art stuff. So. Not even related to this. I just had one, I don't know, a couple months ago. I put it on the Yamaha, and that's all I have for a mod. That and uh, a pipe, and it's freaking great. Hey, here's a natural sponsor plug. Yeah. In 2012, when I had the Olin's KTM team sponsored by Fly Racing, yep. they, um, uh, Truman and Get Guys got on board, and we had no data coming into the season, any testing data. So... With Get, we were able to get our own data very quickly, and it was a quick, cheap way to do it yourself. Right. When I say cheap, you know, I'm not discounting yeah. it. I'm yeah, just saying yeah. Yeah. we learned so much from yep. just running their systems and the ignitions that when we plugged in the computer, we got so much feedback back that was it helped us really eliminate a lot of the BS and just, you know, streamline. So yeah. I'm, uh, a fa I'm a big fan of the brand. Great for those guys to come on the show, as well as Pivotworks. Pivotworks, is, uh, the code is Pulp Show 7 2017 on checkout. Uh, you can save on Pivotworks, the premier aftermarket solution for rebuilding your wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem bearings, and one easy package for about half of what the OEMs charge. I use Pivotworks on my project bikes. Love these guys. They've simplified your trip to the parts counter by creating a single, simple solution. I'm sure Langston Motorsports sells a ton of pivot works for replacement stuff for for the uh, le guys that are out the track every day pivot works uh great guys and it really works uh they welcome our next guest to our show he had a great uh glendale a nice start to the supercross season for him and uh we'll get him on right now it's davy the duke Millsaps. what's up davy how are you good how are you guys thanks for coming on bro yeah no worries did you want to did you agree to come on because it was langston or for me or me um or kiefer um <laughs> what would you say? Definitely, definitely GL. Yeah! Uh, GL. Uh, Davey, love you, buddy. G GL's uh, uh, three Red Bull Vodkas deep right now. <laughs> so. That's it? <laughs> yeah. I'm pacing myself. <laughs> He's got, uh, he wants to make sense by the end of the show, you know? I want to be here for the main. Hey, um, where'd you get Brayton at? This uh, It was kind of late in the race. I missed the pass. I was watching the uh, Chad Dungey battle. Where'd you get Brayton at? Um, right before the over under out of the sand. Oh, nice. Okay. 
Um, yeah. Nice race for you in Glendale. You got to be happy. Another heat race win, also. Like you're clocking off these things, no problem. And uh, uh, you got to be stoked with with your season. No, I mean it's definitely definitely a good weekend for me. You know, it was, uh, we did a lot of work um, on race day uh, to make everything better. We were struggling pretty bad with uh, you know going back and forth between my practice bike and my race bike and and uh i, I read you know, that just, yeah i was just struggling with it man it was it was a lot different and you know on wednesday we kind of figured out what the issue was and then you know we didn't really have much time to, to work on it during the week so uh because <clears throat> i was in arizona but uh the race day you know chris every time i went on the track he threw a new setting on my bike completely new setting force and shock and, and mm-hmm. uh we got it better Okay, so, so what was different? The settings were fork and shock settings were different and mixed up. You guys got a little confused. Somebody did. No, no, no. Oh. The, just the, just the hours on the frame. You know, yeah. when I did all my testing, the, uh-huh. the, the frame was was timed out and uh, versus a new frame, and it, it honestly made a, a, a really big difference uh, for me. Oh, okay. It's so uh, funny to hear that because I can totally, I get where Davey's coming from. Davey's a big guy, and he likes. You know, I feel like that solid feel. Davey, I'm listening to you cracks me up because I feel like I was a complete opposite. Like I wanted the <laughs> loosest frame with yeah. the yeah. stock clamps with the softest settings. And and, and it, it makes sense. We talked about it earlier, Keith. Yeah. I said I think bigger guys like the more rigidy type bikes. And I think someone like Davey going to KTM, it's the most loose frame. So I can imagine. So what you're saying totally makes sense to me. Yeah, well, I mean, I actually, my practice bike, I got it feeling really, really, really good. So then when I got to my race bike, I was, you know, a fish out of water. So, you know, when I got used to the looser frame, I got used to it because I rode it, you know, I've been riding it all off season. And then uh, going to the new frame is is what threw me off quite a bit. But, uh, you know, I definitely prefer my race frame now 100%. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. See, I was the other way around. Yeah, Ferry was. I too, like yeah. to go back to my practice <laughs> yeah. frame. Yeah, me too. I'm the same way. Like. Ferry was well, like, I mean, "Hey, I would have." Ferry said, yeah. "Put used bars on. Put my used seat on. Put you know, put all that stuff on my race bike." You know what I mean? I like oh, used I goggles when they brought new oh, goggles. Really? I'm like, no, no, no. So seats got to yeah. be used for you? Oh, I, yeah. I can't. I have to break them in during practice, and right? Then they put the practice ones on my race bike. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. interesting. How are you? Uh, well, that and Davey's not the smallest guy, so, like, come on. Uh, <laughs> Davey, like, we know with you, like, I can imagine you got to break that seat and you just got to sit on it a couple times and it's broken. <laughs> no, come on. You think I'm not me. <laughs> uh, but with all these mechanic chains, I'm surprised you didn't call me. I was a wrench, you know, just last weekend in, in Anaheim, so. I saw that. I saw that. Hey, he he made the main w- with you, and then did it without you. No, he he made the main Other without me. Other way around. He yeah, made, don't give him credit. Oh. He's a loser. He made the main w- <laughs> without me, and then I wrenched for him, and he did not make the main. So, you know, gotcha. My what, bad. What are you gonna do? Hey, sweet wheel trap, wheel taps in that roller, oh, that bro. Sick. That was good. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I uh, I actually got impressed day, and mm-hmm. and you know, so it was just. When I went there to on Saturday, it was just a thing, you know. And uh, I mean, I saw I saw Plessinger do it a couple times, yep. uh, but most people would just kind of wheel you over the first one and triple. But I found it for me a lot easier to do that and then hit the triple in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it kind of made the whole section smoother for me. I yeah, saw, I, I saw it. it. It looks smooth and clean. That's the thing. Yeah. Consistent. I as saw well. Webb. Webb came in, pre-jumped into the first one, and went three. Three, three, 
right? Is that what? Which no, was three, 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 three. Yeah, yeah, three, three. Sorry. Three, three. Um, and he was hitting the first one and dropping into that pocket almost and, and popping uh, it. Yeah, yeah, and popping it. It was yeah. really neat to to see him that's do what, it. That's what everyone was doing in the main. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he was the first guy to pop to 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 do that though in practice. I was like, he was. That's he did it in practice. Yeah. Yeah. He he did it in practice. Um, in the line that I was wheel tapping. Because yep. it was built up to go three out. Okay. So, oh, so you had to hit a specific side to go three out, too. Yeah, and in, in, in practice, because it got so worn out from everyone coming up short right. know, to double out, basically, that their that the lip got so worn down that you had to move over to the right. And then in the main, um, you kind of could do it wherever you wanted to do it, mm-hmm. but, you know, it just always lined up to where I hit it on the right. It's it's funny because we talk about this and I'm sitting on the couch and I watch, you know, Davey, Davey did that. And I go, Oh, you're like, what's, what's wrong? I go, did you see that? And they're like, no, what, what happened? He just like, we lead. I go, I did that all the time. You don't like, <laughs> no, no one appreciates that kind of shit because it's so smooth and fun to watch, you know? Yeah. I, I like, like, so I know some guys that don't watch practice at all. And I'm like, that's the best time to watch these guys figure things out and oh. see who does what. Yeah. You know, like it exactly also helps I, you understand who they are and what they do and what their approach is. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. like, I like watching, especially the first practice because these guys, by the third one, they got everything down. They know what they're doing. They've already dart fished it. They all start you know? looking yeah. very similar. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, to start the season, I feel like Davey, you're a little bit of a, not talked about as much. It's, it is a, a deep field. Uh, but you've been in the top 10, you've won heat races and what's it going to take to get in that next step? Like, are you still building? Do you feel a little bit? I mean, of course. I mean, I think everyone's still building, you know, I think everyone every week goes back and tries to get stronger and, you know, I'm playing catch up and, you know, it's usually what I, what I do every year, but I'm trying. And, you know, after figuring a lot of stuff out with the bike and it's getting better and, and, you know, now I can really build on, on that and, the rain kind of slowed everything down as well. Mm-hmm. So that didn't help. Yeah. Um, so real now, you know, block. the rain's gone and, and, uh, you know, we're getting back into it. So I don't think my speed is that far off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think my endurance is that far off. It's just, you know, kind of putting the pieces of the puzzle together and, and going out and doing it. Do you so, notice the time main events being like, I don't want to say it being like, are they? It's obviously harder to keep your concentration up. It's 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 more tiring for the time main events. Like, what do you? Well, I mean, this this weekend we did one more lap than what we're used to. Yep. So you know, it's not like it's that big of a difference right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like when we go back east and on some of the shorter tracks, if if they don't slow us down doing, you know, walls high forty second lap time. <laughs> right. Yeah, we were talking about that. Right. You know, a few walls. Twenty nine lap motos. That's going to be not only does it get you know you. I mean, you're doing so many laps that mm-hmm. the trash deteriorating so fast. But you also got to think now the lights guys or the 250 guys, sorry, are doing more laps as well. Yeah. So now the track yeah. is even worse. But so, and for some reason, you know, they're they're kind of thinking that we're racing outdoors and and never grooming the track. Well, so Davey, I was going to ask the exact same thing. With that said, with more laps. The, I've seen the tracks get more rutted, deteriorated, lines change a little bit more. Do you feel like it's just that scenario where you start searching for different lines now later in the main event? I mean, this weekend, uh, there was not really that many lines to choose from. It was actually really good. The track was really good. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the rest of the races, to me, you know, you, you were searching quite a bit. Um, and... You know, they're, they're grooming some of the pointless sections, you know, instead yeah. of the sections that really need to be groomed. And, 
Um, and I, and I feel like they're just running out of time. They're trying to turn everything in the TV too much. And uh, yeah, you know, and that's and that's all right. But I definitely, as as we go East Coast, you know, with as rutted as it gets, you know, we're oh, going to get gonna yeah. Have to for lines. Yeah. When you when you're at the so. track at the at the practice track, are you guys doing timed motos? Are you doing yeah, laps? Yeah. No times. I mean, there's there's no point in doing laps because it doesn't matter. They don't care. You know, it's, they don't care if you have to do 28 lap moto, 29 lap moto. It's it's the same amount of time. Yeah. 20 <laughs> plus know? one. Yeah. Yeah. 20 plus one. Um, are you? How was that triple quad thing for you uh, all day long and in the main event? Tough. What? It was tough for me, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first time I ever did it was in the third practice. Um, yeah, I think it was in the third practice, mm-hmm. like the second lap or some third lap I went for it. And that right. was the first time I had done it, you know, all day. Mm-hmm. I didn't even do an impress day. Yeah. Um, so it was, I mean, it was tough for me just just, just to get over the first triple, you know, right. with how the ruts got and everything. And some people made it look easy, but I felt like a lot of us struggled with that three out of the corner. Yeah. Um, uh, Chad had it down. Eli had it down. Other than that, like yeah. Dunge at one point was clanking it. He just gave up. He's like, ah, screw it. You know, not going to do it. So, yeah, I mean, I came up so short, I blew my feet off and I almost died. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, I missed that. Yeah. yeah. It was just one of those things where <laughs> I was going for it, but it just wasn't working. Um, Hey, and uh, I talked to Benny Bloss. He's going to ride <laughs> 250 uh, coast for your team. Um, yes. you've been really working with him and, and, and helping him out. And he seems like he, he's like really appreciates it. He's learning a lot. So that's, that's cool of you to take a younger guy under, under your wing and, and help him out. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I did, you know, I tried my best with him, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, brought him on board and, and, and whatnot. And then, uh, you know, people, people have their own ways of, of, of doing their thing. And, and, you know, he kind of went back to doing it, his own thing that he was doing before. Okay. But, you know, I'm always, you know, I'm always here to help, you know, he's a teammate. So just right. one of those things, he's young and, and, uh, you know, he's really to be the F and he's a, he's a six, six, 200 pound dude. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to, yeah. it's going to be tough for him, but yep. you know, he, uh, I, th- I think he'll do good, man. He's, he's going fast and, and if he can stay consistent, he'll be good. He'll be good. Who do you like on the East Coast? We were debating this earlier. We had Osborne on the phone. Craig is there. AC is a wild card for sure. Savachi's solid. Uh, and, of course, Osborne and Amart. Who do you like on the East Coast? Um, well, who do I favor to win? Yeah. Uh, I mean, dude. It's... You don't want to say because everyone's going to get mad at you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean – it's so hard. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to knock any one of those dudes out. I mean, Savachi obviously is is probably one of the favorites coming <laughs> on in. the paper. I mean, on paper, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's let's be honest. He's the favorite coming in. Um, AC definitely can throw a wrench in anyone's program at any time of the day. Um, uh, you know, you have Benny, then you have Alex. You know, mm-hmm. Amart, who, you know, if he was riding like he does now, you know, he's going to be a contender, no problem. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that you know Osborne, you know Osborne's yeah. another one. He's fast and you know he's riding with Dungey and, and Anderson and Marvin every single day. So yeah, that's also going to help him. Um, well, you sound like a real you sound like a real guys. media guy breaking yeah, everybody down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Journalist Davey Millsaps. <laughs> hey, I've been in it a long time, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I, well, I can't wait till when you're done and you and I team up to you know do oh, a radio man, show no. together. 
no, 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 no. I took enough heat from the weekend from from everyone, so I don't need that. I don't need that anymore. Thanks for oh, th- th- thanks for not sticking around for me in the press conference, by the way, too. I think. Yeah. Thanks for that too. Um, uh, all right, let's get to some questions for Davey Millsaps from the Rocky Mountain uh, ATV MC KTM team. Brought to you by Pivotworks. Pivotworks just works, people. That's the bottom line. Uh, first up is Brian. Brian, what's up? What's your question for uh, Davey? Hey, good evening, boys. Hope all's well. What's happening, um, Davey? Davey, I've follow, I gotten into amateurs probably in the last ten years. So unfortunately, I had no clue who you were until you turned pro. But I know you've been, or I perceive you've been very vocal about the burnout and things like that. At you know, at, at being twenty eight, and understandably so, the way you rock and roll through the amateurs. But what I would want to know is, um, besides the obvious, have fun. What would you uh, see an amateur best an amateur kid best doing to not burn out and do you think I mean I know you've got your mom's facility and you know GPS and club and all that kind of stuff do you think those training facilities are worthwhile or are they a bad thing for the sport well huh. there is the Millsaps training cool. facility that Ooh. Davey probably <laughs> would endorse so yeah. Uh, yeah, somewhat. Um, yeah, somewhat. Right. Well, as far as as far as being burnt out, you know, it's, it's not about it's not about being burnt out. You know, it's it's. I love racing Supercross. You know, hands down. If if it was Supercross, you know, only it would be a different story of of going and going and going. And I think I think uh, as much injuries as I've had over the years, you know, doing a full season with only you know, what, six weekends off between January and, and September, you know, it, it gets rough on the body and it gets hard. And, and you know, the more you get hurt, the, the slower you are to recover. So, you know, I'm only 28 right now. I'll be 29, you know, in, in 16 days. Goodness gracious. But, uh, you know, it's, I love outdoors too, but it's just it, it's, it's brutal on the body. And yeah, that's you know I still said as much that I'm burnt out of racing a dirt bike. I love racing dirt bikes. It's just it, it gets tough, man. It, and you know it, it uh, stuff like that. But I think I think the facilities are a good thing for the sport for amateurs. You know, going into pro ranks and stuff like that. You know, it it uh, it, it gives you somewhere to go to learn and and to learn the basics and not only learn the basics but you get to see you know, pro guys and how they do it. And you can kind of learn from them and, and, and so forth. And, you know, it changes things up a bit. And, and I think, I think it's cool. All right, cool. Brian. Well, I hope you enjoy yourself this weekend, David. Take care. Thank you. Boys, okay? Thanks for the question. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's, that uh, makes sense. it's what? a difficult answer for anybody to give because <laughs> every situation is its own deal. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, I, th- at the amateur racing level, it's like so gnarly right now, but on the other hand, yeah, it's what you need to be to win, but do you have to? Does the yeah. kid feel like uh, maybe there's a fine line? He was talking about. Well, I, I'm sorry, he was talking about outdoors. Davey was, and maybe explain to the listeners that don't know the difference between a Monday when you wake up after an outdoor national versus a Sunday after an Anaheim. What's the difference for you? Well, I mean, I think we race on Saturday on on both. Yeah, but yeah, sorry, I, saw, I was thinking about Canada. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah wrong country bro because monday monday was a long travel day yeah yeah but no i mean dude saturday usually after after outdoors it's, it's brutal man it's 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 you know you can hardly get out of bed most of the time at least not me you know canada canada wasn't 
so so bad for me. I was actually in pretty good shape and and I felt really good and, and stuff like that. But you know, when I, ever since <laughs> every time I race in the states, I really haven't been in great shape. Let's be honest, in, in outdoors and the little that I did race was just an 06. So, um, you know, outdoors, it's too, it's too, you know, it's too gnarly motos and, and they don't touch the tracks at all. And, and, you know, there's always asking for someone to get hurt. And, um, you know, it's, it, there's a lot more, there's a lot more to it. When you go to the tracks, you got to be out there all day in, in the heat and, and wearing yourself down and, and destroying the body and, and it, it becomes to the point to where you just can't recover anymore. Um, where Supercross, I feel like, you know, you go out and you do 20 minutes now plus one lap and then you're kind of done. So mm-hmm. it's not the back, you know, it's not about being lazy. It's not about, Oh, not want to put the work in. It's just, you know, like longevity said, is what I, I yeah, like to longevity. say. Longevity. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've had so many injuries that it, it gets rough. It gets tough. You know, it's hard on it's hard on the body. It's uh, it's crazy to think how we we all grow up riding motocross. Nobody grows up riding supercross. You know, we all grow yeah. up riding oh, and yeah. racing motocross. But at, when at the highest level, like you just go, man, this is this is this is some real work right here with this temperature and these tracks <laughs> and two thirty yeah. minute motos. Like it's nuts. Two thirty five minute motos, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That extra five does fucking hurt, yeah, too. Those, those extra two laps will get you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get to Ron here. Question for Davey Millsaps brought to you by Pivot Works. Uh, Ron, what's up? You want to uh, say something to Davey Millsaps? Yeah, I just wanted to tell Davey that um, I, I see you in different places, typically, when you're coming in for PT. And um, I... Uh, totally understand what you go through because I kind of sort of watch it from the sidelines. I, I'm an old dude and I race too, REM, but um, there are a few of us that, that understand what you go through and uh, and guys like you go through and uh, appreciate what you do. And, uh, you know, every Saturday, we're glad that you're there. And that's all I want to say. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Awesome. Okay, have a good, Thanks, Ron. Have a good night, dude. Bye-bye. Uh, and uh, people want to listen to uh, a real good interview I did with Davey, a one-on-one podcast. Check it on the archives in the Racer X archives. People like that podcast we did. Yeah, Davey. I heard a lot about no, that. Yeah, I was, I was pumped on it. Yeah, people people dug it. So it's good to good to do it. See, I <laughs> took you long enough to agree to do it, and you finally you finally uh, come on now. You're like this. This guy is just not going to leave me alone. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to do it. Um, hey, right. fastest qualifier this past weekend was Blake Paget. Everybody, yeah, your teammate and. That's a surprise. He's that been is. riding well, but uh, that's a that's a powerful team you, you and him are making right now. Yeah, man. It was uh, you know, we we qualified you know first and third, and mm-hmm. and you know it was definitely it's definitely cool. He's he's riding good, and and uh, you know he's it's a new bike for him, and and I think it suits him pretty well. So. Um. Yeah, no, I agree. It's uh, it's been it's been an opening eye opening surprise for I mean Forrest Butler, of course, the old BTO team, you know, went to Rocky Mountain, and uh, people are like, hey, who's this team? It's like these guys have been around for a while. Forrest has been growing this thing, and, and uh, yeah, everyone you know. everyone always asks me how's the new team. I know, I know, <laughs> dude, I get it yeah. too. I'm just like, don't you people follow the sport? Of course, BTOSports.com <laughs> is is great, but um, all right, hey, Davey, thank you for uh, coming yeah, on. No worries. Really appreciate it. Good job in uh, in Glendale. Fifth yeah, very place good and, job. Yeah. Thank you, thank nice you. Nice one, Big Bear. If you need, hey, <laughs> Millsaps, if you need any tips, there's a Grant Langston DVD out riding a, riding a, with a champion. So. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yes. 
if you want some oh, man. Tips. If you had watched uh, that, hey. maybe you would have been the 05 East Coast champion. Oh, jab, jab. Jab, jab. <laughs> oh, I love Davey. Oh, is that like that good. Hey, is that when you tied? Burn. No. no. You tied with Burn. Hanny. We basically. I was, I was Hanny because I, I, I got. He screwed up, out. I screwed up, and it came down not, to not literally he, that. Not he. No. <laughs> Adams took me no, out, I, I did. I screwed up a few times. You screwed up, and it came down the end. It was fun. Loved yeah. it. Well, Langston yeah. also stole the 07 450 title away from Ferry. Millsap, yeah. so. I'm just a thief. He did, hey, he didn't steal anything from that year, dude. He was on it from Washougal no. on. No. That dude was unbeatable. He passed me in Washougal, and because I think it was, I think it was the second moto you won, right? Yep, that's when yeah, Stewart the first, blew his knee. First, yeah. first moto, you're like, eh. Second I took my ankle. Gone. gone. I was angry. Thank I'm you. Like, well, where where'd he come from? You Africa, know? bro. I, yeah. <laughs> South Park. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Even I was like, whoa, that was actually one of my better motos. I couldn't yeah. stand it. I was so mad at GL. Yeah. Hey, but your yeah. guy won the overall with a little well, luck. Well, Wyndham. <laughs> Wyndham pulling over. <laughs> he thought he was... Uh, uh, the Queen of England. <laughs> hey, every national that Ferry's ever won, I think he's won. I think he won five nationals in his career. Every single one was with it a, was two, a story. two-two finish. Yeah, no. Yeah. I remember yeah. Ricky really? blew it at. Uh, Ricky never at, blew anything. Okay, just Timmy. Okay, sorry, Timmy earned that two-two victory. Yes, there we go. <laughs> he won motos, but he never won a national when he won a moto. Uh-huh. His only that. overalls are two, two two, and then he won his one one twenty five championship by never well, uh, not no. winning a yeah, race. Going two two all season long, <laughs> <laughs> and he would go two one in the triples, and and everyone else would triple, and Timmy would just go two single double single, <laughs> all the way to a title. Yeah. So, all right, hey, what enough of talk about this, uh, Millsaps. Uh, Hold on, for Davey, we talked about his seat. He doesn't like soft or uh, hard seats. Do you have to break in your boots before you ride, or are you a new boot guy? Oh no, dude, I have to wear them. They okay, so they have to they have to take some stuff out at the bottom of my boots and then resole them. Oh, just no, so, I can imagine. Just, just, just because, like, dude, I like to. I don't like stiff boots, and they'll bring them to me, and I'll wear them for probably two and a half weeks before I'll race in them. Maybe three weeks before I'll race in them. Dude, you are a diva, dude. Jeez. No, but no, here's the I thing: just, he uses his ankles a lot. Like he, Davey kills the whoops. Because he uses that suspension, Pivots, yeah. and I thought maybe he'd like stiff boots, but now that I know he likes them blown out, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Nice, dude. Blown. I'll wear. I'll wear maybe two, three boots the whole year. Nice. Yeah. Even the yeah, big not, bear. At least I'm not a diva by getting new stuff all the time. I'm not, True. You know. Yeah. At least I'm just wearing yeah. it out. You're the other way, right? Yeah. Out of it. Yeah. 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 You're the other way, but uh, um, <laughs> what, what what about goggles? New goggles are okay. Right out of the box. Uh, I mean, dude, I, that doesn't bother me that much. Okay. Uh, you know, it it's the smell that bugged me. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I want I them washed see that for sure. It kind of, it kind of gets to you. But after I wear them, then I wash them and I put new yeah. lenses in. It, we're good to go. That's and, my and, favorite. And then I heard you're also picky, yeah. picky with gloves. Oh, dude, like, okay, that's the one thing that is probably <laughs> that has to be brand new almost uh, every time I ride on the weekend for sure. Yeah, that's how. Uh, it was. At least every day though, with, during practice. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. They stretch out and they get all big and they start to bunch up and almost like feel like they come off and they slip and <laughs> yeah. Sounds like your ex-girlfriends. <laughs> you stretch them out. Wow. GL <laughs> with the Red Bull uh, Vodkas. Um, goodness. 
Thank you, Davey, for joining us. Great no job worries. this weekend. Uh, thank you for coming on, and uh, and I can't wait to see you this weekend and say hi. It's great. It's always fun. Thanks, Davey. So. <laughs> Miss you, Mud Flaps. Listen to him just yeah. laughing. All right. <laughs> see you, Davey. All right. Davey Millsaps, everybody, brought to you by Pivotworks. Uh, Pivotworks uh, is a great place. Oh, half the price of OEMs. It simplified your trip to the parts counter. And uh, use the code PULPSHOW2017 when you're checking out uh, to get a great deal from those guys, as well as sponsor deals on all of our products that we have, uh, whether it's the btosports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivotworks, X-Brand Goggles. We've got the X-Brand Goggle tariffs coming up. Mm. Moser yeah. will be in studio. Live reading them? To deliver nice. the X-Brands. Sweet. It's going to get weird. It's going to get creepy. I like it like and, that. And, uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> Michelin Starcross 5, KTMPartsExpress.com, Works Connection. Great guys at Works Connection. Kiefer, you've used that product. you use those guys forever. All day long. I love their stance. You can't yeah. beat a simple stand. Everyone overthinks the stand. Yes. Stop overthinking the stand. Or you got that plastic trash. I, I'm not really into that stuff, but I like the aluminum metal stands. Rubber top. Yes, and they even have the little extra rubber for the Honda. Yeah. You can double bag yeah. it on the Honda. Double bag the Honda. It's great. And uh, Atlas neck brace. W wheels, of course. W wheels using uh, supplying a bunch of the teams in the pits with wheels, whether it's Kite, whether it's uh, a Talon, whatever it is, WUSA.com. Uh, EK Chains. Great guys, EK Chains. I used to run EK back in the day when I was a privateer mechanic and Guts Racing, making graphics now for the RCH guys and seat foam, seat bases, uh, everything for the Pro Circuit team, the RCH team, and many others. And Get Data, of course, we just talked about those guys and we're going to offer a discount for that. Let's get to our, uh, our regular con- con- contributor on the show from flyracing.com. JT, what's up, Jason Thomas? Hey, JT. How are you? I'm all right. What's wrong? What's wrong? You're, you okay? you're just all right. Uh, I'm tired. Well, sorry, bro. Um, GL's here, you know, Donnie's here, GL, Kiefer, Janky Ryan. Turn that frown upside down um, and smile. <laughs> <laughs> GL's, uh, GL's I'm some, happy. GL. He's, he's cranked out to here. 10. He's GL's had up. a bunch of Red Bulls, JT, so. Uh, I, I can believe that. Um, <laughs> Fly Racing, F2 Carbon Helmet, Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Cool Max, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon in its standard form is as close to a factory race bike as a helmet can get. Used by fly athletes like Canard and Pike, Millsaps who we just had, Baggett. Uh, the F2 Carbon is out of the box, onto the racetrack, ready. Helmetflyracing.com. Uh, JT, first of all, uh, Trey Canard uh, sighting. When should we expect that? Have you heard anything? Uh, I haven't, no. Um, I don't think it'll be this weekend, but I'm hoping for Dallas. We'll see. Okay, and do we know Weston's Pike uh, broken wrist? How long is it bad? Did we heard a bunch of things at the track? Um, I uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's uh, multiple weeks. Like, well, yeah. When you have you know any kind of surgery or a broken wrist or anything, I think it's going to be a little while. So okay, wouldn't expect him back anytime soon. What a bummer, man! He'd been riding so good. I know. Yeah. When's Barsha back though? <clears throat> Barsha should be Dallas, but probably not. Really? Yeah. Should be, but probably not. <laughs> I, I mean, they said that the, everyone's saying Dallas, and then I don't think. I so. think it's going to be Atlanta. Yeah. Stewart, Dallas, James. No. No. Oh, uh, Daytona. He'll be on a Honda when he shows, though. You think so? Yep. Okay. Yep. But I mean, it, what kind of shape is he going to be in? Like Honda, like build your own motor Honda, or yeah. like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll be able to do a motor Honda. Well, of course, after Roxon got hurt, everyone was like, oh, you know who they're going to call. Right. And Why I said, would they ever do that? Yeah, they they're would. not going to do that. Yeah. I, 
I would have been more surprised if they did. Right, so. right. Um, no disrespect, just you know, more meaning. It's a more complex situation. JT, we got an email for you and Kiefer. It's very important uh, to you guys for discuss this because you are the MX fashionistas. Are you ready? This is from Matt. I have a question for motocross fashionistas Kiefer and JT. They previously had a discussion debate about the fashion requirements of matching brands of helmets, gear, and boots. Correct. This went on for way too long, as we as everybody knows. Uh, this guy, Matt, would like to expand the question to colorways. As an average weekend warrior, Matt only has one, maybe two helmets. Right. What are the best colorways to have that go with everything? Sure, the Dolphins colors canard replica of a few years ago looks great, a fly racing, but it doesn't exactly go well with my red and black or blue and high-vis gear. No. Do I go with a solid cue ball white or all black? Is there another more universal colorway option you guys recommend for the helmet? Um, and you two, I know, Kiefer, you have uh, 30 minutes on this. You could oh, go. yeah, I, could. I love this stuff. But what would you say, Kiefer? Let's start with you. If... For me, I would always go a black helmet just because you can go with anything with that. Plus, you, know? you could put an 8 on the side. Plus, An 8 is great. An 8 is great. But you also, if you want to like take it up a notch, put some stickers on the black helmet and offset it. It looks really you good. You have to put a sticker kit on a black helmet. No, not sticker kit. Just sticker it up a little bit in the visor area. It looks better than the cue ball. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So you yeah. can't go all white because all white looks super lame. Like It just screams I've never ridden in my life. Yes. And the visor's down. JT? I say you go all matte black. Yep. And then uh, th- with the secondary option of what Mathis would do, he would go MXA orange. <laughs> <laughs> Some of their helmets look okay, but then when their gear combos, it looks bad. Um, so get a black helmet, you're telling this guy. Yeah, right? Matt, yeah. Yep. Fly has that matte black, looks yeah, good. Yeah, it's terrible. That's a garbage, what? That's a garbage color. But matte really? black? Yeah. I think a matte black's number, good. Because you can pop it off of that. JT, number one seller. Really? Number one seller, Matt Black Large. Number two seller, Matt Black Medium. There you go. Ooh. Answer that guy's question right there. Mathis, put that in your pipe and smoke it. I don't like any of that, but what, again, like, again, maybe I'm not the number one guy to talk to. So what would you do, Mathis? I would. You're a fashion statement. Thank you. I would get um, just a a neutral blue. Can't go wrong with a a navy blue uh, F2 carbon. What if you have red gear? Blue and, blue and red's fine. So Captain America wears it. Red, white, and blue. So, yeah, just get blue. You can't go wrong with white and blue and What was the guy's name again? Matt. Matt, don't listen to Steve. Listen to JT and me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. You uh, can't go wrong with blue either. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Matt Black. Matt Black. It. Just don't um, get a cue ball, please. Yeah. Don't uh, do guy, Travis, over there. Do you have a question? You didn't answer reply back to me. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. The n-fab.com. Question of the day. The Unfab question of the day. N-Fab.com, proud sponsors of the JGR Suzuki team of uh, Pike, Barsha, Phil, Bichelia, and Weimer now. Looks like Weimer's going to keep going, Good. I would think, yep. for a while. Um, yeah, and uh, N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA, Jeep, truck, and SUV parts, and uh, also to the NFAB Ampro Yamaha off-road team that Randy <laughs> Hawkins runs. Um, big guys, uh, big supporters of the sport, so if you need something for your truck, JT got NFAB stuff on his truck. I had NFAB stuff on my truck. We, we all have NFAB. Uh, so this is the question of the day uh travis marks has it hopefully we haven't covered it but uh what do you got travis hopefully i have no headphones i know not that i don't even have snare in my headphones i have no headphones right um at the beginning of the year everyone picks 
who they thought would get how many wins. Yeah. If you could go back now, four races in and, and do it again, mm-hmm. who would you pick for how many? JT? From- uh, I feel good about my picks. I'm good. Oh, that's confidence right there, JT. What was JT picks? I'm all, I don't in. I'm all in with my original pick. What were they? Uh, Dungy, Eli, Roxon, and I was iffy about uh, Chad. I had Marvin winning one, and I had Anderson win. Um, yeah, Mar. Yeah, okay. Um, I said Sealy was my breakout guy with multiple wins. Multiple wins. I heard that. Multiple wins. Either. I would like to take that back. I I disagreed with you, and he'll tell you I said the same thing. And Cole probably thinks I hate him, but I'm just – I try to keep it real. Okay, yeah. I Um, disagree with you on that one. Okay, let me ask you this, though. I feel now – okay, it's four races in. As we saw with Webb and Tomac and Reed, things change fast. We know that. But I feel Anderson is further away from a win than I expected. Like, okay, this weekend he didn't ride all week. He had a shitty Glendale. I'm not going off that. I just feel he's further away. Like, I thought he'd be closer to the front, battling all the time, and I he's worse than I thought. It's only four races in. Lots can change. Well, that's true. What's that, JT? He just needs to get a start. His riding, I thought his riding was really good at the first, you know, he only raced two main events, mm-hmm. but... This weekend, his arm, his arm was like hamburger meat, so mm-hmm. you didn't expect much. But I thought at the first two rounds, his riding was on point. It just you can't start twelve. You know, we've seen that play out time and time again, where you can't start uh, in the back. Yeah, you guys. So Not with if he rides depth. the way he was the first couple rounds and he gets to start, I think he's. I think he will be right in the mix to win. Okay, Kiefer. Oh, <sighs> uh, I can just tell you, I had a bet that Chad would win a race. With Jay Clark, and he owed me Ruth Chris, so I was hoping that Chad would win. Um, He's like Eli tucked the front end. Yeah, Dude, no, but Eli <laughs> needed stole to, the bike. He needed to tuck front end twice, three twice, times. yeah. Then fall in the stands and not start the bike. Have the bike explode, yeah, and all that, and you know, to to allow Chad to win. So, yeah, I think mine was Tomac. I thought Tomac would have been better, and I think he will be now. Yeah, but I I saw him coming out better than he did. Right. Um, and also, I had Millsaps as doing better too. So really, yeah. I thought I think Millsaps is doing great. Yeah, I just thought he'd be more. I th- honestly thought he'd be podium guy a lot. I thought it. I thought he had a pretty late start though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some injuries, which I agree with you, Kiefer. Davy's got the talent. When he gets it together, I think he will be there. He's not on the line anymore, Gio. He's gone. That's fine. Okay, right. yeah. Just check. No, he knows. Um. Hey, in that podcast I did with Davey, he lists his injuries, and you forget, but sweet Jesus, has that guy hurt himself? Like, seriously. I feel like when I go back and look at my career, I'm like, I was injured a lot. Yeah. He has had some injuries. Davey has. Yeah. So, um, all right. So that's the NFAB question of the day, n-fab.com. Uh, I would like to take back my Sealy thing. I would like to think Anderson would be better, but I still like Anderson to win. I like Marv to win. So what about Sealy? Sealy going to win? Uh, yeah. Marvin win. I said that, Marvin I, I, win before Sealy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And I also think that Sealy could win a race, 
if everything panned out. Yeah. Not meaning Whole like shot. he literally needs a miracle, but no. I'm saying yeah. he needs a little bit of luck. Right. And Cole's a good, solid rider, but he's not the uh, outbreak rider that's going to, like, you know what I mean, just yeah, yeah. break out of his shell. Yeah. Um, he's always been, like, a little bit like um, with Craig lately, just under the radar, like the guy that was under the guy. Right. And But I don't see Sealy as a dominant factor, and I've said it before, and it's nothing. I, I think Cole's an amazing person. It's got nothing to do with personality uh, on the – on another show, people said, oh, you f- I feel like you dog him. I'm like, no, it's not that. You're asking, do I think he'd win multiple races? No. Okay. Right. Could he? Hmm. Possibly. But so do sh- I think? So do on, I think? No. Shit on Sealy so- show. <laughs> See, this is what I get every time. <laughs> I'm, and I'm like, I love Cole. And I would love him to walk up to me and say, look, I proved you wrong, motherfucker. Because yeah. I'd say, you know yeah. what? I'm pumped for you because you're uh, a great dude. Right. JT, do you think... That this Glendale race for your buddy Chad Reed. By the way, how how your your Twitter fight, your Twitter discussion today about helmets? Did it continue on text or not? No, no. I actually we're texting like we were fine. Like that's just that's normal behavior. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 It nope. just spilled over into social media a little bit. <laughs> oh, so it was text first. Day. No, it wasn't. Yes. Well, it, it started it on social. Oh, it did? That's, that's oh. everyday texting right there. It just happened to play out on social media instead of the text today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm going to give Kenny a break because he was, you know, he's probably high as a kite. But spare me, <laughs> spare me on Fox having technology on a helmet that no one else has. Yeah. And, and they make the best helmet. Spare me on that. I mean, come on. I mean. Yeah, I agree with that, but honestly... I, it's a helmet. It's you got agree a, with that? A, no, no, no. I'm saying when I saw him crash, I thought, okay, I'll, he's he's unconscious. I'll give you one he's thing. Out. Go look back several years ago, and I hate to bring it up, but look, look at young up-and-coming kids that passed away from head trauma, and look what helmet they're wearing. I'll leave it at that. I'm just, I'm saying, like, it's EPS shell. You know, it's EPS liner. I mean, it's a shell. It's got it MIPS, maybe, like... It's got maps. I, I let me. Let, I it's standard. Know. I just. I don't like that post by Kenny. I don't like that because. Well, because when you're getting paid. You, you can praise your company. Seven figures. Ah, just. I mean, I, he says, please, other helmet companies, please think of like. That's where I agree with you. I kind of felt like going, hey, bro. I understand we're That's we're good. all there to promote your stuff, yes, but yes. you're basically saying the other helmets suck, and you have no idea. Thank you. And I didn't. I, did, I didn't like I, it. Yeah, I, I kind of thought. And you know what? I've said things like that in the past, and yeah. I look at it and I go, he's a kid. He's trying to do the right thing. He's high as a kite. He's probably high as a kite. <laughs> he told us he's off his pain meds while he looked fucking baked out of his mind. So we'll take that with a grain of salt. But yeah. he's also trying to do the right thing. Yeah, and when you when these companies pay you a lot of money, they want this kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I love get, the honesty get, from you Kenny. You get dogged for doing it, and you get dogged if you don't. That's so a good point, too. Damn if you do, damn right. if you don't. And it's like, but yeah, we'll take you'd with rather keep salt. your sponsors happy then. No, uh, I love Kenny's honesty 99% of the time. I love it. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, he did the right thing. Yeah, but he should have. He should have left it just promoting how. Yes, I th- I'm so glad I was wearing that helmet because I wasn't yeah. locked out of that gnarly yeah. crash. And we got all this technology, Boom. and it's incredible, and everything. Yes. Else, and drop. It. I would yeah. buy that and leave it at it. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, whatever. So then, of course, I, I, the, yeah. the side he doesn't look at or know about is that companies like the one I work for, and every other company, whether it's Bell or Six D or or Troy Lee, 
are spending no, anyone else. Yeah. crazy yeah. amounts of money yep. to improve helmet safety. Yep. So yep. that's uh, so I think that's a little out of place, but his point is not wrong as far as everyone, you know, everyone needs to try to build the best products they can to keep people safe. Just I think anybody would agree with that. Chad, jab, jab by Chad. I love it. <laughs> just great. Right. I mean, I, yep. I feel like I... You know, I feel like I held my own. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just it's, it's the way it was, uh, dude. If it's anyone that knows how to get a chab jab, it's JT. Oh yeah. Oh, they're. <laughs> I mean, I'm second in line, but I give Chad jabs to Chad. So right, right. Yeah, I think it, we all do. It's it's, it's yeah. phenomenal. All right, let's get to some phone calls here uh, from um, who do we got? Parker. Parker, what's up? Welcome to the show. How are you? Good, good. How are y'all? Good. What's going on? Um, had two questions. One about the sand section. One about Webb and Gallagher. Okay. One at the same time. Separate. 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 All right. You can hurry this long. Yeah. Is yeah. that the best sand section we've seen in a while? And um, by that yeah. I mean it's going to be more yep. challenging and made more of a difference on the track than most of the pussy ass straightaway sand <laughs> sections we've seen in recent history. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, agree I don't like away. them in a straight line. They do nothing for me. And, and the turns end up just on the inside. But what was it about that one? Because it was a 270? It was all the way it around? It was a bolt turn. Yeah, bolt turn. So you could carry the momentum. Yeah, okay. I agree. I agree with what you just said. I loved it. Yeah. I think you had to pivot twice as well. It, so. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's you used to ride? Line, yeah, a little bit. I okay. had rollers and the outside was smooth. Yep. So, and then guys like... Did you did you notice Sealy was a little uh, a little feisty with uh, with Dungey? Yeah, so he wasn't wasn't pleased with with Dungey being aggressive or Dungey winning. Yeah, he got after him pretty good there. Yeah, yeah, I got I got no problems with that. Definitely, uh, DV wrote in his column today that he felt it wasn't a great time to do it because it helped Chad catch up and cost cost Sealy time with monkeying around Dungey. But what are you going to do? You know, you want to you don't yeah. want to be a pushover, right? So. Yeah, I don't think it really mattered for Cole because they kind of gapped him. Right, good. right. Like, I think he was going behind him. I think it hurt Dungey maybe more than anybody. Yeah. Uh, what else, Parker? What else you got? Second question. Um, is Webb being televised taking Gallagher to the spot of him and Anderson's crash something normal? I don't think it is. Or has it made a bigger issue because of Anderson's situation last week and Webb's hype this year? Uh, what do you think, JT, of Webb's move there? Uh, I mean, he just picked off. So he obviously didn't, you know, the last lap or whatever last turn. He's in the heat of the moment and trying to explain to Gallagher, like, you know, that he he probably hadn't seen it on TV yet, hadn't right. seen it on video and whatever. So, but none of us here think that there was there should have been there's no penalty for that. None of us think there no, should have and, been. No, and, and right. what is you know Webb's not going to gain anything. It's not like they're going to go. Yep, you're right. Well, we're just going to put Webb in because you would have been if Anderson. You know, there's nothing to gain from that. I think he was just pissed off. Uh, yeah, Park, does, uh, I mean, does, does that usually go on like off camera? Um, like, well, maybe depends back on the, the truck. person. Yeah, it depends on the person in the truck. Because yeah. I could mention certain people that always had an official in their ear or had their ear in their face. Okay, and who would that be? I'll just... like, walking them down to the track to the spot, pointing it out on television. Kind of <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Well, I mean, he doesn't know he's on television. Yeah, he yeah. just got yeah. it. Well, that too. And, and, and in the heat of the moment, guys, he might have said, well, what happened? I didn't see it. And we don't know. And yeah. Webb, under the heat, might have just said, I mean, I know I, I would be. Hey. I would have grabbed him by the shirt and pulled him over. Said, Look at this and shit. Pointed and <laughs> really given him my but 110% full story. In Webb's defense, he did, like JT mentioned, 
he didn't know if Anderson came in there mock four and just cleaned him out, which right. no, did not happen, you know, and Webb yeah, doesn't that, know that. If someone puts you on the ground, you're trying to say, but does that go on behind the scenes, though, for somebody? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think, yes. Yeah, yeah, to absolutely. answer your question, oh, yeah. yes. Really? Absolutely. Hey, I, Parker, okay. do you do you have a bike, Parker? Do you ride? I do. I mean, I grew up. Paul Parabinos was my rival on 60s and 80s. Oh. Back in <laughs> He's still my <laughs> rival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I got it. I just bought a less than a month ago. I bought a YZ250. Okay, well, trying con- to get back into c- it. Congratulations, you want to fly F2 retrospect helmet? How's that, buddy? We'll help you with a helmet. Nice. Oh man, great! Because I'm Jordan Hoover is a uh, pretty much family to me, and uh, I'm wearing one of his helmets. I don't know who that one is. One of his old ones. I don't know who Jordan Hoover and is. A Florida boy. Oh, anyway. okay. Uh, so stay on the line, uh, Travis. I'll get your information. Thanks to fly for oh, the carbon F2, y'all, man. and uh, thanks for the question, man. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Parker, for that. Um, let's get into uh, Verde. Uh, is it Verde? 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 I like Verde. Verde? Is, is that your name? Is that how you pronounce it? Sorry? Uh, Verde. It's a nickname, yeah. Oh, what's up, Verde? How, what, you got a question about Chad Reed? Spicy. Uh, I have a question, actually, for all you guys. And, um, dang, man, I missed the fly helmet, but that's all right. <laughs> um, I listened to the podcast with you and uh, Chad Reed. Yeah. It's great. All, all your podcasts are great. Thank you for those. Thank you for listening, yeah. And, and um, all right, so one thing hit home with me with that podcast, and I'm a huge Chad Reed fan. I'm older now, so mm-hmm. he's kind of like, he's my man. I'm always pulling for him. Um, since he's got on that Yamaha, um, I've noticed since he's been riding it is that he doesn't seem ever to be able to keep the front wheel on the ground. Starts coming out of corners. I've compared him all from last year, um, you know, clutching it, dabbing at the clutch, trying to keep the front wheel down compared to other guys' bikes that seem to be not doing that. Now, he said, you know, obviously, he uh, said, you know, I seem to do better when the tracks are slick. Mm-hmm. I, maybe should throw some, I maybe should throw some dirt down on the start um, so I don't get so much traction. None of this is news to me. I, I've been thinking this the whole entire time. So my question is, is this bike possibly just too powerful? I mean, well, is, there a way to, is there a way to maybe tone that thing down a little bit? There's certainly tons of ways, and he would test that and know that after his experience. The Yamaha Kiefer that you can vouch for is a very fast bike. Yes. Hits hard. Yes. Hits the Yamaha's got m- more torque and more bottom end than any other bike. But Chad knows we'll all simple. this, and, and it's oh, very yeah. easy to fix with, with cams and, and, you know, hot cams, by the way. There's there. a balance, you know. You want, you want motor, right? Did to, you notice he went... Triple quad, no problem, right. over and over. Yep. Like, hashtag just saying. Right. And then Davey was saying, you know, I was having trouble doing it. So there's Hashtag just saying. Um, JT, Chad, is, Chad said that he thinks his bike works better on the West Coast tracks. Yeah, I don't think he's made any uh, – he doesn't really hold things back. Right. That's uh, – <laughs> Um, my, my, my thing is is that, like, JT would know, and, and, and you would know, Matthew, because I think you've been there. His, is this practice track at home, is it, like, loose dirt? Like, is he – because I know when you're riding the sand, obviously you're going to want more motor because you want the bike to pull. So so is it, he's getting that little bit of wheel spin there. So I know he wants the motor. Is, could it be hurting him a little bit? Well, sure, but there's tons of ways, especially with GET, with the GET ECUs and everything, there's tons of ways to deliver the power in a motorcycle nowadays. Did you're the king of shameless plugs, I swear. But, no, no, but I'm saying like... I do like it, though. I know what you're saying, but it is Between perfect. the cams and the ignition, you can program a bike... You know, a lot of what a lot of tuners do, uh, Verde, is they max out a power on the bike, relatively speaking, and then use electronics to bring it down and distribute the or power move, the move way it they around want. Yeah. To a ride so you have a, you have a fire breathing bike, and the ignitions are keeping it down, and you can deliver it how you want. But again, Chad's like a twenty year vet, so he knows all this stuff. You know about how to test and 
and everything else. Yeah, so the, and the, the whole thing that we're we're kind of on the wrong track here a little bit because the soft track versus hard track and why he doesn't think he does as well. That's all chassis. Right. That's not engine. I mean, the engine they can do. That's with easy. The fuel map yeah. and whatever they can do whatever they want with the engine. That's pretty easy. But mm-hmm. the chassis you're dealing with the frame that they built you. You know. Yeah. So, it is what it is. Yeah, there's there's just not as much, and you can move things around, but it's still the same production Yamaha frame, and and that's it's going to have characteristics that are better in some places than others. Well, so that that's what he's talking about. It's not it's not engine. That stuff's all so maneuver. Like you can you can manipulate that stuff so much now with ECUs and the traction control and yeah. all that stuff. If I can chime in real quick, I I personally think what What's Yamaha's stopping done. You now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. They've got the reverse motor, you yeah. know, as they call it, the right. top end, and and they try to center the weight. And I feel like it's good in theory. Bring the weight to the middle and down low. That's what you normally do on any, you know, moving vehicle, you know, call it that. But I think the problem is, especially in Supercross, with that, you now have a teeter-totter sort of effect. You know, seesaw, as we call it in South Africa, where the weight balance is tough because the weight's so neutralized that when you gas it, it falls back, and when you hit the brakes, it falls forward. So I think that's maybe a characteristic about the Yamaha a little more than other bikes. So the power's great. You've got the airbox in the front. You've got direct air. It's it's basically like a a race machine should be. You know, you've got everything in the front. Yeah. Um, But I think the theory didn't quite work out as far as the handling and someone like Chad is such a natural, he can adapt his riding technique towards stuff. And I think even to, for Cooper Webb, he's had to learn. Right. He's learning now through experience that the 450 is a different animal. And if you can't figure it out, you, you're going to struggle a little bit. Uh, JT, can, can we give Verde a helmet, a fly racing helmet out of the, the budget we have for Pulp Mech Show? You want to give away two helmets now? Yeah, can we? JT, I love you, JT. He loves you, JT. Come on, JT. We Even I love you. We won't give away. You're under pressure now. We're all putting pressure on. I'm not sure if you. Hey, know. JT. JT almost made me quit riding. They're they're a little bit expensive. Why did you? He almost make you quit riding. <laughs> no, you said JT. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Florida one time. I was just a local expert, you know, and okay. JT. JT is, you know, a great rider, nothing like that. I not taking anything away from him. I love the guy. He's super fast. But, you know, I think we were at, I was at Hard Rock in that sand supercross track before Daytona. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I know that place. Dude, I had a couple of friends going there to race there, right? So so they were, like, going to race Daytona, so we go there. So we ride. So JT's out there, right? So I'm like, oh, there's JT. Let me hop on behind him. <laughs> I hopped on behind him, and I went back to the truck. I packed up. I went home. I'm like, this oh. sucks. Dude, at Hard Rock, JT was tough to be. Oh, JT, come on, you other guy. Come on. I suck. I, I was like, oh, my God. Terry, uh, Schumacher said it's fine. Craig said it's cool. Uh, JT. <laughs> no, don't put too much, don't put pressure, too much pressure on JT, man. I love you guys. JT, you loved Hard Rock. You lived at that place. You loved it. JT's rapid texting right now. Can I give away another helmet? Um, all right, Verde. <laughs> hey, hey, Steve, Steve one more quick one. Real quick, real quick. This, 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 the settings in the bottle, the genie setting in the bottle. Can I get these? Because like maybe they can come help me set my bike up this week. Yeah, just uh, throw some pixie dust on your bike and, and it'll work out I, all right. I, I don't know if I'm believing all this stuff that everyone's saying. I, I need next week's race to, to, 
the, the track was the best track of the year. It was. All, all these riders, I read all the interviews this week, everybody's all of a sudden they found these these settings that they they couldn't find. All of a sudden, boom, now they got these settings. They all did they all did better, but nobody no one says it's anything to do with the track. Well, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Hey, I think uh I think we talked about it at the beginning of the show and Langston brought it up. He thinks it was track slash setting slash you know, uh, um, just the rider itself. Like, it was a bunch of things that helped Chad, helped Eli uh, do so well. Uh, and I, I think I tend to agree with that. So, thanks, buddy. Thanks I'm, for the call, I, man. I, all right, man. Thank you. Thank you. Kiefer, something that Pike and Chad have told me about Yamahas mm-hmm. independently, mm-hmm. And, and I want to ask your opinion on this. Um, they've both told me that the Yamaha is a difficult bike to set up. Once you have it good, it's very good. Mm-hmm. But track dries out or gets wet. Uh, you go from football stadium to baseball layout, you change anything on the tracks, and you lose kind of where your base was. Pike mentioned the Suzuki is very predictable everywhere, and he doesn't find himself throwing parts at the Yamaha like he used to. Do you agree? I agree. Um, I know I go places a lot with the Yamaha, and I test a lot, but obviously it's in the, a lot in the same areas. Um, but I do notice... If I'm there all day and the track goes away a little bit, gets a little bit rougher, still bump absorption, all that's really good. But the way the bike, the character of the bike cornering changes a lot for me. Mm-hmm. When there's something to bank off of, I love it. It's really good. Yeah. It's when the rut gets blown out and you got to kind of get inside of it and then ease your way around. That's what's, that's the tough part. Right. So... For me, it's all around, it's it's easy to ride for me. People complain about cornering stuff. Yeah, it's not the best cornering bike, but it, it's pretty good. I love the suspension, so I can get along with everything. But he is right in the fact that when the track changes There's during that course. To that. Yeah. Uh, JT, remember our you know, well, yours and Jason Wygant's argument about the 250 LCQ on the TV show? I do. Uh, John wants to continue that. John, welcome to the show. You want to talk about the no 250 LCQ on the TV show? Uh, yes, I do. All right, shoot. Um, What's up? My big thing is like Weege's excuse was is that well Ricky Stenhouse and Dan Patrick got TV time and they're huge, they're household names. Mm-hmm. But at no time before the race started or anything did anybody know that those two were going to be on there. Oh, they so knew. How, how no, that, they knew. How does that? Oh, you mean fans? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, how, I, how does that help us at all? Uh, I, I don't know. Ask why again. You know, and then and then my thing is, is how come Feld isn't doing putting Supercross plugs in other sports? Like, how come? Well, yeah. If I can chime in, I said the same thing on NBC last year. Outdoors, you know, NBC yeah. did NASCAR. Like, oh, we got NASCAR plug, NASCAR plug. I'm like, how many outdoor plugs do we get? I've said that all the time. Zero. I said it all the time. And I'm like, those jackasses. How about giving it back to us? They they did have rocks. Their ratings are sliding and motocross and supercross have been gaining for yeah. a long time. So I feel like it's a two-way street. Now, Roxon was at Phoenix, I think, for a race. Mm, Remember? Yeah, but he didn't. But, I mean, like, he's the by, well, he was like by, the, he's the biggest name in the sport at yeah. the time, right there and then. And he got some recognition. Yeah. Uh, JT and you, you but know, an you, average NASCAR. Uh, yeah. Anyway, no, I'll I'm with you. I'm 100 with you. Like, 
Hey, jer- hey womp, 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 jer- jerkies, give it back to us. Let Dungey throw the caution flag or something. I don't know. Let him drive the pace car. I have no idea. Do something. Yeah, no, I'm so, with you. We we just we jerk ourselves off at NASCAR guys at our races. Like, oh my God, they like us. Mm. Who cares? Beat it. You know. It's, well, you know why? Because they respect it. Because yeah, no, that's awesome. But they look at it. And go, dude, that's a lot tougher than you can see. Do. Our right. TV guys lose their minds over the NASCAR people because they, we we think that's the epitome of racing. It, go ahead, JT. Go ahead. Yeah, some political shit. JT, go ahead. Go ahead. For that, I mean, I I just. Basically the same point. Like I would much rather have racing, I, or that, or right. put at least, at least put it just like they do in NASCAR. Put the racing in the bottom right corner. If you have to go to show something else, at least have the racing on somewhere on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, we agree, John. Uh, Wygant got beat up on Twitter today about that, so that, that made me very happy to see. <laughs> or what's you know? Or why couldn't they have one of these stars be a guest host? Yeah, whatever. I think Gordon was. I think Jeff Gordon was. In they the do booth. come in for yeah. a little bit. Right. Yeah, yeah. They... I mean, it's it's everybody. I mean, I've seen rock stars. Jeff on Gordon's there, worth it. Football players. Yeah, yeah. the other two done. Sorry, but yeah. talking about NASCAR fans. Yeah. Um. No. She's got uh, a yoga and. Hey, John, we're all on just, your side. We're all know, we're all on your side. Driver. So. Um. No, just. Cool idea. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Like, Appreciate it. All right, no problem. Uh, Good point. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of brutal that these guys, you know, we don't have that racing. People are not happy with it, and and I get it. But I mean, I just I don't understand the fascination with these NASCAR guys. We had a NASCAR whole shot challenge. The guy hit the wall. Okay, it was Boya. Almost died. Yeah. Everybody thought it was the coolest thing ever. I'm like, that is MX fails because he knows how to ride. No, he doesn't. Well, he hit the wall somewhat. He doesn't know how to ride. If that was on MX Fails... He stopped a few okay, years ago. Travis Marks, our guy there, was on MX Fails. Uh, Doom Goon. Okay, eating shit. Oh, nice. If, eating if, shit. if you put Boyer... Let me take a picture. Boyer should have been on MX Fails, and we would all laugh at him. But somehow, we thought it was so cool. I'm like, the guy couldn't stop a bike and hit a wall. Right. Like, that's cool? I don't get it. I don't understand. So may, that's may, like to have a motocross or a NASCAR race doing a circle and the guy just running the wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't. That's know. every week. Right. No, never mind. I was shut my mouth. Um, no, I'm, I'm I'm with you guys. I mean, there's respect. I feel like in racing, generally speaking, and real quick, what I want to say was everybody respects motocrosses. I don't care if it's MotoGP, NASCAR, F1. I mean, literally all these guys follow motocross. the top yeah. athletes of our sport. Mm-hmm. Right. But I feel like they respect, they personally respect our sport and our athletes so much. But our sport and our athletes don't get the respect they deserve. Right. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's, it's, it, anyway, it's a one way street. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think. People, as far as the media yeah. goes, yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, JT, uh, I didn't think you answered this question or I didn't get it out before we changed it. Do you think Chad is back? Like, is this. I, I don't know. I'm not saying he can get second, but can he be more in the mix each and every week with this second place finish? I think it's going to be hit and miss. I think if, uh, you know, all day he was really confident, he was in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, I think with age, it becomes tougher to find that level every weekend. And just like in the last couple of years, he's had it. And then there's other weekends where he just doesn't have it, whether he's struggling with the bike or he doesn't feel good, you know, just confidence or whatever the situation is. Um, so I, I think we'll see more of that. I think we'll see weekends where 
everything's clicking and he's, he's on it. He gets to start and he's confident. He runs up front and, and it's like Chad Reed of 10 years ago. But then I think we'll see weekends too where he doesn't get the start and he's just kind of mired in, in a group of really fast guys. Mm-hmm. But he's in yeah. seventh or eighth place and he can't do much about it. So I, I think it'll be a little bit of both. What did you make of Mookie week two, JT? It was pretty similar to week one. Really fast, uh, good starts, and he still doesn't. I, even without the you know the run in with Davy there, yeah. I don't think he would have had the fitness to stay you know with the, that weed group. I think he would have fell back into that somewhere you know ten yeah. or fourteen. You know what? Watching him for me, I just again we haven't seen James. We haven't James last year wasn't James. You know what I mean? He was wasn't himself. Yeah. Watching Mookie in practice, I'm like. Fuck, is this guy good? Talented. You know what so I mean? So good. Fun to watch. Dude, fun to watch. Yep. So in, so innovative. Technical. Unique. And I was like, oh, yeah, James used to be like that. You know what I mean? I yeah. haven't seen him for... But I don't know. I, I So I like watching Mookie, man. Like, he's... I like watching Because you know too. 250s, you can only do so much on tracks. You're limited by the size of the bike. You're only going to go so far. It opens well, up the track. Now he's on a 450, and now he's wheel tapping. Now he's jumping. Now he's able to do things. And I'm just like, man, that's a that's a sweet riding style. And the bike looks pretty good. Yeah. Like, watching the bike, I'm like, oh, it looks yeah. pretty good. Yosh does the motors, FMF pipe. I think that's weird. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder how that I works. I think that, you know, you're buying a motor package, you'd want the pipe with the motor. Yeah, but, yeah maybe. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, I watched him and Cooper drag mm-hmm. race one time this weekend, and it was uh, I'm just gonna say that it looked like Cooper was substantially on a faster motorcycle. Hmm. I'll Com- just put it that way. Coming down a star straight or coming back? Uh, one time on the star and then one time coming back. Okay, yeah. And both times What's they were the just flat though? out and. Uh, no, I was just asking where. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But this was a track yeah. where you could actually tell there was right. there yep. was. Places where you could actually well, open this. You know what doesn't surprise me? Power to weight ratio. I mean, the Yamaha's yeah, yeah. got the power. Yeah, and Cooper's, Cooper's light. light. Yep. Mookie's heavy on a you know, sluggish bike. You know, yeah. you really notice too is, is McElrath's bike got him got him some some room in the LCQ. Got him room in the in the main. Dude, he ripped a whole like from the main. I was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, that was that was great work. Uh, JT, thanks, buddy. Thank you for coming on. Sorry, it was so no late for you. Uh, fly racing, flyracing.com. Uh, best gear out there, bro. And uh, thanks for coming on. And Oakland Day Race this weekend, bro. It is. It's gonna be an early morning. Do you like that? Uh, I do. I feel like it's. Uh it's a little safer in the Oakland metro area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, it wouldn't be you without a rip at the Oakland race itself. It just wouldn't be you. I, I feel like I, hey. I, I do Daytona and you do Oakland, you know? So, uh, all right, buddy. Thank you for coming on. See you, JT. JT. Right. Jason Thomas, everybody from flyracingflyracing.com. Dude, real quick, yeah. when I was in Oakland, I went up there one time when I was training Cunningham. And okay, we're I Facebook Live. Right. We're on the stream right now, Facebook. But, um, okay. They had an armed security guard in the drive through line at Taco Bell what? across. I swear to God. People jacking burritos? <laughs> I think they were jacking more than that. But uh, bulletproof vest, gun. Dude, do not, take my, ch- do not take my chalupa. Dude. Do gor- not. Gorditas. I was like, man, I'm back in Africa. Uh, all right, let's get to some phone calls. The guys have been on hold for a long Dude, time. Chicken First quesadillas up is, uh, are good, Mike. Mike, you got a question for That's why I went there. the Grant Langston about his career? Yeah, Grant, what's up, man? How you doing, buddy? 
Oh seven Southwick where you kick Stu's ass, dude. I was there. That was the <laughs> shit. <laughs> that was the shit, dude. Um, anyways, yo, you let's get back on this Yamaha. Yamaha is a piece of shit. The Yamaha bike's a piece of shit. Let's get real. You, you can tell them that you, the 06 through 09 Yamaha is way better design than that new backwards piece of shit. Oh. Well, you know. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> Basically, what you, what you said is, you know, I feel like it comes back to rider preference, you know, and, and I was talking to Kiefer about this earlier and, and other friends like Donnie and Mathis and that before, and it's like, I, I feel like a lot of my career was molded around the KTM because that's what I grew, grew up, meaning when I went pro and started becoming like Faust, yeah. like from going from qualifying to winning, and it's different things, and then, you know, uh, the Yamaha, when I went to that, was just different to the KTM, so yeah. for me, it was a tough transition, but yeah, no, 07, 08, 09, I know people have different opinions, and even to this day, you know, there's people that feel like they love it, they hate it, they, they're confused, but um, now that was a fun race. I like the sand. I mean, I, I sucked in it. I went to Europe, and then I was pathetic, yeah, absolutely really had to pathetic. Learn how to ride it, huh? Yeah. Like yeah, horrible. I think you got second, right? You got second that race? I mean, because yeah. Carmichael just destroyed it, but you just, the way you gave Stuart that run. I, I, I tried to run up on, on, on Carmichael, and I gave it everything I had. I felt like every lap was a qualifying lap. And I got close to him, and I think he just said, like, I saw an interview lately, and he said, I liked winning, but I hated losing more than anything. Yeah. And I felt like he looked over his shoulder and looked back and goes, Langston? Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. There's no fucking way I'm going to let him beat me. And he put it down, and he he was just like that carrot that I couldn't catch. He was, he was good just at, in he, front of yeah. me. He, I think he's lost. Uh, without a DNF, I think he lost. Uh, I don't think he lost the moto itself like, without DNFing. Now that without, we don't without, race each other, I love him, but yeah. I fucking hated him. Yeah. yeah. Hey, another quick question. Hey, didn't you race on J-Law's team for like a year or something? A few months. Or, yeah, a few months. So what was that? Just like a quick fill-in or some just bullshit? Well, uh, it's, a, it's a long story. That would have to be another show. Yeah, that's, my, right. that's my boy too. That's my boy. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Appreciate buddy. It. Appreciate He's it. He's a character. Awesome. We'll uh, leave it at that. Uh, Dark side, what's up? You've been on hold for a while. What's up, bud? How are you? What's up, man? I'm pretty in awe of everybody in the studio tonight. Got my favorite TV announcer, my favorite co-host, had my favorite rep on, and my yeah. favorite media guy. And uh, Moser, Moser's here too. Oh, nice. What's good questions? Always. Yeah, always. Nice. He's here to deliver his experience in person tonight. Oh. His oh, buddies. I guess his buddies were busy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I got a um, technique question, and you know, before I realized GL, and it was mainly for Kiefer, but everybody can answer. Well, why um, don't you buy the DVD I, from GL, and then all your answers will be. Yeah, please you know, do. Yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. Fuck. But, right, but right now, <laughs> I sh I struggle with um, looking ahead in corners, especially ruddy corners. You know, I want to look straight down because I feel like I'm gonna miss the rut. And I still not, do, bro. Yeah, I happens. promise okay. you. Would you have any, you know, I know you're supposed to look ahead. You got any techniques to help with that and try to, yeah, so I can I'll, think about it more. I don't know. I'll take this one. Just give him half the advice and buy the other half the DVD. Get right to the point. Get him to the point. <laughs> I'm trying to. Off. I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm going to give you the tip and then tease you. Yes. The rest of the time. Give yes. him the tip. Yeah. Go. Kiefer, yeah. Gotta love GL, honestly, man. Gotta honestly, love GL. <laughs> thank you. Honestly, like, take some duct tape and put it across the bottom of your goggles. You don't have a freaking choice but to look up. Really? Huh. I did it once. That's super weird. It's been, I know. Yeah. Dude, look at me. Yeah. Am I not Gerald. weird? Yeah. Gerald. Yeah, exactly. I feel like he's just trying to make get me laughed at. No, I swear. I've 
duct taped the bottom. Well, my dad duct taped the bottom of my goggles and took my seat off. So I stood My dad took my seat off too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when my ass, when my ass had freaking yeah. black lines on both sides my, of the my butt dad cheek. disconnected my rear brake one time. He was like, "Yeah, go rod." Yeah. He's like, "Figure out corner speed." Yeah. Just um, it's it's tough, but. One thing that helped me was if you can have somebody that literally could stand in the middle of the track and go from one side to the other so that you see them twice a lap and just go, look ahead, look yeah. ahead, look ahead, and go do a long motor as long as you can just with your buddy going, look ahead, look ahead. Because eventually when you come around this certain bend, you think, oh, I'm going to see my fucking buddy with a look ahead sign. And, you know, the old saying, subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, besides just saying, like, to really piss you off with saying, look ahead and duct tape your goggles on the bottom half or whatever. Yeah, no. There's a few okay. suggestions, All but right. get some friends. Buy the DVD get some reminders. Tra- training with a champion, training like a champion, w- w- riding with a champion. Yeah. Grant Langston. Oh. Training with the champ. <laughs> There's another name of it. Yeah, that's better. Grant Langston, uh, MX training with the champ. Uh, t- can you Instagram that photo out too, the other DVD, so we can help people? Uh, help people get better. I forget. Thanks. I forgot the exact Thanks, Darkside. Name as well. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, I'm looking right at I'm GL like, and there's nothing there. I'm there's like, a, it's Grant Langston. Uh, Later, yeah, Darkside. Uh, All right. Uh, Thanks for the question. Live from Australia, it's Lips. Lips, what's up? G'day, guys. How you going? Good. What's going on? Oh, well, we've got a pretty awesome bunch of people in there tonight, so I was looking forward to hearing what people think of my question. Um, my question is a little bit about TV ratings. And when you're talking about Ricky Carmichael and Jeremy Regrath a few weeks ago, and you're talking about who was the better rider and blah, blah, blah. But a pretty important factor of them two is, too, Jeremy Regrath brought really forward the TV side of Supercross. Like, he pushed so much of that, and he was so good with the media. Um, I thought that he was better with the media than what Ricky Carmichael was, which I think really elevated the sport a lot. And then when you go forward now and you look at, say, Ken Roxon, Ken Roxon has got, he's kind of like, in my opinion, he's like how Chad Reed is with the media, but he has the sportsmanship of Ryan Dungey. He's that perfect mixture mm-hmm. of personality to really elevate the sport and move it forward again. Like, he's that sort of, sort of Jeremy McGrath mixture, but of a newer version. Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you I, think he can elevate it? Uh, I don't know if he can elevate it, but I totally agree with you. If, I'm a, if I had a gear, handlebar, uh, Air Fork company, whatever it is, I would want Ken Roxon as my he sells as my product. spokesman. Yes, he's he's worldwide. His English is perfect. Uh, he's, he covers all the world over the world. He's fast as shit. Uh, everything you want. He's honest. He's social media friendly. Kenny's a total package, and he comes on this show unlike Ryan Dungey for three weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> what does everyone think? Like, don't you think he's that perfect storm that could really make something special for the sport again? Aside for, I mean. Bring in an amazing outside sponsor and really push everything forward again. That sort of person. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, I, I agree with you to an extent. He brings a different, um, uh, I feel, international crowd. I feel like Kenny's made um, the U.S. National and Supercross Series, which is pretty much what it is, more international, which a lot of riders have done, but I think he's done it very well. And, um, you know, if you keep it just simple. Listen to me. Tony. Oh, you had a button? No. Tony. Oh, okay. Listen to me. But he's also, I mean, he's got, he's got a, he's got a big following. You know what I mean? Like social media wise people, like you said, international, he's not going to say 
the perfect thing every time, do the right thing. I mean, he's still a kid, but I agree with what you're saying. He keeps it real. He brings a certain excitement. He brings a different factor to it. But you got to have laser, people like laser, him. Laser, laser, laser. But you also got to have people <laughs> like Dungy. You know, I think Ryan Dungy's a, a phenomenal yes. uh, role model for the sport. And kids. And then you need a Tony Alessi in the sport. And you need Evans Freeze. There's and you serious need, shit going on with those guys. And you need a, you know, you know, I mean, you need all these personalities the to make the sport the sport. I'm fucking talking, Mathis. Quit hitting buttons. It's Tony. It's not me. <laughs> hey, I'm, but you get what I'm saying. Yes, like you I need agree. a bit of everything. Yes, I agree. Kenny's international. Some people hate him. A lot you, of people love him. You were good. You were a great, I think, rider in our sport as far as honesty in the interviews. I think you wore your heart on the sle- on your sleeve when you rode and when you did interviews and things like that. You were honest. I didn't think you about know? the social media following, which well, I think a lot of guys do now. Exactly. That wasn't around back I just day. said what was on my mind, and I was raised, don't be a pussy, put your right. big boy pants on, yeah. do the right thing, do this, do that, and, do that. And I thought, and, and look, I know we got beef, me and RC. I thought RC was fake a lot of times in those interviews. Hmm. You know what I mean? I just thought he... Yeah, everybody rode great. He's a really good rider. You know what I mean? Like he got maybe it's because he won so much. It was easy for it's him to say that. It's easy to but, say that when you right. win. I agree. I right. agree with what you're saying, and I like RC. Yeah, but no, it's just I want off I record. Want, I'm sure one day after a few beers, he'd be like, "Yeah, you're right." Yeah, I, I want honesty from my athletes all the time. I don't feel like RC and Dunge give me that, but you need that from those guys, you know. Um, so got to have everything. Yep, exactly. And also, but also too, like our season is a bit more respected, like your retirement, something like Ron Villapoto, whereas Jeremy McGrath was respected the whole time he raced, and so was Ken Rockson. So therefore, he plays a bigger part in the sport at the current time when they can do something with it. Yeah, that, that's uh, yeah, sort of yeah. why I'm making correlation between the two. Right. And um, but in saying that, if you think about it, what sports can you bring? You can't bring Pepsi in because Monster Energy own it. You can't bring a camera sponsor because GoPro's got it. But they've sort of the whole field has sort of yeah. hit everyone to yeah. the point where you couldn't do anything with it, even if you had an opportunity like that. And, and before I go to Grant Langston, thanks for making the motocross enjoyable again. I fucking love it. It's great. Cheers, mate. All right, man. Thanks. Good day, mate. All right, see, all right, see, you, boys. see you. Awesome. Thanks, Lips, for calling all the way from Australia. Um, <coughs> Thanks. Hold on. Thanks, you. Hey, uh, are we still streaming on Facebook? Yes. Okay, I think we need to stop. Okay. We're going oh, to the part of the show. That, yes. Okay. You know, Kiefer's, all right. Kiefer's part. So thanks, everybody, on Facebook for tuning in. I, we had some cable issues again, but what would Pulp be? Without massive issues each and every week, streaming or Facebook Live or any sort of technology that we do. What it, would we be it without was, it? You say massive. I say uh, they're just opportunities for growth. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to try to do this each and every week. If we can on Facebook, on Racer X, we thank those guys. Although we were swearing and we are told not to swear. It was a Facebook thing. It wasn't a Racer oh, X thing. Oh, we can't swear Facebook? Fa- apparently Facebook said don't swear, oh. but the the South African is it's pretty bad sometimes. It's swearing, yeah. so I don't know how that's going to go in week three of this. Um, so let's um, uh, no, we don't, Travis. So let's get into a little bit of Kiefer talk here and shut the stream down. Stream down. <laughs> stream down. Now, kids, go stream to sleep. Stream down. Stream down now. All right, welcome back, everybody. All right, so couple things with you Kiefer oh two things okay well we got Kiefer after dark and then we have the Marty thing oh Marty look I'm not 
I don't want to turn this into like a big thing yeah. about Marty thing. Okay, I don't want to do either. that. It's his personal life. Yep. He fucked up. It's not good. Uh, and great job by him to win the heat race this past weekend and, and maybe overcome some of that. <laughs> right. What do you overcome? Am I going to have to shut your mic off, Jill? Am I going to have to shut it off? I just can like, you handle this? Wait, when you said. It's his personal life. Yes. It was personal until he posted it on. I know, but, out there. but people already uh, think like I'm out to get the guy or whatever. No, I'm, we, I'm okay. Okay, so listen. I'm gonna. If you, if, take if you dick can't pics, get, if you can't stop. My giggling. dad always said, if you play with fire, eventually you'll get burned. Okay, that's all. I'll listen, leave it at that. Uh, Keith, I can comment. <laughs> yes, go ahead. I'll keep it PG thirty. You are just. I feel this is just right down your alley as far as yes. What advice? Would you, should you give Marty about this whole thing? So, let's say... <laughs> I will shut your mic off. I, I want to preface this with what he does... <laughs> Langston can't even handle What he does up. in his own time, that's his deal. Yeah. I don't know a situation with his wife. Yeah. I don't know none of that, yeah. okay? Yeah. But if Marty was my buddy, Marty called me and said, Kiefer, I got a situation going on. I asked for some nudes. Uh, found out the chick was married. Dude blew me out on Instagram. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, Marty, let me tell you something. You should have got some more background before you started asking for nudes, okay? Feel the chick out a little bit more. Like, don't just go straight for some ass. You know, find out what's going on. And maybe do a little bit of stalking on your own. Look up on Instagram. Maybe look at her fucking pictures on Instagram. Find out the chick has a dude or not. You see a picture with her and her dude and 10 out of fucking 20 pictures? Calm down. Put your cock back in your pants. Whatever you is that you need to do, relax. Okay? Go beat off. Take care of your problem. Mm-hmm. And I bet you 10 bucks you wouldn't want a damn nude picture. Okay? Because here's my deal. If I bone, I'm good for a day. I don't need nude pictures. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. If I, me and Heather have sex, two days, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm at work. I would like some something from Heather. You know, send me something. Some good. Yep. Take care of your problem. Do some research first. Don't just go blaring just because you're Marty and you're badass on a dirt bike doesn't mean someone's not going to out to get you. And if you saw that screenshot photo that we all know that happens when you send a Snapchat out to somebody. No, but it was a photo of a. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> of a what? But Can I put your head? Are you going to be, uh, behave? I'll behave. Okay, hold on. All right, you're <laughs> back. Behave. Okay, you're back. So. Oh, it's a photo of a photo. But it, okay. you, you see in the in the text, she was like, hey, are you sure? You know, I don't want your wife. You knew she was kind of not a slut that we would want as moto guys. Hey, send me some photos. Boom, you got one right away. She's already asking questions. You just back away. Just back away. Do you have away. any problem with her setting him up? Well, yeah, I do. Okay. And I got more of a problem that the dude's not checking his chick. Going, what the fuck? Why are you even getting this far into the conversation? No, but don't you feel like... I've already devoted too much time to this. But don't you feel like that that Marty hit her up and then she said, hey, come here, look at this, and then they started? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but it doesn't matter. The fact remains is what happened, right? right? And like I said, he may have... what I don't know his program. That's Whatever he does is what he does. But all of us as men, I want nudes. I want them all the time. If Heather... Would kick down. I'm in. I'm not Listen like. To me. I'm not going to deny it, mm-hmm. right? If mm-hmm. I'm gone for a week, what do I ask all the time? What do I need? I need some. I need some stuff mm-hmm. to get me through the week. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just natural. All of us yeah. do it. He's just got yeah. caught. It sucks for him. I feel bad almost for him. Like it sucks. Right. 
Dude, I think this chick's into me. But you got to do some. You got, you got to do a little bit of research before you go yeah. to doing it, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Chris you Kiefer. Call got a town immediately. Everybody. Like, you got to like dad the brakes. Had some advice, and I knew that you would offer that up. Yeah. That was that was very good. Yeah. Bad deal for. Let me rethink a few things. <laughs> let's get no, into I let's get into some much. stories, GL. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's go. No, I don't send dick pics to everyone because of this. My ex-co-host, Kenny Watson, had a portfolio of rod shots. What? Well, that's impressive. He had, like, what do you need? Half, full, but soft? What do you need from me? And, I'm, and, he, and he was like, doesn't everybody? And I'm like, no. No, no see, I you know, know like, people's names rhyme with something. Creepy Kenny. Creepy Kenny. Yeah. Here's the thing: like, I don't even send dong shots to Heather because dong shots aren't even like flattering. It's like it's a dong. It's not really attractive. You should see yeah. mine. I'm blow your um. mind. <laughs> I just had to say. No, it's not that impressive. All I right. mean, it kind of uh, is. So that's that's Kiefer's advice. We're gonna have a Kiefer after dark question coming up too. Also, so people beware, uh, be warned about that. It's coming up here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, let's do. I think it's time to do it, Trav. I think it's X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off's time. Yeah, let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Kyle Chisholm, Freddie Norn, Brock Tickle, just some of the guys that wear X-Brand. Jay Owen wears X-Brand. Ben LeMay. Gary Sutherland. Gary Sutherland. LeMay won a main event. Jay Owen won the overall again in Arena Cross. It's killing right They now. wear X-Brand goggles. EKSBrand.com. Uh, use the code PULP17 to save. Uh, if you don't have clear vision uh, from the X-Brand, you won't win. And Jay Owen, Ben LeMay, proving that thanks to Tickle and Chisholm. Great goggle. EKS.-S, uh, the new model that Kiefer refuses to wear. Enjoys them. I haven't gotten it yet. Likes them. I re- does not wear them. Tested it. Reviewed it. Only got that pair. And now I have nothing. Oh, what's up? You can't have just one pair. That's it. You, you need multiple pairs? Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. like Millsaps. I need a new pair okay. of goggles. All, all right. He's kind of a so, big deal. <laughs> yeah. Over there in the corner, here he is. Getting set up. Our own Corey Moser. Never heard of him. You got to turn the mic on. Uh, well, Travis, not help me out here. I said turn it on. Okay. Did you say Corey Moser? Never heard of him. Welcome to the show, Moser. Hey. Uh, you're in here. You give us, you and your buddies, every week, you deliver these questions for us. Let's be honest. Mostly it's my buddies, and I just provide the information they ask. <laughs> now, where did the buddies <laughs> thing come from? I don't even know, honestly. Yeah. I think it was Travis. Looking, looking back. Right. I don't know, you caught a hold of... No, no. What it came from was a year-end review show. Oh. You gave a lot of credit to my buddies for providing the content. Yeah. Because I think you told me my buddies haven't come through once with my questions. So, uh, well, um, n- n- shocking. Mathis gets a hold of something and just runs with it. You are in town ground. for a con- heated floor convention. That's what I do. Uh, I get cut off. <laughs> heating convention. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm in the heating business. So I was in town for uh, an ashtray show and uh, managed to sneak by. How show. are you handling? Did you bring the heat? I, uh, I'm not going to warm you up, Gio. My jokes How are, are you cheesy. handling the Andrew Short retirement? It's going pretty good. Yeah. Oh, All things considered. Yeah. I mean, he's still on. He's riding. He's into it. The races. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, he seems happy. If yep. he's happy, I'm happy, right? <laughs> hey, stay strong, dude. I, did, I went through it with the 15. Stay strong. It gets well, easier I mean, from here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and then you're always thinking maybe there's a chance of a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I think we're, I think we're, you know, that ship's you, sailed. You did in a group text say that perhaps Shorty should get on Roxon's bike. Did I say that? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I did. That yeah. just makes sense. Right. He's too busy doing rally stuff. He wants to be the a rally racer. Andrew Short, super fan behind you, Moser. He, so. uh, yeah. he says he's busier now than he's ever been, which is ironic. 
you know, I'm sure Gio can account to this. When you're a pro rider, I'm sure you feel like you're really busy and all this. And then you get a real job. And you realize maybe that wasn't so bad. Right. No, not really. I just, I just fucking kick it. <laughs> I'm living off my laurels. There's a drop. I just right walk there. around yeah. like a show pony. That is a drop. I'm a show pony. Ask him. Someone like, marked. It. Someone marked that drop for sure. I just kick it. Um, I just fucking. No, so, I, tr- I do. I actually do try and work now that nowadays. But I, like I tell people, <laughs> when people, I work so hard. I'm like, I just work. Like yeah. I'm lying if I say I work very hard. Right. Right. I'm, done that as a race and now yeah. i just work because hey, and what i enjoyed and and what if you had your you know old factory contracts and you know you, you went through a divorce you probably went through some money what if you just had all your money back in the day it would I just pro- be i don't know where it'd be dude. maybe six feet underground like pete grant langston cash was a lot yeah it was a lot and and, and you know now yeah. you're like oh god yeah but you also retired yeah, at age 35 so that i mean that's a long no, I was forced into retirement at 25. Shit, were you only 25? I'll do now. Well, when I won my championship in 07, I was 25. The next year, was, I, I was done. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah. I, and, and you made money in the good old days, too. I made I made, I made, made good money like for Ch- a brief time. Yeah, like Chad was saying to Roxon and Barsha during their R8 baller thing. He's like, yeah, you guys, you know. Yeah. What you make isn't what we made. James, you, Chad. I mean, you weren't quite on those guys' level, but you made You're pretty out, good Yeah, I was, I was the next level. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you ever blow stupid money on, like, private jets and stuff like Reed and no. Stu or anything? No, 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 no. Never bought nothing dumb? Never bought a car? Oh, yeah. No, but I mean... But not a jet or anything. Like, like, like an buy, R8 or anything. Yeah, crazy. what was your... Did you buy a Ferrari or anything like that? No, because right when I got to that point where I th- one of those things, I, I just was starting to have a family. Okay, so I'm like, yeah. You're a comp- you're gonna be the world's worst dad to buy a two seater car with a family. Like, I'm gonna buy a Ferrari that none of you can sit in. Yeah, yeah. Like, what a dick, you know. So, I just, I mean, my luxury was like Mercedes or yeah. BMW yeah, or yeah. you know something along right, those right, lines. Right. But, um, you know, you know what? You know, fuck kids. I'm I'm getting rid of them and I'm gonna get myself a Ferrari now. Two seater. Boom. I told them. I'm like, you guys, I'm like, you guys are a massive handbrake. I'm yeah. like, I'm tired of your kids. Right. Grow up. Let's hurry up. You're really being a handbrake. I hey, want to move on. Do you do you enjoy uh, doing the color for the TV traveling and all that? Do you still are you into it? Like, does it get to be a drag where you're like, oh, I want to stay home? It's it's twelve weekends and it's long uh, flights and you know what it is. The twelve weeks near the end of it, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. And then by the time we get to now, mm-hmm. where it's still a few months coming up, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm pumped to you're go into it because yeah. I've had that break. Right. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job, by and the I've, way. I've tra- thank I, you. Thank I you. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm being dead serious right now. It's been a, a self-conscious job. It's been something that was, I thought would be, yeah, 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 yeah. People are like, you know your stuff. You, yeah. you, you're good talking, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you get there, and it's like, it's different. It's And then I got very self-conscious in the beginning. And I think a part of it was, which I realized afterwards, in motocross, you, you were so focused and prepared and trained and then I came into this so nonchalantly, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I'll just be me. Yeah, but yeah. then I got self-conscious. Started thinking about and it. And people were like, oh, what training do you have? I'm like, nothing. Yeah. So, like, it definitely was tough in the beginning. Right. Um, and then I think after a little while, especially like this last year, where, um, which is now year three, where people said, overall, like, I got that vibe, generally speaking, that more people enjoyed it than not. Yep. Um, the reviews are good. NBC liked it. Uh, you know, I like I like your honesty. I, I like 
Emig. He's a buddy of mine. I've told him this to his face. You've Je- told me this. Jeff, you're a Supercross champion. You can be critical. Fill us in. You can yeah. be critical of these dudes and fill us in. You did this. Thank you. A- and please do it. And Emig, and Emig's like, ah, I don't want to piss anybody off. You know, he's got all these different things going on. And I get it, but I feel like you deliver what I need where you're like, I don't know about that move, or that move's fine, or this guy hasn't been great lately. I love the honesty that you provide. I think you do a great job with that. And I wish Jeff would do more of it. Jeff's very good, but I wish he would do more of it. The guy was, for a couple of years, Jeff Emig was the best rider in the world. Or, yeah, or oh, absolutely. Right, so. I mean, Jeff, I mean, I, I, I'm a Jeff Emig fan, you yeah. know. So now that we both do, do TV Supercross and motocross, like, yeah. whether I, I don't really like it, but I feel like we get compared all the time. Yeah, and and yeah. I look up yep. to Fro, and, and people say, oh, I like you more than him, or I like this, or I like that. And, you know, for me, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, maybe it's new, it's fresh, it's different. I don't know. Uh, Davey Coombs said one thing to me one day, and he goes, you know what? After five, maybe to seven years, people have heard your sayings, they've yeah. heard your. Yeah. whatever the, like they start getting burnout like yeah. you, you have to almost reinvent yourself yeah, yeah. and Jeff's done it for a long time yeah. and Jeff I think works so hard on being um, uh, getting over the you know his speech impediment which I think is a yeah, it's huge. big thing yeah. you know and then of course just being polished uh, sounding good doing all this yep. but I agree with you guys a little bit where sometimes I wish Fro would just throw in just a little bit Give of us uh, something, yeah, yeah. Like when I smash this guy, like just, yep. I want to hear him tell me something where I'm like, that's why I love the guy too. Yeah, no. And I do, I do love Emig a lot, yep. but I, I, I agree in, to an extent. And and people out there might say, well, I think Emig's a lot better than you are, Langston. I, I wouldn't disagree with yeah, him. That's fine, whatever. Yeah, it's it's personal preference. But when I walked into it, I said, I've, I'm not polished. I'm not an expert. They said, "Be you. Yep. Start with that, and then we can work from there." And they just said, and then you they know were what? Like, then they were like, Neither "Holy the... shit! Maybe just back it down, yeah. being you. Be you, but cut out <laughs> half the words. <laughs> that way we can fit in the four-hour show and show up on time." Well, let's face it. I've we, never been late. We discussed this. The I've, motocross. I've walked up, plugging my headphones in, we're... and then smiled one second before right. air. Why well, I've like, never he been is, late. He is the master of that. Where's GL? Where's GL? GL. Here he comes. Yeah. <laughs> Lastminute.com. That's me. Um, all right. Moser in the corner there. X-Brown Gutierrez. Are, uh, are you nervous, Moser? Can you handle this? Uh, I'm mostly worried. I'm sitting in Travis's chair. There's some lines blinking here. Do you, are you doing your job all right here, Trav? No. Okay. Should I be worried about these? No, do not be worried over there. No, don't don't worry. All right. Oh, here we Did go. Can you play the intro? Uh, ask him to do it. Do I, do I get to hit buttons? <laughs> oh, man, I'll hit some buttons. <laughs> we did it, right? Okay, whatever. Let him, let him do it. Yeah. 15 second rapid fire Q&A. Rapid fire. All right, let's do it. 30 seconds. You have to, It's for me, you, and Kiefer, and 30 seconds to answer. And who provides these questions? Um, Corey Moser? Don't know him. Don't know him. Never heard of him. Nope. All right, starting with Steve. Yep. How would you like to structure the post-race interviews? Um, I would l- like to go back to top three in the po- by the podium, one-on-one interviews, and then everybody go back to the pitch, just like kind of how they were doing. <laughs> these press conferences suck balls. Okay. Sweet. All right. I don't know enough about that, but why are they doing it this way? Just trying to be more professional. Every sport has it, so I understand. But they're it's not a, working. It's a f- full time. 
It's not working. It's not working uh, yeah. for me. Oh, and because I'm in studio, now I can ask a question my question because that answer sucked. So, assuming they had to structure a post-race interview like a normal sport, how would you like it structured then? Fuck you, fuck this, fuck everyone. Well, no, I think, okay, the way we were doing it, we, okay, 10 minutes at the table, press conference, da-da-da-da-da-da. First of all, clean out half the fucking media that's there. Okay. Right, so, well, how do you how do you decide who's real media? I don't know. Uh, do they have legitimate website where they report on what they hear at the press conferences? What should right. free press? Yeah. If you use the quotes from the press conference, you can stay. If you do not do anything with the press conference quotes, get the fuck out. Second of all, boom. The riders are supposed to stay after the press conference for one-on-one -on -one interviews. They're not staying right now, and that's an issue. So, I would like I would have them stay. After they talk, hang out for another 10 minutes, 15 minutes. They're getting paid millions of dollars. Sorry, bros. You got to talk for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Hang out for one-on-one -on -one interviews. Yes, yeah. You see in F1, they have a... Park for May. Yep. Yeah. And they have media people, and they and know, the, and I'm, they make their guys go and the, talk to all the key every people. Every driver has to go to the has Park to. for May. I talked to... Ch contract. Chad and I talked this morning about this, because he was asking me about this press conference deal, because he wasn't happy with the way it's going. And then when I told him what I wanted, he said that was a dumb idea. There's so. a way to slipstream it, I, agree. Uh, I yeah. think, to streamline it. The, I'll tell you what. KTM and Honda were, the, from what I understand, I could be wrong, were the main instigators about saying Ryan Dungey and Ken Roxon are saying the same thing to 10 different dudes, and we want to get rid of that. And I get that, except we're talking five minutes to 10 guys. Big deal big deal you're getting paid millions of dollars i'm i'm sorry there's no other way around it like i don't see the problem in this so. um except for i'm just going to tell you it doesn't matter if, if it's 10 guys for five minutes and you feel like okay it was worthwhile it's yeah. one thing but when like you said it's some of the super fans or whatever yeah, yeah. And, and like you said people that shouldn't be there and i'm just i'm not defending guys because i know some guys need to actually grow up and realize like you're in a very fortunate position, and this is part of your job. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't say in your contract you have to spend X amount of time with the media, but it is a unwritten rule. And if you can't do that, okay, why not? And if but, and, and if there's a reason, your media person will go. You know what? Fuck that guy. You yeah, know, we'll move yeah, on. Yeah. You know, no, I, we do, we're not going to talk to those that group or whatever. Yeah. But it hey, does hey, need to Ryder, be more streamlined. Uh, guy B from Vital, very very nice guy, good website. Please t speak to him. Right. Uh, Tubby, Pulpa Mex guy, move on from him. Anton with the scarf, talk to him. You know what yeah. I mean? That kind of stuff. Or, you know, some guy from Japanese journalists yeah. or the French journalists yeah, yeah. or the Spanish yeah. or Australian but, or hey, whoever. So, LeBig, USA.com, Stefan Lagrange, we all know him. He went to go interview Marvin in French for the French fans. Marvin likes their buddies, Marvin and LeBig. LeBig was turned down for an interview. Because he was not in the press conference. Now, Marvin did it, but had to, like, sneak around to do it. Like, to me, if Marvin likes the guy, and the guy likes Marvin, and everybody's cool... That's cool. Do the interview. Right. LeBig was told no. I don't like that. Who told him no? The KTMPR people. Shocking. That's asinine. What, to do an interview in French? Is that what you're Just saying? Just an interview. Well, it's in French, but that's, <laughs> you know, that's the size of the, that's the store. The yeah, store. I agree with that guy. So. We're in America. Speak English. You want to do a French interview? Do <laughs> Here it we after go. The Thank God we're not streaming. <laughs> do it anymore. after the conference. <laughs> All right. Like, next honestly. Next question. What? Huh? 
Do you want to sit in there and listen to a French conversation? No, I'm saying it's a one-on-one thing, not in the press conference. Away oh, from off the, press the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I'm like, oh, no, do yeah, it yeah. on your own time. No, it yeah, was. It was, it was denied away. on If I want to do something in yeah. Afrikaans, I would do it on right. my own time. Okay, next question. I'm just saying, if you're trying to get some side action, it's denied. That sucks. A lot of times, uh, the Moser that submits the questions doesn't keep following up with more stuff. So, <laughs> The joys of being in studio. Yes. Are remember, you, are you staying over here tonight? Yeah, am I sleeping between which basset? Am I sleeping? <laughs> no with? pillows for you. I don't. I don't need a pillow. Basset's all board. giant pillows. Okay. All right, all right. This one's for GL. Oh God, I kept them pretty PG. I my mind ran when I got to when I was thinking I got to ask you questions in studio, but I kept I reeled it in. All right. So, which of your championships was the hardest to win? Oh seven. That was quick. Bullshit title. <laughs> I got lucky. I got lucky that so Tim Perry was, was lucky to be there, bro. Dude, yeah. I love Timmy, but he collapsed at the end of that. Yeah, so how you, was that the I'm hardest? Kidding. I picked I'm, it up, too. I'm kidding. You did. You picked it up. Stu went out. Timmy got the points, and all of a sudden, he got a little tighter, a little more. I, I, I tell you guy, what, when I was you know? off to Washougal, even though I lost the race, I was looking at the points, and I'm like, I'm going to win this fucking championship. People are like, you're 42 points behind Ferry. And I said, I got it. Yeah, I've decided. Fuck off. <laughs> I've decided. I've decided. Two points. I decided. I get, fucking get, hate Mathis, get and I'm gonna piss him off. Get out. I'm turning your mic off. Get <laughs> out. All right. Next question. Kiefer. Yeah. Move on. If Roxon doesn't get hurt, would he have won this championship? Dude, if Fine. if my aunt had balls, it would have been my uncle. So anyway, oh, no, carry no. on. Hey, he's got thirty seconds to answer. Mm, Nine seconds. Now. No. No. Why? Why? Uh, no follow-ups. No, no. We don't do follow-ups Shh. on the expert. Next question. All right. Steve. Yep. Who partied harder in their prime? Reed or GL? Mm, good one. Oh, that is... Honestly, they were together <laughs> all the time. Sometimes. I mean... Yeah, more times than we want to talk about. 30 seconds, bro. Uh, hey, Reed, because he's had more longevity in the sport. I mean, That's what I would say. Okay, did you come to riders meetings like Chad in 08? Were you at riders meetings with gl- sunglasses on indoors? Indy 07. Okay, so <laughs> maybe you guys are tied then. You know? Um, That's awesome. Because Chad had... It was Swahili. <laughs> Chad was like, hey... They were like, hey, Chad, you got to wake up. <laughs> riders meetings. Huh? We huh? went to uh, a place... And you it, won a title that way. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was 07. I'd just come back from my collarbone, and it was... Uh, Indy, what's it? Happy? What's that place? Um, it had a smiley face on it. In the in the shopping mall? No, it was a club. Anyway, so it was actually <laughs> was my, a club, in a, club in my, with a smiley face. <laughs> I'm trying to remember that. that oh, was, have a nice day, cafe. That's what it was. Oh, I was going to so say that was the ecstasy face. pill you took. <laughs> no. So we, so it was actually my ex-wife, and then Ellie was like, "Oh, we should just pop in and say hi, and just you guys could have one little cheeky drink, and no one will know." Yeah. And Chad and I look at each other because we know, like, there's no such thing as one if you yeah. go. So we go and we're like, okay, we'll keep it mellow. This is Friday. So, yeah. Right, yes. So we walk in. And this was one of the last years I think they had uh, the indie trade show. And, um, yeah, shit got real. We walked in. They're like, hey, <laughs> can I buy you a drink? And we're like, okay, twist our rubber arm. There yeah. you won. And, anyway, we both kind of lost track so yeah the cool thing was he won his heat race the next day i won my heat race um you guys are high-fiving the we back both, we both puked at some point <laughs> and 
This is good shit. Yeah, he won, and I was on the podium, and it was like. And you wow, guys are looking cool. at each other, going, "What?" Let's bring the? that type. Of we looked back, back at each other. It was yeah. one of those we looked like, "Wow, I can't believe you won." And he looked at me like, "I can't believe you on the podium." I I, I always said, "I can't like, believe we're both standing." Yeah. I always said, like Chad's legacy, never mind the race wins and the championship, everything else. He is the one rider that most fans have partied with in the sport. I heard you like, say it. I was like, "I got to be a close second. I mean, I've had so Because now many... that I've stopped racing, yeah. I feel like I'm catching. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm surpassing yeah, yeah, Reed. Yeah. He's backed it down. Well, he's 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 in bed sleeping that before the race. You're, I'm like. Yes. No, I'm yes, there. Yes. Like, you are a man go. of the people. At the Nationals, you are a man of the people. They're like, GL, what do you think about tomorrow? Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck him. Fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love racing. Those were good times, for sure. I feel like more <laughs> yes. fans have, have told me, like. Dude, I was with Reed last night. He was hammered. He was so awesome. And I, I love the guy. Woo! <laughs> so, I've right. had that a few times. GL, yeah! Yeah, the 90s uh, 90s motocross lived on for a little bit with a few people uh, past the 90s. So, I think it was personality, you know? Yeah, you if know? you're just free-flowing, free you know. If I was, like, in a box, I, 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 I don't think I could have done it. Like... I'm a work hard, play hard kind of guy. Yeah. Someone in the chat room said they party with both you and Chad. So <laughs> I, right. doesn't surprise me. Right, Tell them right. I back them up. Yeah. All right, let's go. I'm just saying this is why the. Oh, that was 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, that was close. 30 minutes. This is why this segment was voted best show segment. <laughs> it did win a pulpy. Yeah, it, it, won, it, it won a pulpy. <laughs> yeah, and, and the pulpy went to Rich Taylor next Brad. Yeah, I need Rich Taylor's info because I need to. I feel like we should share that. Like he, he, he was, should be a three-way. Like Rich has sent it to me for a while, then well, I'll send ask, it to my buddies. Ask Langston about the three ways and stuff. Ask Langston. Well, yeah, easy. Uh, about right. what? Nothing. Three ways. Go ahead. GL. Oh, God. Next question. Danica's hot. Who pulls more chicks, the U.S. riders or the GP riders? Americans. Well, you've been both. Oh, really? All right. Well, I'm just, not both. He well, just got the last question. What? He got the question no, before. No, he didn't. You, you, you did. What well, depends. I mean, oh, yeah. if it comes up to me... I would prefer to get the U.S. chicks. Right. Yeah. Harry, Euro. Why is that? Though? How about this? Did you pull more chicks when better? you were a GP rider really? hey, or when you were a U.S. But the Euro rider? chicks, and I, Pookie's in here, so I can't, I can't get too <laughs> too much into this, but Euro chicks are looser. Like, not as uptight. They're more free, like, right? Yeah. yeah more like, open. banging is no problem. Like, Swapping, cool. yeah. group, group sesh, whatever. They I lived care. in Holland. Right. I mean, I was a teenager that was sheltered in a motocross community and I went to Holland yeah. and I saw some things and I was just like, Oh my fucking God, this is, uh, this is, this is everything I dreamed of. You know? and is then, this heaven? <laughs> no, this is Holland. Jail. Starts with the H. I told you it all right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, but yeah, so. I moved on, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I love American chicks. Yeah. All right. Next question. Best. Moser. Kiefer. Yes. You're not hitting the tear-off things. Hit the tear-off things. Nope. I, I you heard gotta, it. You got to train me here, bud. Which, is no, it enter or what do I hit? Nothing. It's, 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 it's so what? silent that you barely hear it. No, Travis is doing it for him. Travis so. isn't. You got to up the uh, tear-off sound noise. 30 seconds. <laughs> Kiefer. Yes. Is do you know Moser at all? That what? We met at Yeah. Oh, okay. Is Tomac a head case? I mean... They all are. So, uh, cleaning yourself. Yes. All right, six point three. How do you hit the sound? <laughs> I wish I was that good. Just hit this one. Got it. All right. I mean, you can't. You can't decipher. This one's they, for GL. No. All, <laughs> all right, Mathis. If J Mart had raced East Coast, would it have changed anything? 
I mean, yeah, because it, can it get any worse? I don't know. I mean, poor guy. Not going well. Probably not racing this weekend either. So, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I don't know. That's a great mystery. We've, we have not seen a rider for a long time. Maybe the 800. That's been so opposite. That's been so opposite. A good at moto, bad at soupy. Or the other way, like uh, um, good at soupy, bad at moto. I'm trying to think of somebody. Not really that's, that's mind, that was more than 30 Mike seconds. Brown can't ride a 250. Can only ride a 125s. You know, Jamar looked fast this year, though. He, well, that's why they put him on the West. Uh, he looked fast. They did a scrimmage. He was super fast. He looked good. Loraco said, "That's our guy. He's ready." Craig's leg wasn't 100. percent Let's put Jamar on the West, and it has been. A, he's been fast, but it's been All right, a disaster. Next question. Okay, thank you, Gio. Sound like me? Yes. Who is your best and worst team managers? Best and worst? Yep. Fuck. <laughs> Here we go. Questions. Best already, is always I, easy. I already know the, the worst. I was on the team with you. <laughs> yeah, so we'll leave it at that. Uh, the best, I'm kind of torn because of some people, when I say Kurt Nickel, some people go, really? And I go, you know why? Because when I wasn't really a guy, he had my back. So I'm a loyal person. So yep. when someone stands behind you, when you don't, you know the old saying, when you love this guy right here. Fucking, your fucking interjections <laughs> fucking That's kill Watson. me. Watson, it's Watson, he's on the line. <sighs> no, he's not. It's just when someone's got things. your back, you stick with them. Yeah, I mean, so I enjoyed... Um, exactly what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking dick. But I've never seen such harshness in with, this with, with With Mitch Payton, um, I thought I was going to deal with a massive dick. And then when we came in, <laughs> that's a drop right there. <laughs> yes, a massive. That, that came out wrong. <laughs> and then I saw his pants off. No, I'm kidding. And it was a small dick. Uh, no. <laughs> Mitch is the. Uh, you guys are tight now. Like you guys were tight. You're tight now. He loves you. Like he's. Oh, you know what it is? Is people say he can be a dick, but I feel like people would say the same about you, or me, or whatever. Like Not I me. feel like we're real. Yeah. Yeah. No, people love you. I mean, yeah, Anderson, everybody loves Anderson, you. Barsha. Barsha blocked me. You're I'm mis- blocked from Barsha's social media. I think you're on the you're on the list, top of the list for Mr. Congeniality. If for Barsha the year. has a cure for cancer, I can't see it. <laughs> I'm blocked from. And if he finds it, you're not going to be allowed to yeah, get it. You're done. Because you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, there's some people. Um, I hate to say the worst, but there were some people like I feel like we just didn't really see eye to eye on the professional level. Yeah. Uh, Ron Heben, I like him now and I like him as a person, but yeah. as when we worked together at the time, we just we just came from a different background. Yeah. And um, uh, with Mitch, I felt like I just hashed it out and laid it out there, yeah. and he laid it out there. So I felt like we knew where we stood when we went in, and we 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 got into it once or twice in the beginning. But we made it work, and I felt like from there on out, it was perfect. Like, I'm the person. I'll let you know where I stand. Let me know where you stand, what you want, what you expect, and we can figure it out. But, yep. uh, yeah. <laughs> 30 seconds. Perfect. perfect. 30 seconds. All right, uh, last question. Kiefer. Yeah. If you post a Snapchat of Heather oh, Nude, no. is yeah. it kosher to screenshot it? Uh, Asking on. for Re- a buddy. If I, post, <laughs> if I post a picture of Heather Nude... Is it kosher to screenshot it? Oh. Asking for a friend. Fuck. Wait, if you post a picture of your... Wait, hold on. <laughs> so if... Is that a public snap? So, okay. Well, uh, well, I guess you could it's take that It's not public, to, right? So it'd have to go to the right party. It's not public because I haven't seen it. What right. is Snapchat's... Does it say 
It'll be does like it a say, circle with a, like a. Tra- no, but does oh, it, does it come up? You screenshot? Yeah. Like, oh. Is it like a massive yeah, warning? It tells you ba- Yeah, it tells you if you've somebody screenshot it. Oh, okay. All so right. let's just hypothetically say, Kiefer yeah. sends Pookie a picture of Heather naked. Yes. Is it kosher if Pookie screenshots oh. it? Yeah. So yeah, that's fine. Okay. If it's, it's, yeah. like it's, it's like a, uh, I had an argument. Screenshots it. Here's the deal. What if it's Davalos that screenshot? <laughs> moving on. Sorry. Moving, moving on. Moving along. But here's the deal. This goes back to something we need to talk about. Let's say Heather, you know, we, me and my buddy's like, oh, what if you're gone and Heather had her girlfriend over and they had some wine and they got a little crazy? Would you be jealous? I'm like, no, of course not. If it didn't it's send not, a picture, I'd be pissed. Right. It's, it's not cheating to me, right? It's, it's a woman. It's only cheating if they didn't send a picture. Send right. me a f- damn picture. Otherwise, I'm not. Yeah, you yeah. need some proof, right? Yeah. So. No, I just it. actually want to just want to see it. <laughs> I believe you. I just want to <laughs> physically see it. I don't need proof. And this goes back to you, Mathis. When I'm sitting there, Heather's getting dressed for the morning. You say you're not into that. Yeah, that's weird. Watching a girl get ready in the morning is super hot. Right. Okay. All right. Well. I'm, well, I'm the weird guy. He also doesn't like Chick Fil A or Cracker Barrel or Cracker Barrel breakfast is okay. That's oh, it. you had Cracker, some Cracker Barrel breakfast is fine. Okay, I've always yeah, said I, that. I totally back like, east the bomb. At Loretta's, I totally finished that that triangle pig thing at Crackle Barrel. I totally uh, beat here's, that here thing. comes his oh. here comes I race Loretta's uh, story. And, I beat it. There was this one time hey, I did that damn thing. Only, only <laughs> one of us Loretta's in there. Only one of us in this room have raced Jackie Short and lost. Ooh, and that would be Moser. That was me. Oh, Jackie. Her quarter, speed is, her quarter speed is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I am more scared of Jackie than Andrew. Yeah, that's totally legit to be more scared of her. Yeah, absolutely. All right, X-Brand Gogoteros. Outro. Dun, dun. EKSBrand.com. Please check them out. Best goggles in the business. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Pulp Show 17 is the code. Uh, thanks, Moser. Shout out to my buddies for providing those questions every week. Good yeah. job. Nice work, Moser. Yeah. Good job. What about the guy clapping? I heard the guy clapping in the background for uh, um, uh, um, in the interview. Dungy or something. In the post-race interview. What's that all about? Uh, yeah, that was uh, either Dungy's wife or the other P- KTM PR person. Oh, okay. And, somebody, I that, and I thought that was bullshit. Yeah, somebody on the payroll. Weird. Yeah, I thought that was bullshit. And I was not happy with that either. It's the media space. Dungy misunderstood the question. Right. So he misunderstood it. He answered it wrong. And you're going to clap? That's weird. So you're going to gang up on the media in the media conference because you thought it was a bad question when it really wasn't a bad question? Yeah. Got me mad. Easy, Trump. Oh, dude. And listen, <laughs> another thing. The, we co- the writers come into the press conference, and we are asked, the media, to applaud. Everybody give these guys a hand. And I'm just like, are you serious? I'm like, I, I think I've fixed that. I think we're not going to do that anymore. But the media, we're not fans here to be like, yeah, good job. Yeah. Not, not here to do that. Just want to ask questions, get a story. Great work by everybody. You guys are awesome. But... Let's not applaud you guys. Right. That, that's just that's weird, dude. Yeah. It's our sport, man. Because we got super fans in the media. We're not media. We're super fans. Hey, I got a sweet photo of you, Dunge. Uh, make sure you put it on your Instagram. You know, hashtag me. Ugh. Hashtag great ride at Ryan Dungey. Phenomenal ride. And then when he eats shit at Lakewood and breaks his neck, and, and someone goes without attaching him. Oh, bat Dungey crashed. You know. Don't attach him. So only attach him when you want, like, to, so he can retweet you, so you can you can oh. jerk yourself off at night because Dungey retweeted you. But don't attach him when it's bad. 
I like you this. You sound like it's you're a, getting something off your chest. It's, I like I love. This. it's yeah. our media in our sport. But it drives I'm, I'm me crazy. With you. It it's, drives it's me nuts. It's the media, period. <laughs> fake news. Just, it's fake news. Get your tampon out and freaking suck it up. Uh, all right. Grant Langston, <laughs> Chris Kiefer in studio here, and uh, as well, uh, Donnie Bales. Bales, right? Bales. Bales. Let's bring you in a little bit. So, Oh, Donnie did bail making the video. Let, <laughs> he bailed. Let's talk about your video a little bit, though. Uh, you know, Ping did one a little while ago. Donnie, you helped him with that. Um, and Donnie, you said it was your idea a little bit. Like, So did the Ping, th- Ping one, Motocross 101, uh, five years ago now, six years yeah, ago? Yeah, six years did that do well, and, and you got positive feedback? Is that why you approached GL to, for another yeah, one? Yeah, I just got, I, kind of, I guess I kind of felt like it was my niche. Really. Okay. Uh, I did one with Lampson. I did a Lampson one uh, in 2099. Yeah. And so I just like, well, you know, these are, I don't say simple videos to do, yeah. but they're pretty straightforward. Yeah. 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 Oh, hold on, I had you off. And, uh, no, I was saying 2000, and I was like, really, it was 99. Uh, so like I just 2099. Yeah, yeah. This, we're, we're advancing. Coming kind of. soon. 99, so I, 99 <laughs> Tim Ferry, top privateer, rest yeah. by me. There you go. Yeah. So I just kind of feel like uh, they're straightforward videos to do, and um, I'm not really into, uh, I don't know, I mean, they're awesome to watch the entertainment videos, but after a yeah. while, like, you kind of seen the same yep. thing. So um, I, I approached Ping originally because um, I, I worked at Dirt Rider. I was a contributor at Dirt Rider. Like, really? Oh, yeah. DirtRider, like, DirtRider.com? Yeah, like, I don't know, in the 90s. Okay. Oh, before him. Yeah, well, Carl Kramer. Well, I, met, I, I, met, no, I wasn't there. No, now we're gonna start Carl Kramer. Uh, Dirty Tom, Rider. Tom, Tom Webb days. Oh, Wolf, Tom, Wolfman. Yeah, and then Ken can you Fa- give me a, Can you get me a podcast with the Wolfman? Uh, I can certainly I'd ask I'd like him. to do that. I should ask Mike for his number. Yeah, yeah. So I... I uh, yeah. <laughs> So I uh, kind of just I did some uh, pro riding secrets. I did a bunch okay. of those yep. uh, for Dirt Rider, and then I'm like, well, I saw Krusty came out, and I thought, yep. well, I should start making some instructional videos. Sure, that's kind of where it went. Um, and who was better to work with, GL or Ping? Oh man, that's putting me on the spot. <laughs> they're they're both. They're, uh, what were? They? Oh, you, 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 you better watch what you fucking say. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> My reach is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to drive home. Short with legs, yeah. long arms. Uh, they're, they're both really good to work. Yeah. With. Easy oh work god. Yeah. Um, where do we get? The, where do the people get the video? Uh, you get it at GrantLangstonMX.com. Uh, okay. Uh, or FirstTurnFilms.com. Yep. iTunes. Uh, iTunes. It's on available yeah. on iTunes right now. What? Uh, and you. When you watch a DV back, DV, and you're a rider racer yourself, what part did you were you impressed with GL on? Like, was there a section where he talked about it where you were like, "Oh man, that's awesome!" Like, well, I, you know, what's funny? Uh, Ping did the same thing too, but all the pra- how to practice. I love the how to practice. Stuff. Yeah. So not just okay, you go into a corner and you do this. Yeah. It's like okay, do these. Uh, specific maneuvers or whatever, you yeah. know, like uh, ride through the cones and yep. figure eights and stuff like that. Start stop drills. I love that stuff. Yeah. Instead of just loading loading up at your local track, loading yeah. unloading at your local yeah. track and going and not even thinking about like yeah. how you're riding or whatever. Yeah. And then I, I, I pretty much when he ride, I was probably riding too. That time actually I did fall while I was riding, making the video and mm-hmm. had to have shoulder surgery. So <laughs> oh jeez. Came out the crest and he. Was tackling a cactus. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? It was, um, I'm like, you fucked this day up. Like, I went to. Uh, <laughs> we drove an hour to ride. You okay, by the way? Yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah, get up. I uh, I went to a bunch of motocross schools when I was a kid. Tony D, Gary Bailey, Marty Smith, uh, Semex, all these guys. And I remember. I, I watched that stuff when I could get it, just yeah, so you know. Right. That's, um, that's how I. Didn't. Um, one of them came to South Africa one time, didn't they? Yeah. Which one? Marty? Um, Semex? Hanson? Uh. Gary Bailey came okay. once upon a time, and did then... You, and did you go? I, I was 
like an infant, okay. literally. All right, yeah. And then uh, I know, like, uh, Harry Evitz came when my dad oh, really? was racing. Oh, Harry came. And, oh. um, yeah, back in the in the early 80s, South Africa had a lot of... Rex Dayton came over yeah, yeah. and Jim Tarantino, you who lives all, there now. You guys had those races where you wore, your number was your letter of your first name. Yes, your initials. Your initials. <laughs> it was a South African thing. I went back and I was GL, and it's stuck ever since. Um, I remember one of the schools I went to, I think it was Marty Smith, was like, hey, man, you want to come in a rut? Drag your front brake. It'll stick in that rut, and you'll go around the turn. And I remember thinking, like, this is, like, brilliant. Doesn't make sense, yeah. This is brilliant. Like, I can stay. It's just like the tire just it's falls like in a rut. like Lightning McQueen. Turn right to go left. So yeah, many people yeah. don't even know that either. Yeah. What you just said. Yeah, I, and it's crazy. When you really try it in a rut, it's it's great. I primarily make these videos just so I can learn myself. I talk these guys into this yeah. stuff, and then I'm just, I just go off and uh, And you also do videos for Works Connection, which is a sponsor yeah, of ours. Yeah. They've been on our show for a long time. Yeah, I'm good friends with Eric, and I do, yeah. um, all, well, I've done all of his product videos. So it's, I do a lot of product video yeah. stuff. It's such a... Works Connection is such a core company. Yeah. Like, I just love them. They're just, they're racers. They, they make cool products to help racers out. He, he, you know, he really thinks of his products. And there's nothing bad there. Everything he makes is, yeah. is yeah. good. Yeah, it's always fits. It never yeah. problems. The radiator braces yeah. are, are, you know, a yeah. tremendous idea. And they fit on, bolt on perfectly yeah. and everything. So, uh, WorksConnection.com, of course, uh, a, a big part of our show. Um, all right. So, this is... Um, this is the After Dark segment. We've got one oh, question shit, for Kiefer. I forgot about that. One question for you, and people want to send them in. Maybe they're done. I don't know. But No, don't be done, people. Listen, this is the only question we got. Don't uh, turn – if you've got some kids in the in the car, well, it's too late now with the Marty thing and everything else. But, uh, um, <laughs> Sorry. I already warned him. Know, after the thing went off, I said turn it off. Yeah. So this is a key for After Dark. We got this question a few weeks ago. Uh, you can send your questions in, 702-586-PULP. And uh, if you have any sort of questions in the personal issues in the bedroom or with your lady friend or, or boyfriend, uh, please call. And Keith, Chris Kiefer will uh, offer some sage advice. Uh, all right, Travis, let's play the one we got. That's right. Hey guys, I got a question for Kiefer. Um, so the other night, I totally prank one out, and uh, like 20 minutes later, uh, my girlfriend, who I haven't talked to in a few days, like shows up and you know wants to do the deed, and I can't complete the moto, and she gets she gets all mad at me. Mm. So starts accusing me of cheating on her and whatnot. I just kind of want to know what exactly should I tell her to maybe remedy this problem, or is it just time to switch to a new make and model? Thanks. <laughs> I love the intensity that Kiefer listens to these questions. At just focus. I was listening very carefully. Eyes closed. Kiefer just taking everything in. Yeah. Three quarters of the way through, I was just going to say, "You take this one. I'm yeah. out." Yeah. So he cranked one out. Chick got home. I don't know how old this guy is, right? So it's sounds younger. It's he, sound, he sounds horny. Yeah, it's understandable. Ish. So what you do, what's this guy's name again? He didn't say. Okay, anyway. He doesn't want to give his name. Mystery man. If you're in this situation and you're inside and you decide your your dong decides, eh, I'm just going to do a timeout, yeah. act like you nutted. <laughs> act like you came. <laughs> it's better to look like you nutted early versus having a limp dick inside your chick so you never want to just be like deep because immediately okay now i'm going to chime in I'm hold on hold on, hold on, hold on, on that hold, one. immediately chicks will be like something's wrong with me what's wrong with me right am i not attractive right or is something wrong with my v- vagina it's not feeling good it's not and it goes on and on and on so what you do you you take it upon yourself and you go look 
It's so good. I already came. And they don't know. They don't they're not gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they know, but I'm not a no, shit, no, they, so. they would know. Yeah, I mean yeah. She, I've faked her out many times and she doesn't know. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. right. All right. GL? I'm not a good fake out. I'm not gonna lie. I But have you ever I'm, had a chance where you've been in the moment like uh, something's not working? He he'll talk his way out of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I or into I, it. I just I just feel like I just Go, you know what? I I joked off twenty minutes ago. I didn't know you were coming. Like, no, I, <laughs> like I keep just it full, honest. Yeah, yeah, just full. No, real. I, yeah. I, I, swear, I didn't know you were coming, but I came. <laughs> but full disclosure, fact, I was listening his question. He's like, "Oh, me and my chick, but we haven't hung out in a while." I'm like, "Okay, there's bigger Sums issues." Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like, sorry, but she's been getting railed by somebody else and then the one time he wasn't available she right. wanted you and you planned to jerk off. I, mean, I feel like you two should have a show together maybe. Right. We'd kill it. Like a love oh, line, a love like, line oh, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like listen bro, and Kiefer. I hate to tell you this but if you're jerking yourself off she's not putting it out there and the fact that she wanted it that one time and now she's pissed she's only bummed because her boyfriend wasn't available that day. Right. Move on. Which is whatever. That's and, my and, point. And the end of his voicemail, he said, "Should I be getting a new model?" If you're already thinking that, then you should already be. It's you should already go. It's done. He just wants a little backup. Trade right. in. Like, yeah. uh, dude, I, what's his See, name? For me, what's his name? He Sorry? didn't say his name. He didn't, he didn't say, say his name. name. Uh, He's embarrassed. Patrick Potato. Crank move out. on. Go find just go find Patrick a whole Potato. house. Smash something good, go and then Holland. figure out what you really go like. Go to Holland. Oh, I can tell you where to go in Holland. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we, I, I know I mean, Mention my name and you might There's get a, big a discount. Picture of Grant, like <laughs> Grant with his number one place. <laughs> it's like Cheers. Just say, you know Grant, and then you're welcome. Dude, I'm like, Grant. I mean, I've been to some of those houses in Holland and in Germany. Uh, oh, I, I can, now we're getting no, real. No, never, never partook in them. Didn't, oh, have, the, didn't have the money. Didn't have the money. It. Dude, I'm a grease ball mechanic. I have no money. I got to save all my money I have. At a swingers club, you don't pay for it. No, I, I went swear, into those went red to... light houses, red light district houses. You know? And I can't believe the doors are open and the chicks are just chilling in there. The chicks are just chilling. The doors yeah, are yeah, open. No, I've seen that. It's tr I've never been to one. I've walked oh, by and they're waving no, at you. Yep. And you're like, yep. it and was awkward to make I remember, eye contact. I said to one of my riders, I'm like, what is with the bucket? And they're like, oh, they wash you with that sponge before they. What? Yeah, there was this bucket by each The red light, it's, it's, it's pretty gnarly. I remember I was there and you're like, oh, yeah. I was a kid. I'm like. When I say kid, I was 16, and I went down. I'm like, I had two things on my mind, winning races and smashing pussy. Right. At 16, you're not exactly <laughs> smashing pussy. I feel like you can have that on the back of your pants. <laughs> check. Check. <laughs> Snapping necks and casting checks. But I remember going through there, and I was like, wow. Yeah. This is kind of cool. I'm like, window shopping's not that bad. Yeah. Nice. I know why bitches do it all the time. Right. We had a couple of riders on our team that would go a lot when I lived in Germany. No, I bet and, you did. And uh, I'm just like, what, what do you guys do? And like, it's just like 75 euros, I think it was. It wasn't that bad. It was like 65 or 75 euros. And, and I'm just And like, then negotiable. Or Dorschmarks. It would have been Dorschmarks back and, then. And the exchange was better at that time. Too. It was Dorschmarks back then when I was. Dorschmarks. Dorschmarks. The dollar was stronger. All right. Uh, I was using Nederlands Gilda. <laughs> Before the Euro. Hey, good question. Keep them coming. I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. you like that? Yeah, we, we like that. Um, all right, let's get to some more questions on the line here. On the line. First up, Grant, what's up? How are you, Grant? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, guys. How's, how's it going? Good. What's happening? And, and lady. Sorry, I don't want to leave you out there. Um, yeah, I was just wondering, like, last week was the first week we really saw Eli look like Eli, at least on the Kawasaki, in Supercross at least. Um 
And I was convinced he was signing with somebody else after his contract is up. Like, does this change that? I mean, if Dungy retires, does he make a move to KTM or um, does he stick with Cali? Well, I just think it all depends on how this season goes. For yeah. sure, his contract's up. And, and GL, you know, negotiations are already starting on what they want to do. Does he want to go back to Cali? That kind of stuff. Uh, I, think, I, th- I think it's too early. I mean, we've seen contracts get signed earlier and earlier and earlier, and then I feel like it's almost gone back the other way. Like, people were signing in April, and, you know, March April, March was, like, the guy. Yeah. And then April, and then May, and then what I call the, the you know, to fill in the yeah. second spots on the factory teams right. and the rest of the guys. Because it's like chess. You, when, when one... When the king make king or queen makes a move, everyone else has to move around it type thing. Um, Plus, I don't think he wants to keep switching brands. And no, it doesn't look good. Yeah. I mean, where do you go? Uh, well, it's all a question whether Dungey retires or not. Uh, I guess we'll see. His contract's up. He's mentioned that it's getting near the end, and I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I, if I see Roger, I haven't been able to see Roger this year. I intend to ask the cost. He's pretty honest about that stuff. I'll just be like, hey, is, is this it for Dunge, or you know, is he gonna, are you doing a new deal for him? So... Um, yeah, we'll I know Ryan pretty good, and, yep. and he said the same thing. He's like, I'm going to take it year by year. Yep. I got a contract giving 2017 everything, and he said at some point this year he'll know because yep. he, he doesn't want to lead KTM on, but he doesn't want to say, oh, I'm not going to resign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you and, think yeah. he does, GL, if you had to put money on right now? Right now? Right, it's right, right, right now? Show. I know, I know. Right, right now? I could see him maybe re-signing. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Grant. Yeah. Thanks for calling. He hasn't man. racked up the injuries at all. So no, he's good. Yeah. That as well. Absolutely. Thanks he's going to have man. more long- longevity than most people because of that. Yep. Uh, JGR. Hey, Grant. Great, great question, Grant. Like, love NFAB, the name. NFAB JGR Suzuki. Uh, check in. This is. Uh, I did this interview a couple weeks ago with Glenn Hobson. He's Pike's mechanic, and of course, uh, uh, pretty new to the team. Only one year in, and we saw Pike crash. So he's going to have a new rider soon, whether it's Weimer moving over or whatever they want to do with that when Barsha comes in. But uh, he's a good guy. He's been around the industry a long time. He used to work for Cernus Cowie for Dusty Clatt back in the day. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh. He, he worked uh, up in Canada for a little bit with the Billy Whitley team. Uh, and now he worked, then worked for Geico for a number of years, moved to JGR two years ago. N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. And uh, Jeep Truck, your SUV stuff. Uh, it's a great company, and they support the sport, and we thank those guys. You don't ride a stock truck. Or ride a stock bike, so why do you drive a stock truck? N-Fab.com. Email the show if you want a deal on it. Here's a little quick interview with Glenn Hobson about uh, the Pike injury, uh, working at JGR and everything else, uh, and we'll be right back after this interview. All right, everybody, this is the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in N-Fab.com Jeep and truck and SUV parts, steps, light mounting solutions, that type of stuff made in uh, Houston, Texas. And uh, the NFAB guys are a big part of the JGR team, of course. Glenn, how are you? Not too much, dude. How are you doing this evening? I'm good. Well, we did this last week, and it was we'll much better because your rider, Weston so Pike, we killed it. The, and uh, we, we did do the interview, JGR. it was great and everything else, and I erased it. Are we going to do that? Uh, it was a great thing, thing and voicemails? Is that it? That's how the sport goes. Um, yeah. Looks like your guy's going to be out a little while, and that anything sucks you for you. You guys have been riding anything, really well. Anything else? You're good? Okay. Yeah, last week was definitely uh, the interview was under better circumstances. I almost uh, almost thought it was a setup the way you uh, mysteriously lost it uh, <laughs> just around the time that there was something really uh, meaty to talk about. But yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's probably going to be down for a little bit. We don't know exactly time frame or the extent of anything just yet, but. Definitely like he's going to miss a few rounds. Yeah, yeah, that's really sucks. It was like the third lap only, too, right? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it was early. Chalk it up to overconfidence or overwatering or whatever you want to, yeah, whatever you want to call it. You know, we had a lot of time to ride press day, and he had the rhythm section down and was really riding well and feeling good, and went into that first practice and maybe a little overzealous, went for a rhythm too early, and ended up stepping over the bars. Yeah, ugly, ugly crash. Um, and I guess the the forks were bent. J Bone was saying forks were bent which is pretty gnarly yeah he uh he doesn't really crash uh easily if you will i mean he pretty much totaled the bike when he goes down yeah uh so yeah the entire front end was just demolished uh-huh. it would have been fun trying to get it ready for a second practice but we could have made it happen yeah no doubt well that's uh that's a bummer for you he'd been riding really well weston had been but the flip side of the jgr guys is they don't sit around and uh um you know kind of wallow or in their pity uh i i'm imagining that barsha will be back um Real soon, if not uh, uh, in two weeks, and you'll be wrenching for him when uh, Barsha comes back. You'll be wrenching for Weimer, I would guess. Uh, yeah, I mean we haven't discussed anything yet, but I mean we're we're racers. That's what we do. We want to be out there, and we want to have guys representing Suzuki and representing JGR out there. So if if we can make it happen, and Jake's game, then I'm all for it. Um, it's a weird situation. You, you worked at Geico Honda forever, Cernix Kawasaki back in the day, and everything else. Mm-hmm. It's a weird situation. Not weird. I shouldn't say that's the wrong word. But the, the is it different for you to work with different guys? You've only been there a little bit, and you've had some different riders. Yeah, I mean, I, I've worked with. Uh, I've been through the, the gauntlet as far as riders are concerned. I work with. You know, I've had the privilege of working with some really talented amateurs just coming out of the ranks, and I've worked with some. You know, some wily veterans like Paul Carpenter and, you know, the Canadian Dusty Clyde and mm-hmm. now, now Weston Pike. So, I mean, I, I definitely, I, I think I handle the uh, the more experienced riders a little bit better. I have a hard time uh, relating to some of the kids sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I like Weston because I can just tell him what I feel and he yeah. can do the same with me and <laughs> no feelings hurt. It's just a job. Yeah, yeah, everybody's fine with that, right? Um, yeah. You, I mean, if you, if, you, if you work for Jake, which it looks that way, You'll have to kind of know him a little bit. Um, I don't know how much you knew him before he came to, to – did you know him at all before he came to JGR? I didn't really. I okay. never really had the opportunity to meet him. I mean, early on in my career with Geico, I made a lot of enemies at uh, Pro Circuit accidentally writing something, I guess, which was misinterpreted on the pit board at the time, and that created a lot of rifts. So, uh, yeah, never really – it was always kind of awkward after that. Now it's kind of breaking <laughs> the ice. And I think we talked about it a couple weeks back, but it's yeah. just funny now. Uh, good dude, though, Weimer, so far on the team, right? You, 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 uh, yeah. You've gotten to know him a little bit, right? Funny guy? Yeah, yeah, amazing guy. Conducts himself like a consummate professional, and his wife scares me a little bit, but she's a sweetheart. <laughs> she's intense. Yeah. Well, I think that's what it is, Is is um, and I've certainly wrenched for a long time and, and with a bunch of different riders on different teams. I think Weimer is a professional. He's just he's not going to come back and throw his bike and blame you or blame the team. If something goes wrong, it'll be calm, rational. Everyone will talk about it and try to get better, and that's called being a professional. That's that's all that's all you want as a mechanic. Exactly. And that's I mean that's the only way we can move forward and make things better is if, you know, cooler heads prevail. Yeah. Hey, uh it's been a little while for you. How do you like living in North Carolina? Oh, I love it. Uh, it's, I mean, this is like homecoming for me. I grew up in Northern Virginia, so mm-hmm. East Coast has always been home for me. All my family's out here, so it's it's been great. Definitely love it. Just just got moved into a house uh, late last year, and mm-hmm. 
Couldn't be happier. Yeah, it's crazy. When you made the switch from Geico, I talked to you at Bercy or Lil or whichever. I don't know if it was Bercy or Lil. And you were like, yeah, I, I wanted out of California. I, I just wanted a job outside of California. But it's obviously still wrenching and still with the team. And that's just – that struck me as weird. But you just – you were not a fan of California. Yeah, I mean, it, I I used to love it. I mean, it, it's yep. just uh... – it's just a change in taste. I mean, I, I got older. I'm, I'm an old man now. You know, I've been in the sport 11 years, turning wrenches, and uh-huh. seen a lot of people come and go. And uh, I'm just starting to, you know, I'm just stubborn. I like what I like, and yeah. and <laughs> some things I'm just not willing to compromise on. And I was incredibly fortunate that the, uh, the opportunity opened up with JGR, and I yeah. got to have the best of both worlds. Yeah, no, really, right? Uh, I'm with you a little bit. I, I I can understand, especially you know if you're not from California, it's frustrating to get around. It's it's different. It's traffic. It's uh, it's uh, everything's plans around your day around traffic. I don't like any of that either. Yeah, I I felt like I gave it a fair shake. I mean, ten years is, is a good amount <laughs> yeah. of time. You know, yeah. I, I I went around. I saw the sights. I did the beach thing for a little while, and uh-huh. you know, I just I outgrew it. Right. How much do you keep in touch with the guys from Geico? Oh, a lot. I yep. catch up with those guys pretty much every weekend okay. on the phone during the week. I mean, those it was it was brutal because those guys were really family to me. I mean, I invested my heart and soul in that team and worked my butt off trying to do everything I could for those guys, and it was a really gut wrenching decision to leave. Last uh, last night, uh, this is on Sunday, so last night I stopped by the Geico Lounge. Kibby was up in there, and, and the Rock, and a few other guys, and Wygan and I stopped by and. Again, I left the lounge thinking, like, I wish people knew this side of LaRocco. Like, he's funny. He's a funny dude. <laughs> he's, he's a crack-up. I, I, he's not at all what you would expect no. if you take him at face value. <laughs> not I'm at not all. saying that I'd want to cross him, but the guy really does. He's got a sense of humor, and, you know, he doesn't show it very often, but it's in there. No, I know. I thought it was pretty funny. I'm, I'm always making jokes with him and about his old racing thing and everything else, and he's just great. Like, I, I don't know how he is to work for, but like I said, he's a funnier guy than people realize. Yeah, absolutely. And if you get Will Hahn and him together, it's it's really a crack up because <laughs> yeah. Will just feeds on making him feel awkward. Yeah, and actually Will was up in there, and I, and I said something about Kordowski, and they used to be rivals, and Will's like, don't don't, 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 don't do that. Don't bring up Kordowski. <laughs> not in here, not in here. And LaRocco started laughing. So, yeah. um, How many yeah. times has Coy Gibbs called you an idiot in the last uh, month? Uh, last, you know, last month is actually, it's tapered off a fair bit. Uh, he, his phone is on the fridge right now, so he never calls me anyway. Okay. And we never really see him around the shop, but yeah, yeah. when I do see him, and he, he gets, he gets his point across pretty, pretty he's, readily. He's awesome, man. Uh, he's, he's, he's just, a great guy to work for. He's like LaRock a little bit, LaRock a little bit, where you look at him and he, maybe he's gruff exterior and he doesn't say much, but then when you get to know him, like, I think he really cares about his people that work for him. And I think he's hilarious unintentionally sometimes. Yes, definitely unintentionally at times, but yeah, he comes. He comes has that dry sense of humor where you can't really tell if he's serious or joking. It kind of takes you a second. Has he ever told you about how he can't be knocked out? Oh yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He cannot be knocked out. It's physically impossible to knock Coy Gibbs out. Yeah, he's he's got a he's a very multi talented individual, and you know his, his 
famous statement that I've heard so far is pound for pound, he's the best at whatever he's describing in that moment. <laughs> whatever is that moment. Best right, race exactly. car driver. Right. Or, you know, best football best player. Gymnast, yeah. yeah. Best, yeah. Best, best team owner. Best everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, pound for pound. Right. And also, uh, uh, everything's dumb that he's never. If he doesn't like it, it's dumb. Like seatbelts oh, yeah. or this food company, or it's just dumb. Which is funny you say that because Wygant was in studio last week and instead of your interview that I lost, we mm-hmm. he pretended to be coy and his whole his whole interview with I was me and he was coy and his whole interview Wygant said everyone they're an idiots. They're all idiots. They're idiots. <laughs> the whole interview. <laughs> Yeah, so. that, that's pretty much it. It's when you have a conversation, it's pretty much one-sided. <laughs> that's great. You just got the one liner, right. but it, it, I mean, it always holds true. Right. Well, uh, Glenn, I think you, maybe one week off for you this week, and then uh, I would think Barsha's back, and then you're going to jump over to the twelve machine, and uh, you'll be back at it. And hopefully, Wesson isn't out for too long. And man, he was riding well. He was a real cool story uh, developing uh, in the series. So. Um, yeah. Hopefully that helps. I definitely hope he's not out long. You know, I'll be happy to be back to the races, turning wrenches. You know, I don't want to be sitting on the couch. You know, I want to be out there and you know trying to get some results for the team. So hopefully we can make it work out. How mad was Phil after that main event? Did you see him? I he's he's kind of transcended the being mad thing. It's just I, I don't know. He's like numb to the world right now. I, I can't even right. I can't even really describe it any other way than that. It's just it's, it's so far beyond any normal emotion. Right, right. Like that. <laughs> That's awesome. N-Fab.com. Get them for your truck accessories. They're proud sponsors of the JGR Suzuki team. And Glenn Hobson, uh, thanks very much for this interview, man. And I'm sure we'll see you back at the races soon. My pleasure, Steve. Thanks again. All right. N-Fab.com. Great guys. Uh, proud sponsors of the JGR Suzuki team. And uh, we thank those guys as well. Jeep, truck, and SUV parts. Glenn Hobson, uh, Wesson Pikes mechanic. And, uh, yeah, good guy. I've known him for a long time, like I said. Worked up in Canada. And uh, and great to have him there. So please uh, support the NFAB folks. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sandburn in a UTV, Kiefer. And that is passion. BTO Sports, their foundation is built around family, which allows them to offer unparalleled customer service, knowing that they share a common interest with you. Three free three-day express on orders, orders on over $85. And BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motocross parts and apparel for well over a decade. From motocross to mountain bikes, sport bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has it what you need. Uh, call down there, mention Pulp MX, and uh, you'll get a discount on whatever you need for your bike or body. Great guys. They've been part of our show for uh, seven years running. Uh, maybe six years. And uh, thanks to those guys and a big amateur team going on with them as well. This is the BTOsports.com Tweet at Travis segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. Guy in the chat room says right now that online, if you say apply pulp pulp discount as a comment when you check out online, they will apply it. You don't need to just call. So that's nice if they're going to do that for everybody. Uh, so go down to the BTO Sports, put uh, uh, apply um, uh, pulp max discount, and they will uh, they'll hook you up. I know everything. All right, Travis. These are the best questions submitted to at Pulp MX Show account on Twitter. Travis Marks over there in between fixing the Facebook feed, fixing the app. Uh, fixing our streaming service. Uh, he picks the best questions, and uh, let's do it, Trav. Well, at least I'm not busy. Nope. No. But here's the thing. Listen, jerk off. I said to you, <laughs> hey, you're, Jeez, a produ- bro. You're, you're a producer for the show. Uh-huh. Uh, you get paid X amount. 
It's sure. a ton of money. And I said, look, but you don't. Well. It's a ton. Well. <laughs> it's a ton. I said. I, you got paid for, a joke you, got, you get paid a lot. You got paid separately for the app. That's a separate deal. Yes. It's not working, but you got paid for it. And I've said to you, okay, please tell me what you need for the website changeover and uh-huh. the streaming stuff. And, and you're like, ah, I don't even know what to charge. That was your exact quote. I think that me. was. Yep. Yeah, it might have been close. So are you bitter that I'm not paying you and you're not no, working on this? No. Like, I will gladly pay you. I know. I know. Trust me. We'll, but, dis- we'll discuss Well, it. you make comments like, oh, at least I'm not busy. It makes me think that you're mad. How come you can make smart-ass comments, but I can't? Jab, jab. Ooh. Nobody, because uh, everybody knows I'm not serious about anything. Uh, neither am I. I got Blazer mad today, too. <laughs> he had to text me, and he's got all upset at me. So I'm not upset. Okay. Just, okay. I will pay you. I know. But you, when you say, I don't know what to charge, I have no, I, what do I do? Give you a blank check? No. Yeah. You tell him. What do I tell him? Whatever you think he's worth, you downplay it. Oh. And then you'll see his reaction because he'll freak out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? You, you know, think you know what? P- what? Travis. a rev limiter immediately. No, Travis. Ding, 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 ding. There is no rev limiter with Marks. There's none of that. He's he's calm. He's very calm. He's a little more excited than tits, but not much. I'll take Bring in a... Fucking strip it with some fake titties. This his, is wife, his wife's pretty hot, though. Yeah, his wife's good. Who's yeah. wife? Travis. Travis. Guy in the corner over there. Oh, she's super hot. Can I sh- see a picture? Yeah. <laughs> she works at the... She manages a bunch of... Oh, t- oh Hey, she manages... Can he screenshot the picture? <laughs> no, I'm no getting... screenshotting. She manages... No screenshotting. Uh, never mind. No, forget we're, we're behind the scenes. I'm, I'm going to see a I've real lost picture. I've lost control of this show. <laughs> it's no longer You act like show. you run it, Steve. Okay, we're ready. All right, so these questions submitted to Apple, my show. Uh... C. Ward Honestly. wants to know, whatever happened to Tyler Evans, the original Weston Pike? Mm. Um, he became a wrestler. Do you guys remember that YouTube video? He yep. was uh, uh, becoming a wrestler? Yep. And then I don't know. I, I heard no uh, recently he's having some bad time. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Hopefully he gets better. Nothing better than opening ceremonies with, with, with Tyler Evans in a fur coat. Yeah, that was a good time. And dollar bills. And dollar bills like Ted DiBiase. Without, we, we, without his jersey. We got into it in 04 real quick once. So there's, that was interesting. There's, there's Travis's wife. Jeez, no kidding. <laughs> what bullshit story did you feed her? <laughs> He's a scraper. Christ, He's dude. a developer like, and a scraper. A, you're like a... I told her I worked for Pulpum X. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Hook, line, and sinker. Oh, Heather, you haven't seen her? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's... All right, GL. It's getting a little weird the way you're <laughs> lingering on that photo. <laughs> you got a copy? <laughs> no, just to just fold it in half. I'm not that Christmas creepy. Card. I mean, actually, yeah. I am. I, yeah. I can't admit it. What do you think, Heather? Pretty. Pretty. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Uh, Rugs wants to know how many times did GL get pulled over in golf carts at the Nationals last summer? Uh, pulled over? I don't know. I mean, I feel like it was more like we were stopped, <laughs> 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 and then. Gave them, you know, my South African bullshit story, and then they just like, hey, welcome to the country, yeah. love you, carry on, be safe. Isn't pulled over and stopped the same thing? Uh. Well, that's why I was thinking. Pulled over, I feel like like lights are on and like yeah. they're after you. But stopped, yeah, a lot. Um, I'm pretty sure okay, I know let where me he's ask you going th- Let me this. ask you this. Let me ask you this. Uh-oh. Least amount of hours slept before a national red bud of how many like how many hours maybe two okay straight on a live tv all right (laughs) like i was i was still drunk i i couldn't i couldn't 
keep That's my awesome. eyes open. I could, yeah. The sun was coming up, and it, it You're hurt. You're sweating. Yeah. <laughs> like. I, okay. All right. Yeah. This is, I want to get you in trouble, so, yeah. too. All right. Bondo knows. Oh, okay. Bondo saw me. He just he shook his head. Yeah. He's like, "You're a fucking train wreck." And I said, "I'll game face the shit out of this." Yeah, yeah. watch me. And I kind of pulled it out. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, this one's from Dustin. <clears throat> what do you think about Dungey almost losing his cool at the post race conference? Uh, I didn't like it. I said again. I said it on Twitter today, and maybe that's why he's not answering my text to come on the show. The question wasn't worded very well. It, it was asked by Cooksey, guy who's been in here, WPS rep. Uh, it wasn't worded very well, and it wasn't a great question, but he 100% heard it wrong, and, and then he reacted. So to me, like I'm kind of like, you didn't understand the question, but then Chad didn't either. So if two guys don't understand the question. What did he say? He said. What did Cooksey say? Cooksey said, I have a question for Chad and Eli. Okay. He said, it, it, uh, everybody, a lot of people crowned Dungy as the title winner. Uh, so did you guys get fired up? And then he kind of paused. He said, after Roxon got hurt, you know, kind of clarifying why right. they crowned Dungy the title winner. Right. They did fire you guys up after Dungy, after Roxon got hurt to basically prove that Dungy was not champion. Dungy took it like, are you fired up that Roxon got hurt yeah. and you've been crowned champion? Right. It Like I said, Cooksey didn't deliver it great. It wasn't worded great. But Ryan took it 100% the wrong way, as did Chad. So. I've done the same thing. I mean, I'll, I'll just say straight up, I've gone on a tangent and later on gone and said hey like sorry sorry yeah. um I, it was a situational thing um i feel like with ryan it's like oh now that roxon's hurt you're gonna win you know and how do you deliver it when you yeah. after a while when you hear the same kind of questions i think some people just jump to the conclusion of where the question's going yeah, yeah. and it's almost like I'm tired of hearing about this but they can't say that so yeah. It's you get a yeah. deferred I, answer that some people go, whoa, that was a little out there, but yeah, well, I Ke- get it. Kiefer has been caught in co- press conference controversy. Yes, many so he time. understands one time, and that's the last time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Next question. This is from KTR. Uh, what if Moto in the two thousands would have had Snapchat? Mm. Oh God, Eesh. more dick pics. What about yeah. the nineties? Yeah. In the nineties, oh dick my pics. God. We've seen wristwatches. Danny Stevenson would have got arrested. You've seen helicopters, yeah. like all kinds of cool shit. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have been good. My buddy Jason Fernet. Do you remember Jason Fernet? Yes, yes. He did a wristwatch in Daytona Club. Dude, I've seen wristwatches, and I admire people who can do that. Right, he, he I will I'm too. still stretching the right. shit out of anyway, yeah. Batwing. He, he did a batwing in a club, and the bouncers are like you. Out. Yeah, but that's not as impressive. I feel like my bat grandfather wing. could do bad wings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 geez, he just nailed Donnie. Oh, God, violence. Dude, you're okay, my, you're hey, my give bat wing. Stop with the you're in my bat wing zone. <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't realize. It was, I think I'm in the near drink zone. And then later on that night, we couldn't find Fernet, and we found him literally in the gutter with mustard all over his shirt, uh, hammered, not. And we're like, yeah, that was. he got kicked out of the club, and then I think he just. Had a hot dog? Yeah, it was not good. So, All right, next question. <laughs> uh Steven wants to know, Jill, what is your go-to beer or liquor? Me? Yeah, yeah. you. Vodka. The other Gio. Oh, Captain. Mm-hmm. What kind of vodka? Any vodka. Yeah, exactly. Um, if I'm feeling like 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 I'm from South Africa and I'm on the lower end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. whatever the budget, you know, what what's your Great house radio. vodka? Um, 
every now and then when I feel like Rockefeller, I'm like nothing but the best. What's your premium vodka? What's the most you've ever spent in a in a in a club, like in a table? Uh, a G. Apparently, no, Hanny. Apparently, hey, apparently, Hanny. I think I spent. I spent. I know I've spent over three grand. Apparently, Hanny was ten night. G's a night at sometimes in Hollywood. I that was believe his, it. That was his KTM years. Yeah. Really? And his Lambo. Ten grand. Yeah. Like, wow. Said he made a million and spent a million three that year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. Someone someone asked earlier, uh, how did Hanny get his 100 back? Uh, he missed a complete year of racing. Yeah. So you're allowed to get a three-digit number. Uh, but now he's screwed because he's got points and he won't be 100 next year. I guess he'll sit out. It's that important. Every other year. Yeah. Solid. Tyson wants to know, would the views change with Freeze if he had been... If he had top three speed. Should have party Yes. More. I agree. I think Could've he would. You. Yeah. Because everyone hates him because they're like, he shouldn't be there. He's going backwards. Well, we're not going to get to the voicemails because it's late and you guys got to hit the road. But I got a ton of voicemails on this Freeze Anderson thing. And some guys are like, he sucks. He's not going to get a qualifier out of the heat anyways. And I'm like, that is stupid to say. Yes, you're right. You're trying to. He's though. a racer. The gate drops. He wants to learn, get fast, qualify out of the heat. Yes, he probably won't. Yeah. But you can't be if you're Vince Freeze. You can't be like ah, go ahead. I'm just going to move quit, over. Yeah, quit, quit racing. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm four-time Manitoba champion. I never would have done that. I, you're a legend. Thank you. Next question. Uh, I, real quick, I, just, I brought this up to Travis the other day when we were talking, and he he's says, a legend in every Travis way. Preston. Travis we'll Preston, that. and he was like, the reason why he's like when I was racing, if Carmichael was behind me, I would hold my line. I wouldn't like. If he passed me, I wouldn't try to make the pass back underneath him so we would both be screwed for the next rhythm lane. You know, he's like, I understood he's going to probably pass me because he's faster. I'm going to ride as hard as I can and stick to my line. And when he goes underneath me, I'm not going to make some bonehead move and try to get him back where we're both screwed. Yeah, Vince did make a move to try to get them back. But he, he yeah. what Travis' point was he makes moves where they screw up a whole lane. Yep. You know, and that's what his point was. Right. I'm yeah. trying to remember, did Vince qualify from that heat? No. 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 Okay, so that comes back so to... So whose fault was Then it was, was pointless. That? It was pointless. You right. know, the yep. point being, it was pointless. Yes. He just made more people hate him and, and more enemies, and I feel like saying, like, that's not smart. <laughs> that's a fucking that bar. That wasn't me. No, no. Because I don't Mozart. drink beer. That was beer right. bottles. Next question. <laughs> Kurt Lucas <laughs> wants to know, Steve, how was the Racer X Supercross hangout with Weege and yourself? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, some guy... Uh, if you subscribe to Racer X Online Magazine, you were putting a draw to hang out with Wygant and I for like two hours at Glendale. And every team we took them to, we explained that to them. And every single team went, yeah, you actually lost. You're with these two losers. Mitch did it. Perry did it. Uh, Sternstrom did it. Uh, J-Bone did it. They all said, yeah, what a prize. You hang out with Mathis and Weege. That's cool. Anyways, the guy was cool, what though. Dickheads. Yeah, I know. The guy was cool. Uh, it was really good. I think they got they got a bunch of subscriptions from it. We're going to do it again, I think. We took them inside the rigs. They heard all the trash talk, all the jokes. You know what it's like. They you, loved it. Guaranteed. Yeah, you're, you're in there. That's what people you know? want. Right. And J-Bone and Mitch, they're not hiding nothing back. That's so. what they should have. Mics in every rig. Oh, God, there'd be no people working anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would literally be like, hey, beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep, And then beep, all, you know, all the... Tr- hey, how you beep, 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 you see Langston, beep, 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 All the beep, shit beep. they talk on riders, too, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, Mathis, like, beep, God, beep, yeah. beep, No, that's what I'm saying. Beep. Yeah. Be great. All right, next question. Josh Josh wants to know, Kiefer, how's the head? And have you switched helmets? Uh, head's good, finally. Um, the bullshit. Uh, what, my head? 
It's Which never I, been right. <laughs> Don't lie to the fans. Um, it's it's a lot better than it was, man. It took me a long time to recover. It took me about almost six, seven weeks, and then uh, yeah, I've been I've been riding with six Ds a lot just because I went down there and talked with them, talked with Bob, and talked with the guys, and I just believe in what they have, and so I've been uh, wearing the helmet. Me and GL talked about helmets on the way up here a little bit, and um, you know, I, I did a lot of research after my concussion, and I just. You know, decided, hey, I'm going to wear 60s as much as I can. I have to wear all different kinds of helmets because of my job. But, yeah, I mean, if I'm going to do my own thing, I probably would pick one of those. All right, and Gary wants to know, Dungey consistently outbreaked others into the turn at the end of the start straight. Is it technique, qu- equipment, or both? Gio? I'm going to go with both. And I think a lot of it's to do with the KTM chassis. Um, I think... Uh, when I rode for Yamaha, one of the things I noticed was the Nissan brakes. I didn't like them like the Brambos. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll tell you flat out, I'm a Brambo fan, and I just purely believe that the Brambos are just. It's good. I, mean, it's, uh, I don't get the paid by any one of them. Yeah. Pra- Brambo make brakes for, for uh, Formula One, Ferrari, you know, NASCAR, whatever. Um, I just. Yeah, I think they're, they're good. The, yeah, like perfect. when you ride it with a Brembo, and then you ride with like a stock Yamaha. You're like, this yeah, is like year before I got the Yamaha Red Dog, they ran Brembos on their factory bikes. When, like I, when, bikes. I, when I signed with Yamaha, one of the things I said, I'm like, when I pull the front brakes, I feel like I have another clutch. Right. Like it's terrible. <laughs> it's mush. Like it was horrible. Yeah. yeah. So right, we so. actually put a oh, I'm gonna say something. Yeah, drop it. Put a Brembo cylinder inside yeah. the Nissan brake. Oh, wow. you know. Hashtag just saying. Yeah. yeah. Just pissing people off right now. Hashtag good one. I'm on a good one. Yeah. Uh, that's all. That's it? Yeah. Wow, questions were weak. Yeah, yeah I mean, there were... There's there's a lot of stuff that we already covered. <laughs> so terrible. Yeah. Well, so. it looks like the expert on tear-offs were better today, Moser. Just saying. Uh, uh, Got a better start. BTOsports.com. Just say, just order there. Put the Pulp MX discount. They will apply it to you or call there. Anything you need for your biker body, they've got at BTOsports.com. And we thank those guys for, for coming on board. Davey Millsaps, Eli Tomac as well on the show. Zach Osborne. Can't forget about Osborne. Yep, Zachy. On the Gear Alloy Cold Call. Grant Langston, world champion, national champion, 250 Supercross champion. Uh, Chris Kiefer, uh, champion of our hearts and Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com. Of course, Jason Thomas came on as well. Uh, lots of things to uh, talk about tonight. Glendale, Oakland coming up this weekend. Day race, which uh, is always interesting and should be interesting to, uh, to watch and check it out. And uh, it's weird. I still don't like the day race. What time does it start? Uh, the night show starts at three thirty, I think. Okay, so it's on televised live. I don't know. Oh, okay, it's not my deal. It's live for me. All right, because I'll be there. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Uh, just play the voicemails like the end, end the show. The voicemails to end the show. Yeah. And just that's it. Yeah. We don't react. Just to say them? goodbye now and we just like bail. We don't, we don't react to them. Who, who, who's going to listen though? If not, no. Okay, so now you run the show. Now you produce it. Yeah. I, I feel like everyone would turn it off. No, I'm going to listen to them. You would listen to them? So if everybody's saying goodbye, you're going to stay up here? No, I'm saying when I listen to the... Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Listen to the voicemail. Uh, can we comment? I feel like we should have at least a, something. Well, that's where the joy of the voicemails, but it's 11 o'clock. So we it's, can pass or go. Okay, go. You guys got to go. Fire. You guys got to go. Uh, Kiefer, can you read our sponsor list? Yeah. Uh, how about that? Right. No, no, no. Give it back to now me. Now you're no. really pissing people off. No, has got the accent. No, give it back to me. I'm going to read you our sponsor list. You give me the first thing. That, no, I'm going to do it with you. Yeah, do it with him. Yeah. I'm going to read your sponsor list. I want you to give me the first thing that comes to your mind when I read our sponsor list. Okay, go. First thing. Go. Ready? 
BTOsports.com. Don't know. <laughs> this is awesome. Great, great uh, Awesome. Great for the sport. Okay, all right. <laughs> Fuck, I lied to you. Sorry. Fly Racing. Great brand. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. Great brand. <laughs> they uh, support the sport. Race Tech Suspension. They do good work. Vort <laughs> Vortex Racing. God, I'm running repeat. Ronnie, yeah, okay. they, they do well. Gear Alloy. Don't know them. Roost MX. Great custom graphics. Pivot Works. Good parts. X Brown Goggles. Never worn them, like them. Michelin Starcross 5. <laughs> Good product. KTMPartsExpress.com. Opposition, but support the sport. Why? You guys do online stuff too? Somewhat. Oh, I didn't know you We're were. a KTM dealer. Yeah, but you don't. But support the sport. But online stuff? I'm not going to get like. Too mushy. You do Langston Motorsports online? You can order parts online? I mean, online? I'll give you a shameless plug. LangstonMotorsports.com. Yeah. yeah, we sell stuff. Okay. But All right. <laughs> we sell stuff. Uh, <laughs> we sell shit. <laughs> Works Connection. Great sponsor of the sport. FMF. Legendary. Atlas Neck Brace. Overrated. W Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Love them. EK Chains. Got to run them. Guts Racing. Love these seats. Get data. If you're serious, get it. Wow, I like it. I like <laughs> Hold it. Hold on. So, neck braces, no or yes? In no. general. No. No. Have you tried one? Yes. Didn't like it. Have I seen data? Yes. Have you tried atlasbrace.com? Have you tried Atlas? No, but I'm sure they're the best neck, neck brace ever. It's like wearing nothing at all. I know. I can imagine. Um, you also, know what? If I walked in here wearing nothing at all, it wouldn't be like wearing nothing he, at all. Because you would be like, walk your ass downstairs and go uh -huh. find something. Because if I, if I literally walked up wearing nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be wearing nothing. Dude, you'd be scarred for life. Well, I, probably some chicks You could turn the fan off because I could do my own probably like, some, fan. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm probably kidding. Some, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Probably some chicks in Holland would, you know. They would know exactly what it is. AtlasBrace.com, Christoph Purcell run it, Jason Anderson run it. A lot of top racers run Atlas Brace. Yes, they do. Not Kyle Grant Chisholm. Langston, but a lot of top racers do. The neck, do brace, have... the neck brace is a sensitive topic. Yes, Dude, it it's is. like politics. I'm just telling you, I'm a, I'm on the, I'm on the other side. Right. But if you're gonna wear one, then wear an Atlas. So, yeah. so are chest protectors. Same thing. Wow. Yeah, they're more like roost protectors, really, nowadays. Yeah, pretty saying. much. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, okay, so we're going to play the voicemails because Moser said so. And then we're going to go out from there. Yep. Is that what we're going to do, Moser? Yep. Okay. So uh, thanks to uh, everybody for coming in. You have fun, GL? Oh, absolutely. Awesome to have you in studio. It was, uh, it was great. <coughs> quiet down. Donnie, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having uh, me. Check out the DVD. Uh, Grand yeah, Langston quiet training down. Like a champion. You've been noisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you like that? Dirtrider, dirtrider.com. Chris Kiever. Kiever, Inc. You'll be Kiefer Inc. Mm -hmm. You'll be in a couple weeks, right? Yep, I'm you, back. It's been too long. I think it's just me and Heather this time. Did she clear? Did she? She uh, is she, she able to travel? Yes. Okay. She's coming for the kiss. She has not been here very much lately. No, it's not been good. Nope. Nope. Um, thanks to Heather. Thanks to uh, Janky Ryan over there in the uh, in the corner. Didn't get him on at all, but good job on the app. Right. Thank you for designing. It. Give a thumbs up. Yep. Uh, so everyone's th happy. Thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. He's right there. Good job, Moser. I always say thanks to Moser, and he's right there. What about uh, JT? 
JT? Rocky? Yeah. yeah. How Rocky? It's kind of a big deal. You said JT. Yeah, we have thank JT you. JT and thanking then JT. Rocky. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Thanking JT. Uh, I'm like, is that his nickname? What? And then Pookie. Thanks and Pookie. Thanks for the Z. Yeah. Pookie bro. killed dinner and snacks. Oh, the dinner and, was great. And drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and drinks, like it said. No, I swear. Yeah. Better than any waitress. Right. She was on t- she, You didn't have to ask. Dude, I didn't even finish my first one, and she came back. I'm like, that's for me? I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, uh, so we're going to play 702-586-757. Call any time. Leave a voicemail. These are the best of the best that was this week. And then we're gone. We're back next week with uh, the Noof in studio. Oh, no shit. Oh, the, oh Noof. The Noof asked me to ask you about this movie. Boat? You guys filmed a movie in Vancouver? Yeah. You and the Noof? Yeah. A porn movie or a movie? I was a lead character. Um, as always. That's uh, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it was actually, uh, it was a Disney movie. Okay. And um, it's a long, I, I didn't even, anyway. Great, so great, great. It details. just happened. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's a movie and about this and that. And and they had the guy, Corbin Blue, from uh, oh yeah, High School Musical yeah. and all that. And it's already out? Or it's, out there. Is it out? Oh, it's old. It's old. Yeah, I haven't. It's in the same section as Winner Takes All. Okay. It's embarrassing. Motocross. I can't find it. Did you make good money? I had a little segment. I mean, I made money, but I didn't make good money. How much money did you make? They paid me three grand to go up for a day. Oh, it's not too bad. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Better than yeah, Moser. The rest, of, the rest of the real world yeah. goes, that's great money. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's yeah. all right. Uh, so the Noof is in next week. <laughs> You'll be sitting in that chair right there right. to talk about Atlas Neck Brace and many other things. <laughs> and, oh, uh, oh, he's going to hate me now. Oh, you will be getting a text. You can, you can, you can tell him GL just stirred the pot. AtlasBrace.com. Uh, and we thank everybody for listening once again. Pulp and Mech Show. Thanks, everybody. We will see you next week. Hey, this is Austin Woodrum. Uh, I just wanted to call and apologize to Travis. I didn't know Randy was going to read my text message that I sent him on air last week. So just wanted to tell Travis, keep up the good work. Um, I do prefer to listen on Stitcher, but I did purchase the app, mainly for the drops. They work good on that. So Also, I wanted to touch on uh, being a rep. We're always super busy out here, so I usually find it hard to stop and grab a snack so I can totally sympathize with not being able to make it to a five hour show without grabbing a quick bite to eat so keep up the good work guys talk to you later Top of X this is Evan calling from the east coast calling kind of early here before the Monday show because uh, I can never stay awake long enough to actually call into the show. wanted to touch base on a few things that you guys are probably already going to talk about. Number one, I don't understand why people are saying the championship's over with uh, and that Dungey's going to run away with it. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a good possibility, but for fuck's sake, we're like three races into the season, you know? Anything can happen. Two, uh, Freeze's move um, on Anderson, completely clean. Didn't even uh, wasn't even that bad, especially when you look at Mookie's pass in the corner before that. Uh, number three, my man Weston Pike killing it. Needs a little bit more recognition. Um, I'm kind of a Pike super fan. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all it. Uh, Travis, you rule. Uh, Berludi rules. Get him on more. Weech, you're cool. Uh, Chick Fil A sucks. Nets rule.
Pete. I'm out of Des Moines, Iowa. I was just curious on the uh, Mookie thing being on the live cast. Um, I was curious why James wasn't a part of the deal with Chris Crossland and 365 and the whole deal with uh, Malcolm. Kuzo's a bitch. Mathis, what's up? This is Uncle Ramis. Driving to after work, listening to the show this morning. Hearing y'all talk about old refrigerator head and Anderson. Look. Look where Anderson finishes at the end of the main event. And look where Freeze finishes. Know your place, refrigerator head. That's all I got to say. Later. Just finished listening to the A2 review. Um, and I got a hand to you, Steve. You're defending Freezy. Uh, I'm with you on that. I think he is a good rider. I think he's got a bad rap. I think some of it is deserved. Um, but I, I don't think he gets a fair shake at a lot of things, like you're saying. And for what it's worth, I'm a guy that called in and said, I hope Pike doesn't snap his femur, which you guys kind of made fun of me for. And I'm down with that. It was funny the way I said it. But, um, yeah, I don't want his femur snapped because that would be bad for Weston and, well, the whole sport. Uh, but anyway, good job. Way to stand up freely. Sometimes you just get the shit end of the stick. Mathis, this new little skit you do with Weege, uh imitating the JGR guys, uh, Coy Gibbs, is gold. Please, once a month, give us a little, just a little taste of some weeds with a little bit of the JGR check-in. It is absolute gold. Thank you. Bye. Hey, Steve, it's me again. I'm going to redo this message because my last one was long-winded and ridiculous. But anyways, eight thoughts here. Once again, I'm the beginner class champion of Vancouver, Canada. And I was just a little annoyed by the whole thing about being streamed live on Facebook with Racer X and you couldn't swear, which like I already mentioned my last video or last message, which is kind of bullshit. I don't like the uh, the censorship being imposed upon the people who are calling in who can't speak to what speak to what they want to feel on their voice or or the guests or even yours truly yourself, Mr. Mathis. And I just don't think it's I think it's kinda of lame. Like, you know, you shouldn't have that. Like, oh you can't swear. Like you give me a break and um, you always complain about how, you know, you're getting robotic. I mean, I know this is a bit over the top here, but you don't like how riders on the podium where you're interviewing people give, like, the old cardboard cookie-cutter comments about how awesome their gear is and how awesome X-brand goggles are and how their race tech suspension is soaking up all the big bumps and hoping with the little chop, maintaining them along the line, and how their new Michelin Starcross 5s are just, like, the most amazing tire ever created in the history of a motocross. And, and yet, you know what, you, you, you're streaming live on Racer X, through the Facebook app or what the hell it is. I don't know. Facebook is for old women. I mean, come on now. If you ain't 40-year-old soccer mom, what the hell? Who's using Facebook now again anyways? Get in touch with the fans. Facebook is ridiculous. It's also people posting on Facebook or like a bunch of people who post viral videos from 1995 and don't realize it's the rest of the Internet. And that, anyways, I don't know. Maybe my Facebook friends are just morons. I don't know. But anyways, that point is that, you know, I don't like that. I don't like the fact that you can't swear. I know it's not a big deal, but I just think it's impeding and imposing upon people's own way of, I guess, um, expressing themselves, whether it be eloquently and, and articulately. That's even the correct word. I don't know. I went to a public university, and I, I mostly was just playing basketball and taking stupid classes, electives, just so I could be eligible to play. But whatever. Long story short, Steve, I love the show. I love Mark's dog. The guy did a backflip. That's awesome. 
don't worry about all the haters on the app, Marks. It doesn't make it, you know, you got this. I mean, your full-time job. Steve's probably paying you, like, in Canadian dollars, and you live in America, which is probably equating to a real shit pay. Oh, shoot, I swore. So hopefully you're not recording this on the Racer X there, and uh, this video won't even get, or message won't even get played. But anyways, love the show, except for the fact that this impeachment upon our freedom of speech. Yeah, I love the show. I uh, just wanted to call to say, uh, Steve, you have to find a way to get Weege on every week. He is great. He's awesome. I know he's a professional. Maybe you could move to North Carolina instead of South California and turn him into a pro. Uh, I know there's no chance of Weege actually moving anywhere because it would cost money. Uh, maybe we can have him Skype in every week or, I don't know, the telephone calls. I mean, it's okay. It's just better to have him there. So your job is to work on that. Oh, and the app is great. Mine works fine. Travis Marks, you're doing a great job. I can't help that people are horrible with technology and don't know how to use their phone. And maybe there is a hiccup or two. But go try to create your own app, all right? But in the meantime, let him work out the bugs and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone at Pulp. Uh, I had a couple questions. I always want to call. Never have the time when you're, you're on. Um, first off, I wanted to ask why uh, when Malcolm Stewart was on, you didn't give him any shit about missing the Nationals and get a ball in his junk. I know you asked him a couple times, but not the same uh, same tone. You, you talk smack for a few months. And I just wonder why it's a bad thing if people are doing this to preserve their career. You look at Reed, you look at Wyndham, and a few other guys when they just went with – one discipline and it preserved their career. Reed it kind of revitalized them, helped them find a new drive. Um, you know, what if what if you had people that just they just did supercross or they you know they just did motocross and they didn't do both seasons and try to kill themselves. They just focused on one and then maybe they are more of a contender in the outdoors and they just go do something else when everyone goes indoors. But I've also heard that uh, someone's trying that. Feld or somebody's trying to extend the Supercross season and, and try to buy out motocross. Wasn't sure if that's true or you know just one of those fight hard for threads. And also um, to the Freezy uh, and Anderson incident, Steve, if you want to say that you got to take every instance on on just the basis, you can't go look at past experiences. So. Do you select Jeff Alessi to your fantasy motocross or your fantasy supercross team uh, for a top ten finish every round? Because we got to go off every round, and we know he can qualify for main events. But uh, you know, if you're going off past history, you know he's just going to roll around. But now you're saying we need to judge everything by you know the one race, the one instance. Do we judge him off his lap times and where he qualified for the main event? Hey, Steve, wanted to let you know that I just listened to your uh, podcast with Blake Wharton on it. And uh, really good interview with him. And uh, I really liked his music. Uh, I'm a mid-50s guy, grew up in the Van Halen era, and where there was real music being played, and there's not much of that lately that I hear. So I went online and uh, got hooked up with Blake's music, and I really like it. Good stuff. So keep up the good work. Thanks. Okay, on the air. So I'm listening to uh, last week's Pulp show, and I'm listening to all the discussions about the, the Freezy-Anderson incident, and the thing that I didn't hear anybody say, now I'm probably three-quarters of the show, so maybe it'll come up, but the thing I didn't hear anybody say is Freezy wasn't 
Freezy may start up front. Freezy may get a great start. Freezy's not going to make it through a heat. So if there's dudes passing him, what the hell is he trying to do making a block pass for the front? Because he's going to fade anyway. So, yeah, okay. So dude's got an issue with, uh, with taking people out, with uh, rough riding and all these things. It's clear. Um, but he doesn't get a pass for trying to pass for position because he's not going to finish up there anyway. He's a semi-possibly go-through, but an LCQ possibility as well. He should not be taking positions in the top four against a guy like Anderson. So that's my point. I'll listen to it next week, I hope. Uh, hey, Steve, thanks again for all the content. A uh, couple of thoughts real quick. One is uh, Travis mentioned that if he were allowed to pick a song after a break that we would feel what real music is. How about taking back his raise and let him pick a song? I mean, not that, you know, your love of Van Halen isn't awesome, but maybe he could mix it up and, you know, other listeners might enjoy it. At least give him a shot. Uh, and the, the other thing is, you know, since Travis is a nice guy, like I don't know how many millions of times Gibbs told people to eat a dick or whatever, but he was you know, obviously shitty more. And I wonder if Travis is, problem with the android i have an iphone and so there's no fucking problem with it but anyway maybe the problem with the android app is user error and travis is just too nice to say anything um whereas you know gibbs would have told these people to eat a dick so anyways the show was way better recently and so maybe take back some of your money and let him pick us off uh just a thought thanks bye uh, what your opinion is about the over-unders. It seems like every round that they've had them so far this year, they're just wasting them. I mean, they could add a lot to the track, but they either jump over it and then immediately turn under it, you know, like a 270 and go right back under it, or like I'm watching Phoenix right now live, they go under it and then immediately loop back around 270 and go over the top of it. My opinion, they should go over it do half of the track, and then loop back under it and do the other half of the track. Just seems like they're wasting it. So, anyhow, uh, your opinion, please. Thanks. Hey, great job, Tommy. I just watched you uh, take out Jimmy. Hmm, wonder why you did that. Maybe because you're a fucking roadblock, you piece of shit. Because your only fucking way of getting into the main, you fucking kook. Why, guy, why, why don't you retire? No one wants you in this sport. Get out. Okay, guys, what is up with the broadcasting? I'm sitting here listening to Danica Patrick when I can see the 250 LCQ going on in the background. I don't care what she has to say. I want to see that race. That's what I'm watching this broadcast for. Figure it out. And I'm sorry, I know Ralph Shane gets a lot of shit, but, dude, how many mistakes are you going to make tonight? I'm only halfway through the program. I've seen about five out of you already. They need to get something better going on right now. Hey, Steve, uh, this is Gibbs, your old producer. I uh, just wanted to give a call, and I had a question for you. I just got done watching the uh, Arizona-Glendale race. I was uh, wondering, after turn two, when they did that section where they triple quad tripled, do you think if Stu or, you know, one another, one, uh, another rider would have been able to triple quad quad single out of that? I couldn't really tell by the lift or how the landing was. What is your opinion on it? You know, seeing that I'm pretty sure you walked the track and what you thought about it. Uh, 
I think you guys are killing it. Travis, you're doing awesome, man. Uh, give him a bonus, that's for sure. I know you can pay him a little bit more, but that's awesome. You guys are killing it. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, Pulp Show. Uh, this is Chase calling. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Just thought uh, I would maybe leave my opinion on these timed main events. Me and my buddy were watching last night uh, up here in Canada, which is pretty hard to do. But we figured it out. You got to like stream through like ten fucking different guys. Ridiculous. But I think we were talking, and we think the time main events have have made the racing better. Uh, it's been tighter to the end. It's been a lot more exciting. Uh, it seems like the last little bit, the guys really pour it on, and it and it gets some good racing. Uh, we enjoy it. So just thought I'd uh, throw that out there. All right. Thanks a lot. Mathis, this is Jeff. Hey, man, I love your show. I listen every week, but I got some some critical feedback for you here. Uh, Freezy and Anderson, um, nobody nobody agreed with you, and you wouldn't drop it, and you resorted to kind of ridiculous arguments, and you wouldn't let it drop. And my advice is, honestly, two weeks in a row, I felt like changing to something else because it was too much, too much, man. So anyway, um, drop it when your when your uh, arguments get too ridiculous. That's my that's my feedback. Second thing, ET three waxed them in Phoenix, and I have a theory on that. I think Kenny was big time in Eli's head. He kicked his butt for a year, and Eli didn't know how to beat him, with a couple of exceptions. Right, Daytona was kind of weird. Southwick, very much suited Eli, specialty kind of thing. Anyway, um, so Eli shows up, and Kenny's there. He doesn't know how to beat him, and he rode super tight. He was in his head big time. Now Kenny's gone. Eli shows up and rides like himself. That's my theory. Have a great show this week. Talk to you. Steve, Top Jimmy, killing it. Doonies. No, but seriously, surprise, Alperson's been making mains this year. Kind of figured he would be a last place in the LCQ kind of guy, which kind of surprised me. Fuck yeah. Hey, Steve. It is Chad. Hey, man, I hope you guys are having an awesome show. Um, hey, I just wanted to point out something that uh, last week you said you guys were talking to Factor Yamaha, and they were just talking about <sighs> Cooper. He just needed more seat time, but you got lied to. It's straight lying to your face. Reed came out. Basically busted the whole. Hey, they they opened up the pocketbook, got them some different parts, did some testing, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I hope the egg on their face. I hope they feel stupid. I hope you guys learn from that. Um, you guys are awesome. Love it. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.
sword inside your flame I will bounce away your games Destroy me, defeat me And melt me down You cast me, accomplish me Yeah.